Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of The Value Pack. We have a very special episode today. We have a lot of classes to get through. And because we have a lot of classes to get through, we're going to be getting, uh, we're going to be doing this show a little bit different than how we would normally do things. Uh, but first, before we get to any of that stuff, got to thank our lovely, lovely patrons. Hawaiian I Has Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Kalahad, Melt On Your Mouth, Minaria, Slytech, Talus X Septum, Thanks, and WaveZ. Appreciate you guys, as well as all of the uh, Twitch subscribers on our individual Twitch channels. Um, okay, so today we're pretty much exclusively talking about class reworks uh, on Global Labs. We had four classes get their reworks updated to Global Labs. That is uh, Witch and Wizard, and then Musa and Maywall. So how we're going to be doing the show today is we're going to spend uh, approximately half of it talking about Witch and Wizard uh, with two guests that I will introduce here very shortly. And then uh, about halfway through the show, after maybe two-ish hours, we're thinking, uh, we're actually going to be uh, swapping out our guests, essentially. Uh, and we're going to be bringing on a Musa and a Maywall to talk about those changes. But obviously, first, we got to talk about Witch and Wizard. And to hear, and here, good lord, my English, here to help us talk about the Witch and Wizard reworks on Global Labs, we have uh, Belly, the Witch. What's up? And Horsey, nice enough to join us from EU for Wizard. Thank you for inviting me, and hello, hello. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for uh, taking time out of your day to uh, come join us. Appreciate you. All right, this no is <laughs> this is a, this is a very professional and formal podcast. So starting off, Wizbelly. It is not. That is Wizbelly. a blatant lie. <laughs> for those who do not or might not know who you are, because maybe they haven't you know, been in the uh, in AOA recently, w can you introduce yourself a little bit? How How... Would people know you? Where are you at? How long you've been playing BDO and all that stuff? Should I go first? Yeah. Alrighty. So I'm Belly. I've been playing Witch for like two years. I started out on Awakening. Then when Suck came out, I rolled the Suck. Haven't looked back to Awakening since. I kind of hate large scale, which is weird for a Witch player. But I'm kind of known for being a BA rat and I play a lot of AOA. I have a Twitch stream. I used to stream a lot. Now I hardly stream at all. And I have a YouTube channel. All uh, right. It's Wh Belly BDO. Why would you want to check it out? All right. Belly BDO. Is that your Twitch as well? Yeah. All right. Why Why Witch? What drew you to Witch? Um, that's what I started out with. That's about it. <laughs> that's it. As just... once, yeah. And then, I don't know, Suck came out and it just it feels really good to play. All right, Horsey. Same thing. You want to introduce yourself? Where where might people find you? What's your stream? Your YouTube and uh, how long have you been playing BDO and all that? All right. Um. Yeah. My name is Horsey. I'm from EU. Uh, I'm mostly known as uh, uh as a godlike EU wizard now, I guess, because <laughs> I won the <laughs> Arena of Asha tournament, the trial and the main gear one. 
Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I also have like a, I also streaming like I would say two, three times a week, mostly like Node One Siege GVG stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a small YouTube channel with a little bit of content. Um, yeah, I'm playing Wizards since five and a half years, I guess, since I started the game. I was a Maeva first, and I quit the game for a bit because my PC was too bad. I bought a new one. I came back. I was not able to grind alone, and I asked everyone in my guild chat, yo, where's the best like group fight class? And everyone spent Wizard, and that's basically, yeah. All right. So I went to Wizard, and now I stuck here. I, I like, for the record, he has the godlike title because he won both tournaments. He he doesn't just refer to himself as a godlike wizard. <laughs> that title <laughs> was bestowed upon him. He did not just be like, oh, people know me as a god, and that's all. Yeah, uh, <laughs> dude, you how many uh how many tournaments have you won? How many tournaments that you can think of off the top of your head have you been like top three? Where I was top three? Yeah, where you like top, you finished top three. Ooh. I remember there was like the Black Spirit League, if you remember that. Yep. It was for like four months or three months. It was like three different, like 1v1, 2v2, 3v3, and everything was for like a month. Right. I did the 1v1 on Awakening Wizard because there was no succession yet. Um, three out of four weeks, I was in the top 16. Mm hmm. And basically, I had the highest points as a wizard on EU. Like, you always get, like, points for reaching, like, a specific, uh, uh, not rank, how you say the uh, place. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah, besides that, I tried to join every tournament as possible. And I think I was always top three. And there was only one tournament I didn't reach top three. There was losing against the... The people who also actually won the tournament and was a bit unlucky. We only lost like one to two points. Um, yeah. yeah. Besides that, I mostly won or was like top three. Yeah. I feel like every time I watch a tournament and EU's involved, it's like I, I kind of forget that you're going to probably win. And then at the end, it's like, oh yeah, Horsey's there. Like he's probably going to win. Even though like here <laughs> in NA, it's like no one really thinks of Wizard getting to the top. Um, which is kind of interesting to have both you and Belly on because both you and Belly um, are good at 1v1 and do focus a lot on 1v1. Belly, you said you're not super into large scale. Horsey, you kind of are into large scale. Um, kind of the state, because I know Wizard and Witch are very similar in a lot of ways and, and different in other ways, but um, I guess starting with you, Belly, could you kind of give us an idea of the current state of of casters um, from your point of view, from the witch point of view, as far as like 1v1 and, and large scale and even PVE? Well, in Awakening, I think it's super limited by movement. You have these really, really strong AoE skills in your Awakening kit. You're super protected, but you don't have the movement necessary to actually get you moving around. So I think that Awakening is always going to be really limited in 1v1 and in large scale, you're you have the tools to go in, but never the tools to get out. So you're going to be gear reliant, and it's it's super hard to one v one on. Hmm. I was hoping that the reworks it would give a lot more movement, and then with succession, it was super good because succession gave a lot more movement, but 
the succession skills don't have DR on the awakening or skills. They don't have uh, don't have nearly as much protection on it. So you're trading off a lot of the a lot of the protection and a lot of the AOE for that movement. And I think that you know the class obviously known for being insanely busted in large scale, and it's all pretty much always going to be that way as long as there's heals. But in one v one, especially in awakening, it's always going to be lacking. That's my thoughts. What about PVE? PVE, just kind of middle of the road, right? I don't okay. really PVE too much. Oh yeah, you gave up on that know. a long time ago. I, I, like six months ago, I used to yeah. PVE and it was always always middle of the road. Is it the same story, uh, Horsey, for Wizard? Do you feel like kind of the gist is similar? Is there any differences with Wizard compared to Witch? Uh, not much. I would say like PVE that. Succession is not that great compared to Awakening. They, they buffed a lot of Awakening recently. I would mm. well, let's say in the last six months. Um, yeah, I would say it's, it's a decent PvE class. Obviously not top tier like Lance, Striker, whatever, but it's still good. Um, about 1v1s, I mean, yeah, I'm, we, we are like the top tier group fight class, like Node War Siege or like bigger GVGs, right? So... Obviously, we also have a downside, and that's that's our one v ones with having no grab and being limited on mobility. Um, yeah. Um. So going into these reworks, normally we spend a little bit more time on the the current state of stuff, but with you being a little bit limited on time, let's go kind of into the reworks. We'll start with um. Let's just start with succession because succession was uh I think, well, arguably for one of the classes, a lot smaller uh set of changes, but. Going into uh, Friday or Thursday night before knowing what they were getting, um, what were you expecting, starting with you, Horsey, what were you kind of expecting for Succession Wizard? Um, probably like everyone that we get SA back on Voltaic. If you, <laughs> uh -huh. if you remember the, the art thing, what the uh, tournament winners got from the PA... Uh, one message I, I don't remember why i have that but everyone who won the tournament like android goose who got like whatever could could uh, send pa a feedback about the class like answer some questions and at the end they gave us a small feedback like what the what they think they're gonna change probably and something was with sa back on voltaic and yeah <laughs> it didn't yeah. happen for some reason and yeah i think everyone expected that <laughs> Yeah. Belly, were you expecting the same thing on Suck Witch? Yeah, every so that's what I put in my form. <laughs> I put I put a bunch of other stuff as well, but SA back on Voltaic, absolutely wanted that. Um but also uh, there was supposed to be a rework, so I was hoping that some of the skills in the pre-awakening tree that you can't even use like resurrection or some of the skills that are kind of weird and outdated like uh mana shield would get touched. So I was hoping that they'd fix up a lot of the super clunky and weird pre-awakening stuff. Mana shield. But, How's mana, yeah, shield mana shield weird and outdated? It's it's super counterintuitive. It's like a buff and then you just lose your entire mana bar and it kills you. That's why they I mean they kind of buffed it now, right? With the mana absorption mana absorption we got now with the new oh, one. I will need to talk about that. That's actually <laughs> a nerf. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, they removed the slow. I think it's dude. a it's a buff. 
Well, let's talk about it. So, so here, here's how it's listed in the description. Mana absorption skills change as follows: change the attack to uh, change to attack the designated location. Stamina consumption is removed, and the effect of stun movement speed reduction has been uh, removed on successful hits. But basically, now it's like it kind of just instant restores your mana. It's more of like a, uh, I don't know, like a, I guess hit like like not a laser beam that travels. It just instantly gives your mana back when you have a target, right? So why yeah. why horsey do you think it's a buff? And then Billy will you can counter with why you think it's a nerf? Uh, because before you had to hit something to get your mana back, and if the if your enemy, for example, is using a front guard, iframe, or whatever, you obviously won't hit it, right? Even against front guard, it won't work. It needs to be SA or anything else. And for example, if you if you get up, you're out of mana because of your mana chip, but you survive with low HP. Obviously, you try to mana absorption first, right? If you don't have well, a well potion ready. And if he's using an iframe or front guard skill, you won't get any mana back and you're just stuck on the location. And now, in my opinion, you can just use it and cancel it like into TP. Like you can instant TP after it. And you always get like a bit mana back and you, you can always escape now, even if you run out of mana after. After you survive the combo, Belly, why is that yeah, all? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree that no, I one hundred percent agree that that part is fantastic. Now I think that losing the fifty percent movement speed slow that you could keep really high uptime on, with that had basically no animation, right? Because you could proc it on, like the first hit and then immediately cancel out of. Losing that is a pretty important tool for one v one. So like it's a lot better for large scale, especially like if you get knocked down and you you were in mana shield, or if you just thrown away all your mana for Blizzard, you get knocked down or you run out of mana, you can immediately proc it super reliably, get back up, get right back in the fight. But if you're in one v one, your mana management is going to be not not super stressed, and you're going to have a lot of time to like make sure that you're proccing that uh, mana absorb. And at that point, you're going to care way more about landing the movement slow, especially like you can make. Musamewa, you can make their life a living hell with that slow. See, I find that toxic. That any, those are the two classes they... you want to make their life a living hell. Don't you think that's a little toxic? I mean, they're coming on next. I want to. <laughs> I want them coming on in tears. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the other the other two changes that the main hand specifically got is uh swift earthquake and trembling thunder got their cooldowns reduced and trembling thunder uh got a down smash. Is are those impactful in any way? I mean, is that going to make any difference, uh, Belly? The down smash, no. That's that's a PVE skill. Like it's unprotected and animation locked, so you're never gonna ever spec into it for PvP. I don't think so. The down smash added is nothing. The cooldown reduction, it's nice, but the main issue with those skills is that they have no damage and they're completely animation locked, so they're just grab magnets. I was really hoping they would make them cancelable after some amount of time. But the, the cooldown reduction on Swift Earthquake is still appreciated because that's pr it's a good skill in 1v1 for canceling like a, as a reliable super armor. So that's a decent change. Um, are you feel the same way, Horsey? Are the these significant? Is that... Uh, the Swift Earthquake is good. Yeah, you also like you use it for SA uh, rotation. Also, you use it for damage if you're Let's say you, you're going to bomb by TP in uh, Voltic Freeze or you're going to TP in with 
Fidget Fork, uh, uh, Earthquake and Turbolite or whatever you want, right? And then at the end, you can always do Swift Earthquake as like a filler damage skill at the end. Um, it's good. Uh, the other one, it's it's bad. Like the, the, the down smash doesn't change anything. I tested it yesterday. It has three ticks of down smash, one at the beginning, two at the end. And yeah, you can't rely on it. <laughs> it's still only 30%, right? It's not a 1% down smash like on some other classes. So yeah, you will never use it for PvP or down smash. And yeah, like Belly said, it's unprotected. It's good for PvE. But even with PvP, you mostly don't use it anyway. Because you grind most of the people anyway if they can on Awakening. And in Awakening, you just mostly stay in Awakening anyway. Um. So, all right, on to Succession. So these are still kind of the changes that affected both Wizard and Witch. Um, Prime Aqua Gel Explosion has changed. Uh, improvements have been made so they can be used without a casting action when used as a control key after space movement and magic movement. Um, and then when using a skill without a casting action, all damage is applied. However, the evasion rate does not apply. And then they changed Bolide, so you can actually um, target someone from range, and the Bolide will kind of like drop on their head from far away instead of it just being kind of right in front of you. Um, are these? I mean, are you, are you, I know not a lot of people take Aqua Jail, but I I do see a decent amount of people taking Bolide over Voltaic. Um, does this give you more? Inclination to pick these skills, uh, Horsey? Or how impactful are these changes? Aqua, Aqua J, it, it's a really bad change. Like, I don't know if you know how the skill looks. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> no one used it, right? So, um, if, if you, if you hard cast it, let's say it like that, you, you apply the, um, 50% evasion debuff. If you fast cast it, like after TP or any skill or whatever, you do an instant cast. It looks kind of like a Voltec. Like mm. a Voltec speed, I would say. It's like a Voltec uh, with SA, but no CC. But it doesn't apply the debuff if you uh, if you fast cast it. Yeah. And yeah, with that, it makes it, again, completely useless. No one will use it. Uh, you could think about using it um, if you also apply the debuff when, when you fast cast it, but Without that, it will be a useless skill again. And the equilibrium break, the front gun, it is just it, it's needed on succession because we don't really have any any block besides uh, lightning storm and holding meteor and blizzard. So right. yeah. Uh, Bella, you feel the same, or you gonna you gonna spec in aqua gel ever? Okay, so it's like, mom, can we have? SA on Voltaic Pulse. No, we have Voltaic Pulse at home. Voltaic Pulse at home, fast cast Aqua Jail. It's terrible. It's just a worse version of what SA Voltaic Pulse was. It has no bound, it has no linger. It's it's the it's the food at home meme. It's terrible. It's you, you it can't, has, it's terrible. You can't choose over Voltaic, right? You have to choose it over you have, equilibrium yeah, break. But it's it it would fill that same role as Voltaic where you'd you'd use it after you TP in, but instead of a bound, it has this movement speed slow. And right. now the other thing is that, so for Wizard, it's like a little bit better than on Witch because you could you could already get the fast, you could already get the fast casted version on Witch if you used Magical Evasion to cancel your, um, 
aqua jail halfway through. So on glabs, you do a fast cast aqua jail and don't get the evasion debuff. Whereas on live server, you could do an effective fast cast aqua jail and get the evasion debuff if you just canceled it halfway through with a magical evasion. So it's almost like a hard nerf to the skill. I'm sure it'll do more damage, but it's a really bad change. Like, we should have just gotten SA back on Voltaic Pulse. I mean, the worst changes, because you didn't mention it now, is, like I said, if you fast cast it, the debuff doesn't apply. It's gone. The 15% evasion debuff. Yeah, it if only they kept works the on debuff. hard cast. And that's the issue with the skill. Right. Um, if they kept the debuff, it would be maybe viable. The issue with these awakening skills is the opportunity cost, though, because you have to go with no, no real reliable frontal guard if you take aqua jail right this is one of those more like hypothetical question but uh starting i i guess with you first horsey if let's say they gave i know this isn't exactly what you wanted you just you obviously you guys everyone wants just bolt take to have sa back but if this patch came out and they said that they removed the bound from voltaic pulse but gave it super armor what how would that have landed for casters there was my succession, uh, succession, no, how you say that? Succession, succession, whatever. No, not succession, the other thing. Wait, let me suggestion. Oh, suggestion. Yeah, exactly, this one. Okay. I also said that to PA, basically, when they asked me that maybe remove the CC, but give us SA back. Or I also said buff Bolite and give us, like, in, in Awakening Wizard, you have a bound on it. Mm -hmm. um, on the core skill. Or back, 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 back in the days you had uh, born on it anyway. And I said, uh, since Bullite doesn't have um, uh, evasion debuff, what about you just give us um, bound on Bullite? And on Voltaic, it's it's unprotected CCs and debuffs, but uh, Bullite is only SA and CCs, but doesn't debuff, you know? Like, to make, like, maybe Bullite a bit more attractive. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, they didn't do any anything of it just with the range, but yeah. <laughs> Was unlucky. So right. it will yeah. be a good change if they do SA Voltec without CC. Um but it still wouldn't be the old one in uh in the situation with bombing because you missed the bound then. But yeah. It, it would be good to to test it out at least without the CC but SA back. Right. Belly, yeah, if maybe that... maybe I'm only speaking for myself here, but I feel like I speak for a lot of people when I say if they put SA back on Voltaic so that it's just the same as it used to be, I would be very upset. Because <laughs> that's one of the main things that like got us out of that hellish suck wizard meta. No, Sage release got you out of that hellish suck wizard meta. Don't Sage was another else. part. Well, Sa there were multiple things. But Sage the... release, Nova release. I mean, come on. I I mean the 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 thing is though about that is like well obviously when Suck Sage first came out it was everywhere because Suck Sage was wild. Yes. But after Suck Sage, I think that is part of the reason why not everybody went back to Wizard and just the people that actually enjoy the class are on Wizard. Now yep. I'm not saying the class doesn't need anything I, I think it definitely does i i don't know it's like pa has a weird track record of like they very rarely want to go back on a change that they made i would say like in the history of of the game in their patch they like 
very, very, very rarely go back. So I, I, I obviously I don't play casters, but I would not have ever expected, even if all of us are asking for it, for them to revert that change just based on their history of like how rare, how rarely they revert the change. Um, so that's why it's like on one hand, I, I totally understand why you guys want it. I just am a little surprised that you guys are, or if you are surprised that, that it didn't happen because I feel like they never, <laughs> they very rarely do that. Like even with the alert yeah. stance change, they kind of went back, but only halfway, which is why maybe I was expecting something like them to add SA, but remove the bound or yeah, something like I that. Think, I think that would probably be fine. Just the idea of putting it back to the way that it was. Like, listen, man, I worked really hard to get that class nerfed, okay? I changed <laughs> my name and everything, all right? If they bring it back up to where it was, I'm going to be really pissed off. Can you please leave the call? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it was a couple things. Obviously, like Nova, but the thing is, is like today, Absolutely. they're yeah. still not, they're still not, like Nova and Sage are not running around Node War the same, in the same no. numbers. It's a little bit different, but um, I don't know. I, it's, yeah, that's one of the weird ones. I, I actually think Bolide with a bound makes so much sense just because it's very reactable. It's like something that's like, if someone makes a mistake, you're going to catch them, and it's a totally safe way to throw out a CC, but at the same time, it's not like, oh, this is a guaranteed CC attempt, regardless well, of what they're doing. Current Bolide or G-Labs Bolide? Because now G-Labs Bolide is different with it being ranged, right? Right. I mean, I, I kind of think e either one, to be honest, because it still has a pretty obvious animation, so if you're paying attention, you can still see it. Okay, so let's talk about Bolide, because there's actually this this huge problem with bolide all right and i would i would not use bolide even if it had a bound and i do not think that the range buff on bolide is any good either okay why is that okay so bolide there's this hidden property on it that not, not a lot of people know about so when you key the skills for bolide like when you actually put in the key inputs there's this thing that happens in the game code where mm -hmm. it sends this beacon out okay and it alerts all warriors within a 10 mile radius <laughs> who have who have solar flare off cooldown <laughs> to come solar flare grapple you. Now until they change that, I will not spec into Bolide. I'm gonna be using Voltaic Pulse. So the range buff is nice, but it doesn't change how slow the skill is. And it still has like no no utility on it either. Horsey, does it's, this it's, beacon exist on EU as well? I'm curious. Uh on you, we also have a lot of warrior, but <laughs> it's. <clears throat> I would say it's it's not the it's not the warrior what fucks me up. It's more like the the Nova alert. Oh wait, he stucks an animation. Let's just dash through him and instantly one shot him. Yeah, it's the Nova alert. You don't even need to grab me. Just one shot me in one second. <laughs> but this seems so, like yeah, it has a decent you... amount of range. So if you're fighting with your group, you don't think in like a l large scale that this is a benefit. This change? It's a big well, benefit I don't for siege so. castles, right? I don't think we defense. need large-scale buffs. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Every buff that we've gotten <laughs> from this rework has only helped large-scale and is makes no difference in anything in small-scale or 1v1. Yeah. This is what it feels like. Um, um, so I, I think they should speed up Bolide. And now the funny thing is that in the game code, they actually have a sped-up Bolide animation. Um, like a faster cast than you can get if you normally fast cast it. 
if you spec out of elemental flow and you hit um if you put uh whatever it's called sage's memory on your hotkey well, but while you're still in succession and you activate sage's memory and then you do a fast casted bolide it'll skip the entire first half of the animation so if they changed bolide to being that version then i would consider taking it because that's actually fast enough to use um, I'm surprised that's not just the normal fast cast version that's in the game. Yeah. Um, I I haven't I don't know if we've asked or if we've had a, have we had a, a cast drawn since Succession came out, Rez? Uh, yeah, I think. Can't remember if we Did have, it? but I I'm curious. Didn't we have Jackie on after Succession? No, that was I before. Thought... That was before. That was before. Yeah, that was when Wizard got awakening buffs like way, way, way back in the day. But I'm curious, um, Horsey and Belly, if how you guys feel. This is just like a random aside, but do you like that the Wizard and the Witch both have access to the other skills? Because I, I know I see a lot of people that are upset that Wizard even has Voltaic or Equilibrium Break and, and vice versa. Like maybe they should have their own skills. <clears throat> like if, if Wizard had just normal Cataclysm instead of bull-eyed like originally on launch or something like that i don't know would that have made more sense or do you guys like that you can choose i, I mean, mean obviously we liked it right because we have more options <laughs> it probably would be cooler if if you for example would that sticks to aqua j and bull-eyed and which to equilibrium break and voltage because it makes the class like um uh how you say that like it, it's more like witch then you know like which has like the the voltage and the equilibrium break and wizard the other skills so they have like sp uh, different skills like mystic and striker has or like any other class but now like both mm. class are almost the same besides the tp and the uh, uh, magical evasion uh like difference basically but it it would be it would be cool if on like if wizard only has these two skills and which the other but obviously it would be bad right because more options is obviously better in certain situations I, if you know what i mean yeah well i feel i've seen a lot of witches because maybe it's because voltaic and equilibrium break is the skill that comes from their tree that are like i was salty to see wizard getting my skills <laughs> maybe because they have the good skills so for them yeah. they don't have an option I don't know. At this point, the awakening skills are kind of equivalent, right? Isn't uh, uh, whatever it is, is it Cataclysm the one that's just a Voltaic yeah. reskin at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. More or less, I don't yeah. know. I think it would be cool if instead of, actually, instead of Bolide, um, you could choose in your awakening tree, like in succession, if you could choose between the Voltaic we have now and then the Cataclysm, which would be like voltaic with essay but without bound so it would be cataclysm without the bound right. but with the essay and you'd keep the debuffs so you could basically like choose which voltaic nerf you wanted as that first slot instead yeah. of having bolide which is just clunky and useless and then you could still choose between like aqua jail and equilibrium break down below i'd prefer that because the 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 360 animation with the evasion debuff is always going to be super strong like whether it's whether it comes in blue or red. Let me ask you guys this, because this is a. I feel like this topic comes out a lot around Wizard and Witch, but I'm seeing a lot of people in chat 
saying this and I hear this all the time and I personally disagree with it and I'm assuming you guys feel the same as me, but I hear, quote, everyone wants to be good at everything. Casters who are good at large scale shouldn't be good in 1v1. Um, Horace, are you first? Do you, do you, uh, is there any merit behind that? I mean, I'm always saying that in the in the wizard discord because everyone is just spamming. Okay, our one v one is so weak. Like, no one is complaining about large scale. If you, if you read the wizard discord or like my own discord, everyone is just asking me, "Horsey, please help us, help us to to be better in one v ones. We still can't dodge grabs from warriors. We still useless in one v ones. Like everything's only about one v one." And I also said it yesterday. Yes, of course we're not that good in one beyonds because we are fucking God King and large scale. Obviously, we have a downside, right? I was said at the beginning of the podcast here that uh, yeah, like we we are top tier large scale class. Obviously, our one be one should be not that great. Like I don't know, warrior tamer or whatever. Um, but also, Frosty, you said something with if if they give us SA back on Voltic, you think we have a wizard meta again, right? I don't know. I, I don't know if we'd have a wizard meta again, to be honest, because the game is definitely different today. I All I was saying, I'm, I think Rezar might have been saying that. All I was saying is that I think I would have just been surprised for them to revert the change because they don't go back on what they do usually. I don't know if that would create a wizard meta, to be honest, these days. Because a, a lot of people, especially in A, like <laughs> Handler, saying, oh yeah, wizard got a shadow nerf. Wait, we lost a lot of damage. I have 309 AP and I can't one combo a Sorg. What's this going on? Why I don't do damage anymore? Mm -hmm. Well, here's the answer. Back in the days, we didn't have Hadoom servers and everyone was not 700 gear score and C20 armor. And wizards, we, most of the wizards still have the same AP, around 300 plus, and everyone just got C20 armor now. It's not that wizard got shadow nerf. It's because people just got gear now. Not everyone is C9 anymore. A lot of people are C17 or C20. Right. And a lot of people like don't know that or like don't see it like that. They, yeah. The only thing, yeah, Wizard does not, not the same damage anymore like before. We can't one-shot people anymore with Voltic, uh, Voltic Fidget Fork. No. <laughs> yeah, obviously, because everyone is C20 now. Um... Belly on the. So that's um, why I also think there would be there wouldn't be an SA uh, meter anymore. Yeah, just because of that. Uh, Belly, your your thoughts on the the one v one thing? If you're good at large scale, you shouldn't be good at one v one. Yeah, so I don't feel like we need to be the best at one v one, but the reality is that getting completely demolished in 1v1 and feeling like you don't have any ability to fight back is just a miserable play experience. So there are a lot of matchups in the game right now where it feels like there's not much you can do. Like playing Witch against Lawn right now, for example, is just really miserable, Awakening Lawn, because of their ranged grab and just the amount of pressure and movement that they have. So I don't think that we need to be the best in 1v1. I don't even think we need to be middle of the pack in 1v1. But I di really did wish we have had some kind of win condition or some kind of counterplay. Just something to play for in each matchup. 
aside from just hard gear checking somebody or, or, or praying that somebody makes a massive mistake. That's yeah. all. I just want to have, have some kind of shot at something, you know? Like, there's just some classes, like, you know, like Suck Nova, for example, they can just press Q and their pawns will out-trade you. And right. there's simply nothing you can do. I Stuff like that. I can't believe I have to, I'm, I have to play devil's advocate and be on Wizwit's side here. But the same people that say, oh, Wizard and Witch shouldn't be good in 1v1 because they're good in large scale also wanted Wizard and Witch to be nerfed in large scale because they were too strong. So to me, it seems a little bit hypocritical to be like, well, on one hand, like Wizard and Witch shouldn't dominate here so much. But if I'm in a grind spot and I see a wizard, they shouldn't have a chance against me because they're good at large scale. It's like such a weird, I, I don't know why. To me, it's like, dude, you play you play a class because you like the, the style. Not everyone gets to Node War. Node War doesn't even happen that much. Group PvP is really not that prominent. And the reason why I think, Horsey, in your Discord or in the Wizard Discord, a lot of people are talking about 1v1 is because 1v1s happen all the time because of open world PVP, uh, grind spot disputes, like um, just going to battle arena for fun. Like people actually enjoy doing 1v1 and they wanna play the class that they actually like. So for me, I'm not saying Wizard and Witch needs to be Ninja and Lawn, but I don't see any problem with making Wizard and Witch at least average to above average at, at 1v1. So it's like they have at least a relatively decent chance of defending themselves against everybody. And I'm also not saying that they have no chance because I do think that some wizards in which completely exaggerate how bad they are and act like they can't win against anybody. But at the same time, like I, I don't see, at least philosophically speaking, any problem with casters being good at 1v1 or at least decent. Um, Horsey, do you, do you disagree with that? I would say that wizard is not a bad 1v1. I would say it is... It is already good enough and shouldn't be more buffed uh, since we are that good in large scale. We, we still have like our play potential. For example, if someone scores for a grab engage, you can TP into lightning, right? You can stun him, then follow up with a KD, obviously hoping he doesn't run endermentines. Um, <laughs> obviously, we also have a lot of hard counters, right? Mostly like every uh, block class, like warrior guardian like all, the, all these classes but there's also a lot of classes that doesn't have a chance against us like archer maeva musa uh probably dk um like everything without a grab because we have we have our utility with uh with t uh, uh tping away and giving us a small heal back so i would say our, our 1v1 is completely fine and nothing should be changed there all right, let's go on to the. Uh, let's go on to the. Well, I I wanted to say I wanted to go say ahead. two things real quick. First of all, uh, I love that Belly has now become the spokesperson for the shy. Uh, they all agree that yeah, it feels miserable not to be able to uh, put up a fight against someone in PvP. Uh, but then secondarily, I are people saying that witch and wizards should have no chance in one v one? Like I I don't know if I've ever seen somebody say that. If they are, then they're dumb as hell. I think what people are saying is that, like, this idea, I, I disagree wholeheartedly that Witch and Wizard should be average in 1v1. They should be below average. They should still have a chance, like, obviously. 
The I like I hate that when a witch or a wizard is going up against like a guardian or a warrior. Like there's there, there's basically no shot of them winning. That sucks ass. And they should hey, have Hey, warrior's some... fine, but guardian sure. <laughs> they they should have like some way to win in like these matchups. Everyone should be able to have a chance to win in any matchup. But I do think that with just how dominant they are in large scale, like they can't also be on the same tier as like the other classes that are not good in large scale in their 1v1 capabilities. They should have a chance, but I don't know about average to above average. That's a bit that's a bit that's a bit much to me. I don't know. But as far as like, oh yeah, Witch and Wizard should just be instant lose in every 1v1. Like obviously, yeah, that's dumb as hell. But I think people are just saying that it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a a rage thing, but I think they're just exaggerating. What they really mean is that Wizard and Witch shouldn't crush me with fucking blizzard and fireball rotations in uh castle siege and then i go to the grind spot after the castle siege and then they're also crushing me in 1v1s at the grind spot i think that's all they mean and they're just exaggerating if they say anything more than that really all right so let me ask you this and i I don't want this to get too heated i'm just trying to have the discussion here i have to say that ahead of time all right let's just say Pearl Abyss. Right before he gasses you. Right. Let, let's just let's just say that Pearl Abyss agrees with this point of view, Rezar, that you said that they they they're totally on board with exactly what you just said, right? So then they look over at Zerker and they think, hmm, seismic, uh, the way ancient wave works, the way Q buff works. They're like, man, they're really impactful in large scale. And then they make uh-huh. two or three nerfs. They they literally say in a blue note, like, hey. This class is very good at large scale, so we're gonna nerf some of your protections and some of your 1v1 capabilities, remove a couple grabs, so you're not as good in 1v1, because people are dying to you in large scale, they shouldn't have to die to you at a grind spot. Would you be tilted if you saw that? Or would you be on board with that philosophy? So, first of all, not a good argument against me, because I've been advocating for Q-buff nerfs for like three years now. But, aside from that, I I think everyone would be kind of aggravated with that change because what everyone wants from Zerker is large scale nerfs. They want Q buff nerf and seismic nerf probably as well. But like to nerf their 1v1, I don't think anybody is really asking for 1v1 nerfs from Zerker. But if that's the direction they wanted to go, I wouldn't mind that if they did it the other way, where they nerf Q buff a little bit, maybe increase the cooldown on seismic, and then maybe give us like a little bit of some help in the iframe department for like 1v1s like i would be mostly fine with that um okay but that, cool. but that but that's so, what casters are saying okay cool so we nerf here and nerf voltaics can we get some help in the iframe department can we get some help in the iframe department because we nerfed meteor and we nerfed voltaic maybe thank you Okay, but here's the thing, like, mm. you'll get a and wizard and still, into a are still god tier in large scale, though. Like, they still are. It's not like yeah, the but... nerfs are like, okay, now Witch and Wizard is not good in large scale anymore. They're still no. the best class. They still have siege guilds with mm. 50 fucking wizards and witches and shit yeah. in their fucking guilds. But a lot of wizards and maybe... But or, only an A. Ma- yeah, a lot of wizards, <laughs> yeah. May- maybe Horacy is not included, but a lot of casters are like, dude, I-, I don't care to be this good in large scale. Like, I want to be able to defend myself. I grind all day. That's where I have to PvP all the time. Node Wars, like, group PvP is supposed to be fun. This, when I'm grinding, 
I'm literally like losing money and getting kicked out of my spot. A lot of casters would be happy to lose large scale, uh, large scale potential in order to be able to defend themselves in one v one. So then it's like that's. I think that's fine then if you were going to nerf their large scale capabilities, but they're not. They're literally know, not. But they're, and they're, but they're, they're never probably going not to. Berserker either, which is why the whole philosophy doesn't make sense. So that's why it's like every class should just be decent and everything. They're like a lot of 1v1 classes are getting in these reworks buffs for but large scale, but they're not getting nerfed in 1v1. All of them. Striker got buffs for large scale. They did not get nerfed in 1v1. But Warrior okay, got buffs for large my, scale. They did the, not the get issue, nerfed in 1v1. The issue, isn't, the issue isn't everyone should be good at everything. Your argument is that everyone should be good at 1v1s and then also Witch and Wizards should still be god tier. At no, that's not my not argument. I, everyone should be good at large scale too in their own different roles. I, I, I think everyone should be viable everywhere. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't think like... Yeah, I, I think everyone should be viable in whatever they're playing in this game, because it's like, you spend a bunch of time on one character, it's like, I don't know, it's, you know, I, I, but my thing is like, I don't see any reason why, like for Awaken Witch Wiz, and, and you and I have said this, should, should not have split TP, like that's one of the main no, things that they were like, dude, this would help us defend ourselves against grab classes so much more, and life would just be a lot easier, and it's like, I don't know, it's... That, that's all. I'm not saying they need to be ninjas. And I'm not even saying that their large scale isn't too strong. Like, I think heals are still kind of absurd. Like, I think the self-heal is fine, but the healing allies for as much as they do, as quickly as they do, is kind of crazy. But I still think, like, when they're out grinding, I, if I'm on my Kuno, for the most part, and I see a wizard, like, they lost their grind spot. It doesn't even matter how good they are. And that sucks. I, I think that that's lame. Yeah, no, and I also, like, that's why I started with, if I think they should always have a chance, like, there should never be a thing where a witch and wizard goes into a grind spot, sees somebody there, and they know, like, oh, I, I can't even challenge this person for their grind spot, because they'll just clap my cheeks. Like, that oh, shouldn't be so a thing. so we agree then. So we agree then. I mean, probably. I, I think you should always have a chance. I just disagree with the idea that, everyone should be good at everything because that's it's just not gonna happen in pursuit of that goal what you're gonna end up having is you're gonna have people that have no chance and things like large scale and then you're gonna have everyone good at 1v1 so now you're like tamer which it used to be post this change this theoretical change used to be god tier in 1v1s and dog shit in large scale for the most part is now average in 1v1s and still dog shit in large scale because we've acknowledged that they're probably not going to change large scale capabilities because they don't seem to be very interested in that for which and wizard like nerfing yeah. it down i i just like looking at the reworks their philosophy seems to be even these classes that are really good at 1v1 are also getting buffs in large scale so i think wizard witch should get the same treatment in reverse that's how I feel about it. Even if it meant like, I don't know, like maybe, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't want to go around in circles, but I, I just feel like I, it's not necessarily good, like taking it to the far of like, oh, they have to be like really good 1v1 class. But to me, it's, it's just like there needs to be a baseline of like, oh yeah, this class, if it runs into anyone else, it has like a horrible win rate, even when a good player fights against a player that has no experience fighting them. And I, yeah, that no. shouldn't be the case. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I agree with that. But I, I would just, I'm cautionary about how we attain that goal is all I'm saying. Because 
I can see very easily where things go. Now, Witch and Wizard are on par with every class that's good at 1v1 now, but then also they're still just bombarding people from the tops of fucking castles and, and mountains and shit, and nobody can fucking catch them. Like, that's all I'm saying. I again, I agree that witches and wizards should always have like a chance. Everyone should always have a chance. It's one of the reasons I feel so bad for shies because I think everyone should have a chance whenever you're doling someone at a grind spot. But I don't. Right. I'm just saying. Let's talk about. Let's move on to awakening because. Oh no no let's let's real quick Wizbill. I want to talk about the uh, the change to succession witch specifically that they got with the your passive. Um. Can you kind of explain Elemental Palace and what, what that does and what changed? For those Which of us who are morons. I used the whole, whatever changed on Global Labs. <laughs> okay, all they did was add instant cast after teleport. Okay, and this is to so, any ability. Does it have any limitations? or it's every, every prime skill that has a cast bar on it. There's two versions. One that has the cast bar and one that's a fast version where the cast bar is removed. Now, you can get that by side dashing with your magical evasion, or you can get that by following it up after other prime skills, so doing them in a sequence. But now, similar to wizard, you can also do it after teleporting. That's all. So and now you can do like TP take frigid like a wizard. And can wizard do the, the repositioning as well now? You can do the side dash magical evasion on wizard, I think. Is that right, Horsey? Um, we, we can't, like, for example, cast something, hold it, and then jump and release it. At least I didn't test. I, I I didn't test it, but I don't think so. No, I didn't read anything about it. But we can, but 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 what we can is every time we dash, we have an instant cast now as well. It, that, even if uh, magical evasion is off cooldown, ah, or okay. on cooldown, whatever, you can always dash. Like even only the first dash, you don't even need to do the double dash we have on wizard. I think which doesn't have that, right? You don't have to double dash. Yeah, we do, we do. Ours is actually even more, it's even bigger than yours. Okay. Ours is like a full-on oh, yeah. teleport Anyway, dash. like, you, even if you only do the first dash, you can instant cast Fidget Fog, you can instant cast, like, Voltaic, Bolite, Meteor, whatever you want. It's, like, also chain, but it's also without uh, e-buff. That's, uh, yeah. The only thing, I don't know if which has that as well, Um, if Wizard has e-buff on, the domain Blizzard, basically the Blizzard was stays for, like, 10 seconds right on the position we can it, it's uh, it's cast faster and with ebuff than without ebuff that's the only change with ebuff i think it also says it's something one second let me uh search it uh, <laughs> um it's on the under the witch gift basically frosty if you go down Mm -hmm. Under the witch gift, um, it says prime prime blizzard domain scale has been improved to evict faster when using the prime elemental palace like our ebuff, right? Right. I think that's but it's for both classes, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Did that? So, but it's uh, no one is really a, using the blizzard anyway. <laughs> was that a translation? Was that a, the real translation? I thought that might have been an error. No, I tested it. Like it's actually faster. That's Blizzard domain. Yeah, that's the uh, Blizzard basically try. stays on the same position for like ten seconds. Hmm. Not the other one, what you need to hold the uh, the, the one that stays. One. Yes. Yeah, 
But anyways, it, the... it's faster. It's way faster on eBuff, but we use that. No one. Yeah, but nobody right. uses that. But yeah, anyways, Witch gets instant cast after teleport, okay. and Wizard gets instant cast after magical evasion. But I think that's kind of useless. It's it's a large scale buff, and it's useless in one v one. So it's exactly the opposite of what we needed once again. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's... for which is for which is a buff, no? For wizard, is it doesn't matter because magical yeah. evasion is for us unprotected. For which it's not. unprotected, yeah. But I think in one v one it won't matter because in one v one we don't have split teleport, so we're only ever teleporting away. And when we teleport away, it doesn't really matter that you're fast casting because you're going for freeze, fireball, heal, speed spell after you teleport away, and those ones you don't need to fast cast. So it kind of doesn't matter. It only matters if you're going in. If you're TPing in, then you're just doing it to like stat check a ball. TP will take frigid. And that we don't need that. That just makes us more dominant in large scale. Which nobody wants. Right. Nobody wants nobody wants witches dive bombing balls again. Alright, let's let's go on to uh let's go on to the awakening changes. We'll start with wizards since first on this list. Um, but the skills are all basically identical for all three classes. But um, let's start with the new skills before we go into the class-specific ones. So uh, Awakening Wizard got this new skill called Water Baptism, which is forward RMB, does 1137 times 10, 50% crit, 30% accuracy, super armor, has 40% damage reduction in PvP. You kind of like scoot forward and do the lightning prison animation and then release the ability. Um, and it's just kind of like a giant AoE. Um, the second one is called, I mean, I don't know if these names are final, so I'm just not even going to say it, but the second one is SQ, um, and it does 981 times three up to four hits. It's a little bit similar to like a shorter duration toxic flood or lava field where it basically just puts something on the ground that does damage. Um, they also moved the crit buff to this new ability off of both Wiz Witch, uh, other abilities. And then, uh, the last skill is this S plus space bar where you, you get super armor right when you start it. It has a little bit of a wind up and then it scoots backwards and then becomes unprotected after the movement and leaves you stuck there for a little bit. So, uh, Corsi, starting, I, starting with you, your thoughts on these three skills, if you could touch on each one a little bit. Um, I would say two skills are good. The SQ one is okay-ish. I don't see it in PvP. I, unless you maybe castle defending and you throw it in the choke, right? Because it's mm. unprotected and yeah. But I'd say, but I would say it's a good PvE skill. I guess. I hope. Um, the SRMB is, I would say, a great skill. It's high, uh, like a big AOE, has a lot of damage, SSA as well. And the TP is, I would say, a pretty good disengage skill. I would only say disengage skill after you're bombing uh, in, in group fights. Um, I would say it isn't that useful in 1v1 since it's still SA, right? And mm. uh, yeah, I mean, good people would just bait the TP out and then grab you afterwards because it has 15 seconds cooldown. Um, but I can see like wizards like double TPing in, bullet, uh, cataclysm, bullet, whatever you want, and then disengaging with that skill. So I can see a lot of potential in the group fights now with awakening wizard and yeah, bombing basically. So yeah, two of them are pretty good skills. One of them I would say only PVE skill. Um. Okay. Wizbelly, your your kind of thoughts because which got exactly the same thing 
I don't yeah, think there's any scroll down to the which ones. Yeah, we'll look Anyways, at the which ones. They're, so you can see the, they're see the dirt animation. and lightning instead. Dirt and lightning. <laughs> yeah. So those those are my colors. Let's go. So uh, the first one, it's just a, a an essay AoE skill with no utility and high damage, and it's animation locked, just like every other awakening skill. So it adds nothing to the kit that we didn't already have. It's just another skill that you'll cycle through in large scale in PvE. It will help not at all in 1v1. It's just another grab magnet in 1v1. I, I, didn't, I don't know why we needed this, right? I, I mean, they just copy-pasted the animation over from Sage, right? Well, kind of, I mean, the skill itself is not the same animation. It's just that her hands are up. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Somebody... Even the spinning is not really from Sage, I don't think. Uh, okay, but I don't know. You're just like T-posing so you can get grabbed. <laughs> right. That, I mean, I that's think, how like... I feel about it. <sighs> okay. I I wanted I wanted something that was like small and not flashy and not animation locked and mm -hmm. and and that wasn't gonna kill ten people, you know, but that was maybe gonna help you survive. Right. Instead of just suiciding in and trying to take 10 people down with you. All right. Now, the second one um, is kind of tragic. I mean, it just it has no utility, no protection, and no CC. So it's a uh, filler skill. Damage. Yep. It's, it's just damage. So it's whatever. You can lock it and forget about it or use it, I guess. It just doesn't mean anything. Though we do need to talk about it because it stole the critical hit rate from Goral. They took the crit hit rate off of Goral and put it onto that skill, so it, it indirectly nerfed Goral, I guess. Okay. So now... So you're, you're you would PvP, lock this ability? You wouldn't use this for combos or... or yeah, and I'd at least take the crit hit rate off of it and put it back onto a real skill. Okay. Um, and then the last one uh, needs to be, if you scroll down... So what this one reminds me of is, you know what it looks like when striker fails a grab yeah this used to be striker grab fail animation right essay at the start and then when they dash back it's a gap at the end mm -hmm. now when striker fails their grab they can hit a key and get an iframe back dash for it right all right hold on let me, which, explain, let me explain this because this is like which, this has been spread which, this is misinformation <laughs> let me explain how okay. it actually works so if oh, they okay. fail their grab they still are forced to do the unprotected scoop back. And then after that scoop back, if they're holding S, then it becomes an iframe and they scoop back even further. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Still. So striker fails their grab. Yeah. And gets a dash. Okay. And an extra iframe dash afterwards, okay. which spins around in super armor uh -huh. intentionally goes unprotected. And instead of getting a bonus iframe dash, instead just sits around unprotected and goes on a 15 second cooldown. Like this, you're just, it's a grab magnet at the start, it's unprotected at the end, you're just asking to get caught at every phase of the animation. Um, I, I just, I don't know what they were thinking with this. It needs to be like iframe at the start and way faster at the end. So, Otherwise, it's completely useless in 1v1. So, have we gotten to the point now? Because I, I noticed uh, the uh, grab is. Basically, if a skill has protection, you're going to get grabbed. So if the, it's no, not an iframe... The standards just need to be higher. There are skills like... Um, 
like uh like isn't san voltaic just a grab magnet magnet anyway so like why why even bother well there are skills for example like uh lightning storm right okay lightning storm during the entire casting bar animation you can cancel out of it into three different movement skills so that skill is not a grab magnet because you can bait grab with it and actually punish if there's a grab attempt skills like old voltaic and frigid fog it's a lot more difficult for them to engage you because they have a cc on it there's skills like residual lightning which are ranged and have utility on them so those are also a lot more difficult to grab but if you do something that's short ranged super armor animation locked and has no slow cc or utility on it then yeah you're asking to get grabbed that that's just those are the standards if you ask guardians how often they get grabbed they'll say yes they get grabbed quite often i mean these are these are guardian style skills in how fast they are that's right. just that's the reality so there's no situation where you would use this where you you wouldn't get grabbed you wouldn't be able to like monitor like your opponent's cooldown of their grab and use it when they're not grabbing or anything like that if you were playing if they gave the skill to succession then i think it would be usable but because it's on awakening where you're already don't don't have any other options then then it's that's why it's an issue like if you gave this skill to sork or if you gave it to tamer or something then yeah i'm sure they'd find a time to make use of it but which doesn't awakening which doesn't have any iframes on it already it has one teleport and that's it like the class just it needs something you know gotcha gotcha All i right. think i think it just needs split teleport right um horsey how if you could change these skills like your feet let's say you're gonna send some feedback i assume in some way yeah. shape or form what's like your feedback for these new skills um well i always think a bit different in my opinion um the tp skill is not that bad and i also think the the aoe skill wrmb is a very great large scale skill since it has a lot of damage and is also protected um like Belly is always mostly complaining about being animation locked and getting grabbed. I don't really think you uh, the biggest issue is that you are getting grabbed and large scale, right? I hope that Belly is not talking all the time now about 1v1s because, like we mentioned before, we shouldn't be that good in 1v1. And yeah, I, I will just forget like 1v1, you know, but I think in large scale, that's a buff. And I think you can still, like, no double TP in with a wizard and the witch awaiting as well and disengage with that skill. Um, the animation at the end of the skill is unprotected, uh, but you can cancel it really fast. There is still a small gap, but you can still cancel with an SA dash or something else. So I still think there's a lot of potential with the backwards TP. And, yeah, the WRMB is also, like, a very good AOE skill. It's like a probably a stronger skill than aqua jail because has a way bigger oe than aqua jail so i wouldn't even say uh there should be a change i think it's it's good how it is maybe like removing um like make the animation full sa from the back backwards tp and maybe changing the cooldown like make lower yeah. it a bit. I'm not saying like to five seconds or seven, you know, maybe just a bit like 12 seconds or 10 seconds. Um, but besides that, I would say, no, don't change anything. And yeah, the SQ is a bit yeah useless in, in, in PP, I would say, in my opinion. You can also not really use it in combos. Um, 
but it, maybe it's the buff for PvE as well. So yeah, Wizard is already decent and Witch and Awakening, in my opinion, in PvE, and maybe it's also a small buff in PvE and PvP, like all of the skills. So yeah. So let's so your question. I won't change anything actually. Can you? So I have a question because I haven't actually seen any gameplay of like the new skills as far as like people actually testing it. I've just seen the animations. I noticed that like the so the little back teleport that you can do, it has a really long startup animation and then a bit of a delay on the end, right? That's what Belly was complaining yep. about. Is there anything you can do to like cancel out of that going no. into it or going out of it? I couldn't find anything. Did you find anything, no. Belly? No, but, but there's what? something special about the skill, though. Even if you're slowed, it's still the same animation speed. Like the the TP backwards is not affected by any slows. Just saying. Oh, well, that's pretty interesting. Since, since, since it's only an SA skill, right? It's not an iframe. For example, in TP, if you get slowed, you have a way slower TP, right? But you're an iframe, obviously. If the iframe is working. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> the SA skill. It's not affected by slows and has always the same speed. Obviously not afterwards if you cancel into dash and do cataclysm or whatever you want, but at least it's not affected by slows. And yeah, that's it's also not bad, I guess. So that's what I mean, has a lot of potential. Like it's not that bad. Yeah. I guess for but me do you think Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to ask, do you think that because I think that the skill could be pretty useful if you could either like go into it more quickly somehow maybe by with like using it directly after a different skill or if you could just simply like cancel out of it with uh with uh, uh magical evasion right so that way you can kind of chain your super armor and then cancel that little bit at the end by burning another one of your uh protected movements right because magical evasion is a essay on what four second cooldown or something i think right five i think five yeah five okay so like would that make it like would that make it a lot better do you think that that would make it a lot better belly or do you think that that would make it too good horsey like what do you guys uh, uh it would be cool if you can cancel at the end of the animation with like any skill like the 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 thing what is unprotected right yeah for example you do the the tp backwards into instant cataclysm for example, that you don't have like the, uh, right, yeah, the, the, the T position, the yeah. T position, or however you want to say that. You know what I mean? If you see the gif, uh, that might um, make it kind of too strong in large scale, though, right? Because you could TP dump some damage and then backdash and dump more damage without any gaps. What if it like backdash? Yeah, the cooldowns are pretty long, though, right? So like, yeah, yeah you what could do that, but then. What if it backdashed you into? Oh no, I guess Wizard couldn't do that. I was gonna say, what if for Witch it backdashed you like into Q block, but Wizard doesn't have the Q block, so that wouldn't work. I um, uh, I don't know. What, the, how do you guys feel about the keybind? How do you guys feel about S spacebar? That's a good keybind. It's like a back yeah. teleport. So on Corsair, they have like AD. Uh, space and one of the problems is if you get like by itself it's fine but if you're like in one of the animations and then you're trying to spam ad space and you get the the like hit stutter that either speeds up or slows your skill down then like the hit space will just like cancel itself and make you jump instead 
That's my only fear. Like every time they add a spacebar skill, it's like if you start getting hit by stuff, it like doesn't let your spacebar skill work all the time. It's kind of annoying. It's really not a problem with Witch Wiz because all the awakening skills are really long lingering animations. That's what I thought I too. Have, of course, I have only a big skills. issue. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I have only a big issue with the WRMBs because I'm, I'm. Basically on you, I'm known for my, for my playstyle with my pet, right? Especially in the like in Awakening. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you use like W R M V, R M V is the pet stuff, like uh, um, the summon uh, thing, right? So if you do now forwards R M V, you just uh, <laughs> you just use the skill instead of uh, activating the um right. the pet stuff and. Wizard, I had already the issue that I had to get used to it, not using S block uh, pet stuff. Like normally, you S block, you just click R and B and you S block again, right? After the animation, it doesn't work on Wizard anymore because the new magma skill from Wizard is S R and B. So I already had to get used to it that I don't use S block anymore. So I'm just walking forward. No, I get I need to get used to it because I can't use W R and B anymore. Now I need to walk sidewards, like A or D R and B. Yeah. Can you uh, quick yeah, slot bit... either of these? No, uh, you can't. You can't quick slot the new I don't... skill yet on labs. Maybe you can because on on live servers, but on global labs they don't have a picture. You can't do anything with them. Maybe on live servers you can quick slot them, but well, I, mean, I don't know. If that's you can't about... quick slot pet stiffen though, because it. No, shares... I mean the other right, skill, right, the right, WRB. Yeah. I mean that, and yeah, then you lock it. You can't it. quick slot that on glab either. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think the I mean, picture matters because like, <clears throat> well, the new Sork skill doesn't have a picture, and you can quick. It lets you pull blankness to the quick bar, and it still works. So probably I feel like won't at work. this point, <clears throat> pet pet stiffen just like needs a separate key command for itself because it interferes with so many different things now. Yeah, I mean, what key command uh, is open? I don't even know. Uh, like just... EQ is EQ open? I don't know, wizard. They what, got that fat grab EQ? EQ. I don't know. Wait, is there is there any skill in any class with EQ? He's saying E or Q, I think. No, because oh, E and Q both have things. Yeah, see. So I mean, like, E is lava field, Q is our grab. Yeah, like, so you do yeah, that. You need you'd so. want to like a, a movement input like W is WQ have something? W plus Q. W Q. We're running out of space. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't have anything. But S S Q the is the new skill. Yeah, but the, the best yeah. thing would be just make it that we can use it on hotbun. We can just lock What's it, right? Shift Q. Uh, shift Q is our retard retar shitty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the TOS name. Sphere. Cancer slow. Retard something. Yeah. But okay. I, yeah, like I said, I think just make it that we can hotbun it, right? The WRMB, for example. Yeah. And so we can lock it. All right, so let me uh, let's talk about these exclusive wizard changes real quick. Uh, so all of your flows are just kind of like built into the skill. Flows are in stream, fire fist marg and fire breath marg. Uh, Chilling wave had its knockback removed and now just has frontal guard. Um, that crit chance buff got moved to the new skill. And um, when you acquire the core now, it obtains the knockback. Um, and uh, flow aquabomb cooldown the flow to water sphere has been changed to five seconds down from eight so yeah i guess like how, how 
Are were you guys happy about that, or do you prefer the knockback on Chilling Wave and and talk about some of the other changes? These are good, <laughs> bad, or irrelevant. Um, I'm not a big fan of Chilling Wave. I never use it in PvP. Um, with or without front guard, because the front guard was always scuffed. Uh, and also at the end of the animation, you need to cancel it because. It's basically, it has the same, almost, I would say the same animation, like the S space TP, what we have now, right? Like if you see the animation, there's almost the same in, in Chilling Wave and it's completely unprotected. And you need to SA dash, for example, to cancel it. Like the, the gap, basically. Um, yeah, it's also really hard for me to mouse movement the skill because you need to hold S, LMB, RMB, and you need to control and left click. Like it's, crashing my small hands I have. Um, <laughs> yeah. The knockback has been removed. It's, yeah, it's, I would say it's the nerf because no one will use chilling wave core skill with the knockback. Like, what is knockback? Like, obviously you will take the bullet um, bound or the what is fair knocked, uh, like front guard in my opinion, what has front uh, knocked on. Um... Yeah, the critical hit rate is like, yeah, like a nerf like with Goro, right? So, in my opinion, Chilling Wave got completely nerfed. Um, but I was anyway not a, anyway a big fan of the skill. Uh, yeah, I know it's the minor, question was but... about Chilling Wave, right? <laughs> yeah, well, um, kind of just everything, but I I know it's a minor change. But the the Aqua Bomb cooldown is that how impactful is that? Now that it lines up right now with Water Sphere. So you just always have the flow available. Um. Yeah, I heard that someone said yesterday, it's basically at the same time, like the the knockdown, like the, let's say you have the Corsica, right? So, so um, someone said uh, the flow is coming out at the same time, but I don't know if that's true because I didn't test it. I was actually not reading it. Um, one second, where we blow water bomb. Uh... We have matched the cooldowns of the okay, so okay, it's not true that both comes out at the same time, right? So the no, flow is so. still unprotected. So if you take the core skip from water sphere, only the first hit is front guard, the second one is unprotected. It's good that both have the same cooldown now, right? But mm -hmm. in PP hard to use unless you're on top of a castle or something, you know, where you cast down maybe with water sphere. Um uh yeah i mean it's a good change right it's it's still a buff but it's not like super great no <laughs> right just for a second if we could focus on all all of these changes kind of combined um both succession and awakening like how much uh improved we'll start with wizard first how how much how improved is pve going to be does do these changes improve your pve much pve yeah um in in succession no right because there's not we didn't got like any skill um or any numbers got changed you got the, awakening, earth, you got the earthquake say... changed huh? earthquake destruction got 50 percent pv current and lower cooldown <laughs> uh i know it's kind of like minor destruction it's oh, yeah it's there? it's kind of i don't know i was kind of surprised it didn't get more pv so changes minor. It's nothing, dude. Yeah. Nothing. Well, at the end, we didn't test it yet, right? No one mm. is going on global up, and 
Tesla's now, oh shit, the shift F2 is huge <laughs> now. Um, okay, it's it's maybe a small buff in succession. It still has like what, uh, 15 seconds cooldown, 20 yeah. seconds cooldown. Um, 15, yeah, it still now, has like a high less. cooldown, right? You can use it mostly at every second pick. Small PVE buff, I would say, okay. Um, and PV uh, awakening, I would say, huge buff, huge buff. Um, probably the WRMB does a lot of damage, right? It has also big OE, so you will hit every mob. And also the SQ looks like a, yeah, you can probably do like lava field SQ and do like SQ and, for example, WRMB at the same time, right? So you can use it one like mm -hmm. if you if you pull the pack, for example, you know, for like filling the time when pack is pulling since the skill is also very delayed right. so i would say it's a very good pve buff for awakening for succession please grind an awakening get a dandy get a black star whatever <laughs> don't grind in succession in my opinion but yeah, yeah i would say it's a good pve buff as well in awakening right. and probably the same for which all right Wizbella, let's talk about the exclusive awakening changes um fisher wave skills change as follows the knockdown effect has been added to the skill uh, down attack effect has been added to the skill, improved the, to cast it faster, the stun effect removed uh, from gore, the floating effect has been removed, knockback removed, the effect of knocking the opponent out uh, when a successful hit applies only to monsters has been removed, and air attack effect has been removed. Um, okay, okay, so, so, so what yeah. they did with this was Fisher Wave, mm -hmm. it used to be two parts, it was a knockback, and then after that there was a pet flow where you right. do the, the characteristic finger, finger snap. Yep. And it would be a, uh, what, a stun, right? So you used to be able to lock that because even though it was extremely stylish, it was clunky, slow, and bad. Death trap, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now they're forced together onto the same skill, so there's no way to avoid it. So even though they made the CC from a knockback to a knockdown, which is an upgrade, there's no way to avoid the, the death trap of the snapping fingers. So overall, the skill is a lot worse off, I think. You used to be able to just do the Fisher Wave part and then cancel out. Um, now, what so if you I, take the I don't core? Think that's a very good change. Because now the core actually does affect the flow. I don't think that that core is going to be better than core WF ever. Okay. Um. Let's see. And that that was kind of like really the main issue, except for they or the main change, and then they moved the crit chance from Yoke of Ordeal. Yeah, they just randomly nerfed Gorrel for no reason. So the speed up doesn't help at all. The Fisher Wave speed up. It felt not different at all. Let's see, all right. Uh, overall, with the new skills and I guess even maybe the Fisher Wave change, I don't know how much it would. Oh change, yeah, Despin's really. mentioned the air attack being gotten rid of was also annoying. Yeah. Um. So, is your PVE going to be improved at all in uh, either Succession or Awakening? Awakening, it just depends on how much damage the new skill does. It should be improved because you have just more skills and the new skills will probably have overtuned damage in PvE, is looking at the numbers. Is Awakening already better than Succession in PvE or not? That's what I've heard, but there's not a lot of people that like... If you, you can like super try hard on Succession at, at a couple spots like Golems and Secrea. So I think Succession is maybe still passable there. Hmm. I'm not sure though. Okay. I think I think Succession is still still has a shot because Succession it lacks the AOE. 
But if if it's a spot where you can get away with using things like Earth Arrow, MMA, and Meteor Focus, then you can still get decent DPS and Rebomb Lightning cancels and stuff. All right, so give me, give me. Is there anything else you uh, you guys wanted to ask Rez or Nayashi about the Wiz changes, the the current ones, Wiz Witch changes? Really, I mean, it seems like they're kind of disappointed and yet happy at the same time. So I think that's fair. <laughs> well, I I wanted to ask because so I want to get to asking you guys before because I know Horsey, you got to go, so I want to get to this quickly. But I wanted to ask you guys. Um, what you were hoping for uh, with the next set of changes, like round two and three, which are supposed to happen in November. Um, if So I guess starting with uh, Horsey, if you want to talk about what, what are you kind of hoping for, uh, I, I guess like as an additional changes or whatever. Yeah. Um, lowering the cooldown from the, from the S space, like the TP in Awakening. Mm-hmm. And I would say a bound on bullet. Okay, on the core, on the sorry, on the first succession. Yes. Um. Yeah. I yeah. I don't want too much, right? Because yeah, <laughs> if you probably ask someone else, he would say, "Yeah, please, everything as a voltage, as a on meteor, uh, more damage." But uh, no. Like I'm, I'm fine with how it is. It, Wizard is already very strong, in the right hands. So uh, yeah, I okay. would only say those two changes, maybe buffs. Wizbelly, do they need to give you guys a block jump? There's a few. We already have one. We already have a block <laughs> jump. You know that. You know that. Uh huh. Go on. All right. What, what do you things. want fixed? I want the Wizard Earthquake cancel passive, which we should have gotten when we got the original part of the wizard passive you know how if you do earthquake and then hold down the key for another prime skill it'll cancel the second half of earthquake and immediately go into that prime skill you still can't do that on which and i want that on which because okay. it just we just it's part of the passive and i think it was just like they forgot to add that for some reason right so we need that um and then they need to do something about resurrection because that just takes up space in our skill tree. Uh, I wish they'd do something about mana shield. Well, what do you and, what do you want specifically done about mana shield? I don't know. There's just it's it's super counterintuitive. You want to pop it because you know it's good to like get resistances and defensive buffs, and then you run out of mana and really regret using it. I mean, yeah. I guess just removing the that you lose mana. I would. I want to trade rem losing the resist. Or I would trade the resistances for the mana loss and just take the defensive buff. Right, like let it remove the all resist, but where it no longer takes mana from you. Yeah, because now it's not really frustrating for the opponent, and it's not frustrating to use. Um, and then this one, I don't know how you guys would feel about that, but. Since Fireball Explosion is the only knockdown on Witch, like that's mm -hmm. our only knockdown, and if you use the Lingering Earth's Response, you don't have a single float either. I kind of want like an Ignore Knockdown Resist buff on Fireball Explosion, because we get punished by Adamantines harder than maybe any other class, because we don't have any floats and we have one single knockdown. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorks are going to be Sorks real upset raging, to hear that, dude. Sorks, Sorks and Archers. Sorks are raging. Sorks, and Sorks Archers. are literally punching the air right now. Yep. Oh, come on. Sorks can no. just one-shot with Grim. They no. don't even need to land a CC. No, that's not what they tell me. They don't do any damage, and they're not good. Sorks just one-shot with Grim. Nah, we don't have a single float in our entire kit. Sorks at least have floats. Oh, kind of have. <laughs> we have. Well, we have that one. We have to switch our Earth's response out, though. Yeah. Okay, but maybe so not maybe the most most punished, <laughs> but we are fairly punished by it. And that's a change that I, I don't think would, would hurt that much, but it would make comboing in 1v1s and just like in BA and in AOA a lot more consistent. Um, and then, yeah, I think the awakening skills need to be sped up and have the gaps fixed up. And then the last thing is dagger stab is an 18 second cooldown, and it needs to be brought down to like 5 seconds. 18 Does, seconds is too long. Do witches still have a dream of getting split TP? Or is that dream over? I don't think it really is. That doesn't matter that much for suck. I see. I saw a lot of people saying if they don't get split TP, they're they're quitting the class. Well, suck just... witch... Man, suck witch movement kind of nutty, honestly. Suck has, when I yeah, suck has crazy movement. When I occasionally run into one in RBF, I'm always like, holy shit, why is it, this thing is like slow-mo nova essentially because it's a lot slower but it's distances and how often it can move i'm like holy shit yeah. which is broken way more than yeah. wizard wizard has a second basically the wizard has a second 10 seconds tp right the second one the split one but which has two say uh two tps at seven seconds so basically which has more mobility yeah, which I th I agree. Which is a lot better in suck right now. Way more movement. <laughs> I mean, what yeah, way more in... movement, but way less um combo potential because of the rabam, right? But yeah. yeah, slightly. What about in awakening? What's better right now, which or wizard? Wizard. Uh, I would say this not a big diff. Wizard has a a knockdown in awakening and uh. Knockdown? Which one? Right? Or is that isn't Aqua Aqua Bomb or whatever the knockdown? Or is that not a oh, knockdown? Yeah, yeah. But you have a float. And float doesn't get resisted by adamantines. But you have a but you Check have mate. a grab, and grab doesn't get resisted by Q block. Yeah, grab's very useful in large scale. You should try it out. You should swap. You you should take wizard and grab. <laughs> I want to see you using the grab. I I would prefer. Yeah, no, I I think it's I, th I think it's pretty close. I think it's pretty This is a what, random ass idea, but what if they changed the lightning rebomb to come from the ground, so it like pops up instead of like going down, like you see lightning shoot up, and that became a floater a KD, the rebomb lightning skill. That would be completely broken. If <laughs> if you mean an instant float from the ground. I mean, it's like uh, and and range flow. skill and it and it slows. Rebomb lightning, the is already insanely broken. The only thing that balances it is that it's bugged and doesn't land hits properly. If it landed hits properly, it would already be completely busted. It's an instant ranged stun with a slow on it and an extremely low cooldown, and it cancels everything. Like that skill is busted. It's it's bugged yeah. right now and doesn't hit people properly. But it's super strong. If they made it a float, it would be every witch would take it and just spam it on cooldown. All right. Historically yeah. speaking, if you go all the way back in the eons of BDO, 
Historically speaking, which class, wizard or witch, has been the most dominant for the longest? Witch, right? Because awakening is just that's actually I, a really good question. I, I would say I would say back in the days that like before succession that witch was always a tiny like a bit better, um, because of the having voltage uh the evasion debuff right. What wizard doesn't have? We had it on fucking Agua J. Yeah. Um. But with succession, like succession was obviously one year way stronger than witch succession. And then um, after Voltaic nerfs and the witch buffs, then it became witch slightly better in suck again. Eh, I, I don't know. I never play witch, you know, like I can't really say it. And, and every witch on you was playing Awakening, so I can't say much to that. But if that's barely your opinion, then yeah. Chris, there, which I can't say anything to the. Why are you asking me? Because I know you're passionate about witch. Well, yeah, because <laughs> witch is the most busted class in this fucking game. Like, what do you mean? No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, it's obviously been witch. We've talked about this before, but I think for a pretty brief period of time, Witcher, uh, Witcher, uh, Wizard Awakening was stronger than Witch Awakening for like a very short amount of time post uh CC changes. But then that changed like pretty quickly when they decided to make Voltaic Pulse literally the most broken ability in the game. And then it was Witch for a really, 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 really long time. Then Suck Wizard happened, and then post-Suck Wizard, it's back to Witch, essentially. So I think if you're saying overall who has like the longest time of being uh, the stronger class, it, it goes to Witch. And this is coming from someone who's played both Witch and Wizard. So Also, I wanted to ask... so. I, so as someone who's played both Witch and Wizard, I was kind of depressed whenever I saw that they gave both Witch and Wizard the same new abilities. Because um, whenever I'm looking at the abilities, I feel like for Wizard, the new abilities are okay. Like, they're pretty decent. But then for Witch, I felt like the new abilities were like not very good. And I'm glad that it seems to kind of appear like you guys can generally agree with that statement. You mean visually? Wait, they're the no, no, same no, no. abilities. No, no, no. I mean, like <laughs> the like what they do. Because the thing is, is like PA has this weird idea that witch and wizard are like the same class and they play exactly the same when they really don't. Uh, which like in Awakening, which has to rely so much heavily on frontal guards, and that requires a way different playstyle from the heavily SA based uh, wizard. So it, I found it really sad that they just gave them the same abilities, like they play exactly the same. And oh yeah, I that's a like, good point. Yeah, because it's like they they don't play different. They they play very different, man. I know, like maybe it's hard for people to understand this if they've never played either of the classes or if they haven't played both of them. But as someone who's played both Witch and Wizard in large scale, like man, it's it's it sucks because they they play so different. Why are we giving them the same skills? Like they don't re both require the same set of solutions. It doesn't work for both of them. I don't know. That being said, I might be re-rolling to uh, Awaken Wizard again after these changes, so Pog did. I will also try it, yeah. Because like I said, the potential was like bombing now and disengaging with the new TP skill, right? I, yeah, mm -hmm. I want to see it and, and practice. Yeah. So like what, I don't know, like Belly, here's the thing, I haven't played Witch in a very, very long time. I've played Wizard more recently. Like, you said you were kind of hoping for something smaller that would perhaps allow for some outplay rather than just like straight up 
like killing potential like what what exactly were you kind of like hoping for like in terms of like were you just hoping for like a cc on a relatively low cooldown or like what uh i don't know i was hoping that there would be that there instead of like the, the dash that we got it's a super like long animation locked big dash I was hoping that instead it would be a smaller dash that could maybe cancel some of the awakening skills. You know, like if that dash was had like a fast iframe at the start and then, you know, still a gap at the end and could cancel some of your skills, like some of your frontal guards as a witch. Because the issue is you can start your frontal guards, but it gives, even if you mouse move around them, there's a lot of classes that can get behind them. Like you're vulnerable to block jump, you're vulnerable to like stigma, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if there was a way to cancel out of those skills and just maneuver around fights more that's that's what i would be looking for so that you could get back into that essay rotation or back into your ranged rotation so but this is you it still expects you to go through you know cycle through an entire animation wait for the animation to end and then start your movement skill and then do the whole movement skill animation you know it's fun to like cycle through skills a little bit faster and move around and have some fluidity and th- that's the reason I play suck, right? Is because you can like you can cancel through things halfway through your animation. You can split your skills up. You can jump behind people. You can move around. You can get there's a lot of moving from range back into melee, back into range, awakening. It's once you've committed to something, you're stuck just forever. So that's right. what I'm hoping for. Can I say something first? Yeah. Yeah. I need to leave. Okay. I think ten minutes is uh, soon yeah. to join TeamSpeak and yeah. All right, so man. I don't even know we're fighting. Horsey, thank you so much for hanging out. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for coming on. I know you're in a bit of a crunch. What is your uh where can people find you? What's your uh Twitch? Uh Horsey EU. Horsey EU? I'm live in five minutes. All right. Later, man. <laughs> All right. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate podcast. you. Thank if you, you appreciate you coming, man. Or you wanna invite me again, just just PM me when I have time, I will come. All righty. Oh yeah, brother. All right. All right, later, man. See you around. Um, Enjoy your siege later. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I, I, yeah, last night, people were having a hard time building annexes until after, like, the server standard, like, reset time, like, the UTC reset at zero zero. So, like, mm-hmm. people placed forts, but they couldn't build anything, and they're like, are we going to be able to build? What's happening? And then at, like, 9 p.m., all of a sudden, you were able to build. It's kind of funny. Um... Would it be the end of the world, or would it be way too strong if, in Awakening, Magical Evasion let you get out of any ability in the Awakening kit? No, because it's five seconds. Well... It's a five-second cooldown. And it's a super armor, and it's a short distance. It basically lets you do that in succession, and it's not the end of the world in succession. Right? Yeah, that's what I... That's kind of... I feel like that. just that alone would make people feel way more comfortable. Yeah, and it doesn't even need to be allow you to leave at any point, but I mean there's a lot of classes where they right, they have like a halfway point where they right. can cancel with their dash. Chaos. Even yeah. that would be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I I I just hope that they maybe cuz obviously like Frosty said, they PA doesn't really seem to like go take these maxis very often. It's very very rare. So I hope that maybe what they can do is they can maybe just tweak these skills to be a little bit like different for which than they are for wizard that can maybe perhaps like better fit what which is want and need and you know all that stuff i don't know yeah i it, i think um 
I think you were, I, I missed part of what you're saying earlier, Rose, because I had to step out for a sec. But uh, I also kind of wish that like the three new skills for Witch were completely different than the three new skills for Wizard, even though I know it would cause like dissent between the two because one would complain that the others are way better. But it would be cool. Yeah, I was basically, basically, I'll give you the TLDR. I was just saying that as someone who's played both Witch and Wizard, despite what it may feel like for other people, they actually play quite a bit differently. And that it upsets me that they got the same exact abilities. Like, that really sucks. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Wizbelly, is there any, is there any closing thoughts you wanted to, to give for Wizard and Witch before we, we let you go? Uh,. We're gonna have our hands full with Musa Mewa here. It's gonna be a lot of hatred. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. This was <laughs> the, the warm up. <laughs> this was the warm up. True. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Naya, she's depressed. <laughs> no, I'm not depressed. He's a sore throat. He's a little depressed. Yeah, it's that's a sore throat. I hate sore throats. Any any uh, any last words for your class? I don't know. I just I hope they reduce the Agus stab cooldown. That's if we don't get anything else, that's the one thing that you I want. want. The style points. I need the style points at least. If I'm gonna oh, yeah. go down, I'm gonna go down in style. All right. All right. I mean, I'm really I'm curious. So like the the changes are gonna come, I guess, in November. Maybe they'll sneak in a thing here or there, um, like they did with Tamer this week, where it just got a couple new things. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm. That first patch after all of the reworks are out is going to be really cool to see how much stuff or how many classes they touch. Yeah, I'm kind of interested what how the the like interview thing is going to go. I don't I have no idea what they're going to ask about or what it's going to be like. You want to tell what 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 interview? The interview thing for the the ART. Oh. They're still oh, doing they're the art thing? I thought, the I thought they kind of just them what they idea. think about the changes or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, they've been asking. No, no, no. They haven't scrapped the whole idea. They've been asking like but, all the players their feedback yeah. on the post rework launch. Hmm. Yeah, I would say here, I'm going to give some advice to the casters out there. And you, you may not want to hear it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I would say they're probably going to be stubborn about Voltaic SA. Focus your energy elsewhere and get some yeah, other cool Yeah, that's what buff. I'm going to do. That's what I'm doing. They seem to it's, not want to make that It's really not going to happen. Yeah, because I feel like maybe it's a pride thing. They have to admit that that was a mistake and go back, and they don't want to do that. Well, do you remember, like, it was like, I don't know if it was Heidelball or Calcium Ball or something. A, a couple time, times ago, it was... They said that they were going to add suck core skills. Do you remember when they mentioned that? Uh, I was hoping that I was so hoping that that I was going to be their that was going to be their way that they were going to sort of be able to let us have Voltaic SA back. You know. Yeah, I always thought that was funny. You guys thought that. But then they just because <laughs> I, well, I remember I remember thinking how bullshit that was because the whole point of core skills was to bring up Awakening to the strength of Succession. So here was the confusion with that though too is when they said it they said uh, succession C skills. So some people took that to mean core. Some people thought that meant that there was going to be another skill from Awakening, and then I I don't know what I guess they just scrapped that idea and went with the reworks instead. Um, one of the things that's I found interesting about the reworks is that outside of Dark Knight, 
trying to think off the top of my head, but outside of Dark Knight, none of the classes got a an a new skill in succession. It, which is weird. Which is right? kind of weird because succession, I think a lot of people agree, is the smaller kit that doesn't have as many skills. It it, it, it has less skills by definition. Because you're working with half the kit. So I feel like it should be the the first one that you'd think of if you want to give it more skills. Awakening has two two different weapons to work with. Yeah. Nope. Terrible yeah, that idea. part that part kind of bothers me. Yeah. Well, it's the same kind of logic as making AOE skills so much stronger than single target skills. It doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah. I mean, you you never know with their development philosophy. Nothing nothing really makes sense. You don't think Cataclysm should do more damage than Frostflower, Ayashi? You know, and, something and be a protected about that CC, is just... And be just, a protected CC with an evasion debuff? Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Something's, something's weird about it. I mean, to be fair, they just co they just copy pasted Cataclysm from uh, Voltaic Pulse, which is the most busted ability in the game. So, no, it's not Cataclysm's fault, really. You should go blame Voltaic. In all honesty, or, or actually, yeah, Cata Cata got buffed because of Voltaic. Yeah, because um, it was just worse Voltaic. So wizards were like, "Why do we just have worse Voltaic in like literally every sense?" And then PA was like, oh, yeah, why do they, actually? So then they just copied it. Uh, all right. Uh, Wizbelly, thank you so much for coming on. Also, happy belated birthday. I know yesterday thank was your you. birthday. Yeah. yeah, man. It Thanks was for fun. coming on, man. Um, it was a lot of fun. Hopefully, hopefully we get a new tournament here soon so you can you can shine. We're still waiting for you to win one of these, you know? There's, there's 2v2 tournaments every Monday that uh, are these, like, more casual ones that happen. Yellow streams them. So I'm still playing AOA every week. Do you win those every week? Uh like first or second. Oh dang dude. Yeah. Dang. Sounds anyway. like Witch is busted in small scale. Yeah, yeah it's like Witch needs to be nerfed. That's what no, I'm hearing. No, okay. My partner's a Nova, so Oh okay. That may explains some stuff. Excel abuser. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not actually the the witch at all. Excel abuse wait, who is your partner? Kitna. Oh, okay, it's Kitna. I was gonna say yeah. it's not filthy nihilus. Is no, it? speed okay. spell plus excel, dude. It's Yeah. Alright. Well, uh where can people find you? What's your YouTube and your Twitch and everything? Just Belly BDO. Belly BDO. Wow. YouTube, search Belly BDO or uh twitch.tv slash belly BDO. Cool man. Well thank you so much for coming on. We're gonna move on to to Musa Mewa. Uh they got their changes were a lot more massive so uh we're gonna be stuck with them for a while and uh, i haven't heard basque or carstel's thoughts so i'm really excited <laughs> to hear what they Alrighty. say all right see you guys later man appreciate you belly yep all right that is uh whiz belly everybody there's his twitch twitch.tv slash belly bdo uh yeah his name has always been yeah. whiz belly but he plays witch it's kind of funny and for people, that is actually for people listening to this after the stream, obviously, uh, the links will be in the description for all of our guests, obviously. So for Horsey, Belly, and then uh, obviously coming up, Carstels and uh, Bass. Does Carstels actually, does he stream or YouTube or anything? He, I don't actually know. I think he streams a little bit. I don't know if he's streaming as much lately, but I'm not too sure. We'll ask him. 
find yeah, out. So any of the links for any of our guests, assuming that they have some, uh, you can find in the description. So go check them out. All right, this is going to be interesting. We haven't done this in a while, but we're about to start this fresh new call while we're already live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so new... we're going to swap over to the other call. Yeah, swapping over to the other call. Here we go. We're going to, sorry, listeners at home, we're going to have to do a sound check, a live sound check. I know Basque likes to have a horrible mic. Hey, Basque! Hey, thanks. Yeah, there oh, it is. Oh God, that his mic crazy, is awful. Yeah, there's oh, I that hate you. crazy, that crazy <laughs> mic. That is Basque this any better? Any chance? No. Yeah, you sound fine. You sound fine. I'll just. Yeah, you sound good, man. Don't I'll, worry about it. I'll just mute you so they don't have to hear it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Basque? Hey, you all hear me? Yes, we hear you. What's going on, Carstel? All right, cool. All right, are you? So um, you guys know, in case my mic messes up, I have a pretty bad mic. So if it like statics or something, just let me know. Yeah, it's, static it's a little staticky. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll do that right now. It's begun. <laughs> oh no. Now, see, the, we get to pull back the curtain for the people who don't go to the live streams. This is normally what we do in the live stream before we start the recording. So we get to pull back the curtain a little bit for everyone who listens on MP3 or YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Basque, man. Yeah, what up? Uh, I have been in... Uh, oh, and Basque has an echo. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm guessing, Basque, do you use uh -huh. headphones? Yeah, I'm using a headset. Nice. I, I don't know why that's not working. <laughs> it's also not a cheap headset, by the way. It's a $360 headset, so, you know. Oh, no. Screw me. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Wow. Are you back, Carstel? Yeah, does this sound any better? Yes. Are, yes. Are we... Is it, it Car again, just let me know. Carstel's or Carstel? Uh, Carstel's. But Carstel's. You can call me Carstel as well. A lot of people just call me Stell's. Stells. Sure. All right. Um, well, welcome to the show, everybody. It's not not usually when we uh, bring you guys on. It's before we've recorded so we could set up, but we're already recording. So uh, it's kind of a unique uh, episode since there's four reworks this week. And we were like, if we have eight people in a call, it's probably going to be chaotic. Um, so we tried to separate it a little bit. Uh, Carstels, it's going to be even better next week. Yeah, next week will also be chaotic. So, Carstels, if you could, uh, if you could introduce yourself, uh, that would be fantastic. Let people who may not have heard of you uh, know who you are and how long you've been playing BDO and a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I picked up BDO in I think 2016 or so, um, and I've been playing it ever since then. I did quit after about a year, and I came back to the game. That and I ended up making, right? um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I came back to the game. I made a YouTube series. I made like a little Reddit post. I was like, hey, guys, I'm a returning player. I have an idea. I'm going to make a new YouTube series called Zero to Hero. And it's just going to have all my uh, progress from new character to however far end game I get. It's just something I wanted to do as myself. I didn't expect anyone to watch it or actually follow me. So I ended up doing that. And then I gained uh, some popularity from that. And I started streaming. And as time went on, I ended up making a Musa guide since I made Awakening Musa. A lot of people uh, wanted to see guides. There wasn't a lot out at the time. So I made Musa guides from there and ended up getting in touch with a lot of other people, like people in the Musa Discord. And they promoted my guides through there. And so I think most people just know me from uh, either like my little YouTube series I did in 2018, 2019, and my Awakening Musa guides. But And then I also started a guild uh, from there. With my community we made a guild gvg in north mm -hmm. america if you guys remember that guild of course I ran that guild for a little over a year 
And then I ended up disbanding that guild just because um, a lot of my friends ended up quitting the game. There was a lot of work on myself. So I ended up retiring the guild and then I've been in digital since then. Yeah. And that's. Uh, I, I remember yeah. GVG back in the day. I was running uh, yeah. Hex. And then after that, you know, when we went to Galaxy, like we ran into GVG a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We fought the guys a lot. You and uh, Sam, I remember that guild. Yeah. Freaking Sam. But Sad then. Times. But then eventually we retire because running a guild is really, really hard in this game. It's very difficult these days, yeah. It's all, it's like on one person. It's basically yeah. like one dude just kind of does everything. And then, I don't know, after a while it just becomes exhausting. Um, Are you saying that your officers did not properly support you, Frosty? I'm hurt. No, they did, but you're you're sitting there like, before we get into Musumero stuff, we... we one of the problems with the guild is it's this cycle of you're basically raising all these pups to get their gear up and to get better at PVP and to get better in grouping up and following directions. And then once they get good at all that and enough gear, they leave your guild and go somewhere else. Yeah, then they leave and join Notorious. <laughs> yeah, Notorious or like Digital. It's, it's really like a full-time job, man. It really is. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of work. You got to yeah. find nodes to place on every day. Sometimes you're the one placing on the node every day. You got to build the node up. Dude, did you see In my that case, I had to shot call as well. So I had to learn how to shot call. Yeah. They're making so, remote building. Did you guys see? No. Remote building? Yeah, they, like there Sin was City uh, kind of blue stuff? text uh, somewhere. I think in the Global Labs where they, they mentioned something about remote building. Interesting. They do have that new resurrection with no load screen. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it was in that same blue text, I want to say, where they talked about that. Um, so let me, uh, let me introduce my old friend Basque, who also, uh, we go way back because Basque also was, uh, around in the hex days way back in the day. Um, Basque, how are you, man? I'm well, uh, yeah, not much to say. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're, you're good. Do you, how long have you been, uh, playing Maywa? How long have you been playing BDO and how long have you been oh, playing Maywa? Uh Okay, so I've been playing since uh, release, but I haven't really PvP'd since... Uh, I only started PvPing since 2019. Okay. Yeah, and my first guild was, uh, was Hex was to Hex. PvP with. Yeah. That's right. We raised you up. I'm so help. sorry. We, we raised you up to help get you over to Black Rose real quick. Yeah, real <laughs> quick. Just uh, two years. Yeah, just a couple two <laughs> years before two, you betrayed us. Yeah. No, but um, you, uh, were you playing Maywa day one? Uh yeah, I played Melee day one. I I like on release was trying out a lot of different classes and I didn't really like anything and I was more or less waiting for Musa Melee release and I kind of flipped the coin to decide which one I wanted to play and ended up going with Melee and then just stuck with it. Right? Do you stream or or have a YouTube channel? No, I don't stream. I don't have a YouTube channel. I occasionally make videos and then I delete them. Yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. that want to. I I don't want to overhype you, but. Here's the thing is like back in the day, for those who have not heard of Basque, if you node war in T2s right now, you have heard of Basque. And the thing is with Basque is at a time, probably this whole last year, I think Nayashi can agree, Basque is basically an enemy of the Mewa people because every time, at least for me, I take advantage of it just to tilt Nayashi. But every time, you know, Mewa's like, well, you know, we don't do this well and we can't do this and large scale we die. And it's like, well, Basque is doing all right. 
You know, there's always Basque over in the corner. It's like every every node war he's in, it doesn't matter what guild he's against. He's top five, top three. And it's like, I don't know, Mewa, Mewa seems pretty good if you look at Basque. Um, so yeah, Basque, you're, you're kind of scary. I think a lot of people would love to see some of your videos if you recorded some of your node wars and stuff. Yeah, but I'm um, kind of a perfectionist. If I don't do exactly as well as I want, I rate it like, I don't know, like my, a C grade, and then I eventually get tilted watching it again, and then I just delete it. I don't really know if I want to share that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, if well, I find a perfect war, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe like show that. Like, I, so the recent war I had with Cho, uh, a 4v4, I had a 13 feed, and I did not record that war, and I was so tilted. Oh, no. Like, that one I would have shared. <laughs> yeah so i want to talk to you both a little bit about the state of your class currently and and basque you may you primarily play awakening do you do you play suck at all no i haven't played suck since uh they nerfed blooming like a year or two ago and uh i never really got used to the kit i just was i run up to someone from behind do blooming run away and that was it so i'm inexperienced so we're going to use Nayashi for our succession reference. Luckily, we have him here. And he, he did play and liked succession for a long time. For a while, yeah. Nayashi, you preferred it over Awakening. Um, but Carstels, do you, you, I know you also primarily play Awakening. And I know right now you're kind of, you're playing Hash and some other classes. But are you, uh, do you play Suck at all? No, I've never gave, uh, I've never gave too much time to ever learn Suck Musa. So I've always just played Awakening. All right, so we have no suck moose to reference, so we apologize. <laughs> uh, all right, so here, here's kind of my question. Uh, I'll start with you, Carstels. What is, prior to the reworks, not looking at the reworks at all, what is the current state of Musa in large-scale uh, 1v1 and also PvE? Okay, so I've always been pretty loyal to Musa until recently when I rolled off of it about five or six months ago when I picked up Hash. Um, at least for me, the class just became, I lost the enjoyment of playing the class. So for PVE, you know, like you're constantly PVEing. A lot of people can do this where they can PVE and not care about their numbers in comparison to other classes because they just enjoy their time in the class. Um, but for me, like when I'm at all these spots that everyone's at and they're making 150 million more, 200 more million silver than me per hour, mm -hmm. it makes me feel like I'm uh, my time's devalued or I'm wasting my time on this class and I should be doing something else just to keep up or um, be on par with like my friends or other people in the game, right? Yeah. So at least for PVE, I think the class has been suffering definitely in most top places where you're going to be making um, the best money you can. Musa is maybe average at best. And I think most people um, would probably give you a similar uh, opinion. As far right. as PvP, 1v1s, um, personally, I think I'm pretty good 1v1 on the class. I've been doing it for years, so I don't have as many complaints um, versus a lot of matchups as a lot of people do. But that's just due to experience and me spending a lot of time in BA and just fighting people constantly. Um, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of their experience probably comes from um, either like just snow doors or 1v1ing people for grind spot duels, stuff like that. So 1v1s. I don't know. I don't care as much on the class. I'm more focused on like large scale PVP, 1VX, Node War mm -hmm. Siege. And even in those aspects, I think the class is struggling. I think there's classes that have the same role or similar kit as Musa that can do everything a Musa can do, but just better. And I think it's really that simple. Right. Um, 
we really don't have much to offer in large group setting. Even fighting on the side, uh, it's very hard because you're not fighting like traditional blader classes. You have all these other classes fighting on the side now in flex teams. So you have people like playing Novas, uh, you have Lons, you have people playing Hash, um, and Corsairs. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of downsides to playing uh, Musa <laughs> right now in, in large scale PvP and Node Wars and Siege. It's just really hard to yeah. do stuff. Um, Musa Mewal really isn't even efficient. the best uh, trap hopper anymore, are they? I mean, <laughs> you guys really don't have any identity. Yeah, like I know for the guild I'm in in digital, there's not a uh, a single Musa. We have two Suck Mewal players, and they actually do really well. Um, Sile and Siphon, shout out to those two. But um, yeah, I don't really see many uh, Musas either. I see like a couple Suck Musas and some small 30-man guilds, which I think they do all right um, in that setting because it's smaller. But I don't really see anyone playing um, Awake Musa. At least none of my friends as well. How's the hash experience been? Uh, I've liked Suck Hash a lot. It has a lot of the same um, play style, like a lot of the same play style similarities as how I used to play with my Awake Musa. And um, it just does a lot. Like it can really do anything. It's a really flexible class. It's good in PvE. Uh, it's good in PvP. It's good in Node Wars, large scale. I can do really well doing just about everything. Yeah. Um, Basque, kind of the same question. So, Mewa, what what is the state of Mewa for PVE, PVP, uh, like one v one and large scale? Like, so I don't want to get shit on too okay. much. So right. I I uh, don't know what to say exactly. Okay. Um, I would say, uh, very recently it's gotten tougher, uh, because of Corsair. Mm -hmm. Typically, at least based off of how I would play, um, I'm looking for squishier people not paying attention that I can flank very well. And it's just having a class that can iframe for 13 seconds at all times is rather frustrating. So that's that's a bit of an annoyance. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, I mean, it, it's similar to what you'd hear from Carstel, which is that like functionally, there are better classes that fulfill our role. Uh, that's yeah. I mean, it's not specific to this, but um, but um, I feel like the class itself still has uh, a lot of damage in its kit that's um, less dependent on one skill, and I find that gives me a lot of opportunity. So I don't actually feel like it's in the worst position it's ever been. I started PvPing when it was in its absolute worst state. So everything has been actually a progressive increase in um, benefits to me. So I, I don't have the same type of... May was in a terrible state, it's completely unusable, etc., etc. I, I started off with zero protected uh, damage skills and um, half the flows that I have right now. <laughs> I think it's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's well, average, maybe, at best. This is... Uh... It's it's funny you say that because I I had I took this attitude a little while after um after the CC changes came out because a lot of people when the CC changes came out they felt like their class was awful because you had just spent a year and a half memorizing and feeling like your class out and getting good at this or that or and just your comfort level was super high you were really protected and it was super uncomfortable for people. And it took me a little while on Kuno too, like on Kuno, even though Kuno was good after it, but it just wasn't what I was used to. 
it was like so different that it felt awful. And what I ended up doing, and I kind of recommended to a lot of people at the time that played pre-CC changes is like, just play something else for a long time and then come back to it with the fresh mind of like everything on this class is just new and try to learn it mm -hmm. from scratch. Because if you're kind of stuck in the mindset, it's like, well, I had this, now I don't. If I, ha I had this, now I don't. It, feel, it makes you just feel really bad and like stuff is mm -hmm. missing. Whereas like Basque in your case, because you didn't PVP before it, your experience is like, well, I started the class, it didn't have much. I thought that was normal. And then we started getting more and more stuff. And it, so for me, it's only gotten better. It's like a totally different approach. Um, yeah, I, I remember right when, before the CC changes happened, I had literally just a week before rerolled to Wizard. So I was like, oh, CC changes. Like, I don't even know how to play this class yet. So that's fine <laughs> with me. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. And then when I went back to Zerker, like, months later, it was just like learning a brand new class, just like Frosty said. I was just like, oh, this is completely different. I got to, like, learn this new style that everyone's doing. Yeah. And so the other thing is, I what I know about uh, Mewa is it used to be closer to able to frontline or to uh, to one uh, VX, and I've basically never been able to one VX ever. So I just don't do that. I've always tried to play as ratty as possible. Try to find people out of position. Try to find good angles to uh, engage by diving with unprotected skills, mind you. And I just basically see that um, with that kit. I've always been able to achieve. So it seems good to me. But then when I get new people onto the class, they, I think they, they follow the mentality of probably other classes too much where you can just kind of brute force it all the time. Mm -hmm. And they don't have to pay attention to timing and positioning. And they just basically dive, die, dive, die, dive, die. And it's just not really how it's supposed to be played. I think the fact that the class, like, I don't think that there should be too many Mewas in any given guild. Like, even if you are really good, probably two to three, which yeah. does say something about the class itself. But uh, I think it's a useful two to three if you know what you're doing. Right. Okay. It's a, you, do you, you think Mewas, because the meme is that Mewa and Musa are, are stun trappers. You think even in this current state, it's a little bit more than that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't stun trap for one. Uh, maybe a bad guilty selfish, because I, selfish yeah, mask. you hear that black rose tiger blade is 30 seconds I am not gonna like a fight is basically 20 seconds so it means if I tiger blade I'm out of the fight I'm not doing that screw you <laughs> <laughs> yeah well um, now especially with the venom traps too you also have to lose all your health running through Yeah, and, and, and the thing is like it's an essay like the entire time so gets blown up in turn meta if you don't have a shit ton of uh dp so yeah. nah i'm not risking it sorry all right what about your what about your guys pve can we can we uh before you move on from yep. that, so to kind of go back on your point earlier where you said uh Basque is like this you know unique case where he, he does well in large scale mm -hmm. and whatnot let's preface that with the fact that Bask, you can admit that you play in a very selfish way, which is Purple. going to you know, complement <laughs> that kind of uh, performance. Um, so you don't play necessarily like a, uh, you know, in a, what's the word I'm looking for here? 
a, a team approach. You're not listening to shot calls, Bask. I listen to shot calls, sir. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, you, you t- listen to when they happen so that you can ignore them. Isn't that, isn't that how it is? I I listen to them so I can position properly. <laughs> yeah, right. That's well, that's the key. You listen to the calls so that so, you know where you need to go, which isn't where the calls are telling you to go. Yeah, nine yeah. times out of ten. For all those you, you here, to... in, here in the this, you know, he's doing really well and whatnot. Yeah, he is by using you <laughs> as bait. Well, all right. Here's I'm not always using him purely as bait. There are times where I will <laughs> dive with the ball. For example, if I've e buff up. Yes. Yeah. All right. About 10, 10 seconds after the, the ball. Not initiated. always 10 <laughs> seconds, maybe two to three, two to four. Okay. Uh, and, and also, I have times <laughs> where I, 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 what I found the biggest help for like to make my engages quicker is actually getting a Peggy, flying over the enemy ball, and then jumping off the horse and then, you know, flanking from behind. That <laughs> actually gets the engagement much quicker. Um, I, Honestly, biggest buff to Mewa is getting a Pegasus, so that's high recommendation, guys. Uh, fly oh over God. the balls. Fly over the ball. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's fantastic. I, I want to get your your opinion a little bit on the the state of PVE for Mewa, because uh, Mewas are in a weird position where I think their PVE is decent, but a lot of Mewas hate their PVE because New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. So, uh, w- what is your feeling on the state of Mewa PVE? Uh, I mean, everyone wants to be like the most efficient grinder, I think. So, not much to say about that, really. Uh, I don't care. I, I'm playing the same class forever. Uh, I'm not trying to be as efficient as possible. I, I literally just waste my time sometimes doing the wrong skills because I'm bored. I've, I've like six million mob kills. I'm done with it. You're not I, I don't grinding care anymore. anymore? No, I'm I'm still grinding. I just don't care about efficiency anymore. Okay, I see. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's just not a thing I care. Like I'm making four hundred to five hundred mil an hour anyway. So, oh my god, I don't make seven hundred mil an hour. It's a tragedy. <laughs> I remember the days of making three mil an hour. Yeah, dude, remember when Maywa wasn't good at at the fast spots way back in the day? Yeah. Well, like, remember for a little while, you guys weren't even good at like like at mansions because your skills just didn't hit the pack. Like it was hit like yeah, three or four mobs, so like rotating yeah. around. Um. <clears throat> all right, so Carstel is going into the rework. Um, what what kind of were you hoping for? Uh, when when you first kind of heard the idea of the rework, and then you saw a couple of them coming out, what were some of your hopes and dreams for your your awakened Musa <laughs> going into this rework? <laughs> okay, so um, hopes and dreams. I I actually thought that they were going to do an all right job, so. Okay. Because if we're looking back like the past one or two years, mm-hmm. I think most people, I don't know if they don't realize, but Moose has actually been steadily buffed. So even though it doesn't may not seem significant, we've actually got like some decent quality of life changes to a few skills. I think they like PVE buffed us like once or twice. Um, so I thought, you know, maybe we're going to end up with this rework and then probably get like some quality of life stuff, some small changes, and just go from there. So. I didn't have like super expectations. A lot of people thought maybe like our stud barrows would start shooting like foul plays and we'd get like clench mechanic <laughs> from League of Legends and stuff like that. But I, I didn't really expect any of that. So around a month or so ago, I ended up making a, a YouTube video where I gave like my pre-rework thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And so some of the things I, um, I personally asked for, these are just my own uh, opinions. So 
I asked for either like an easy to use and reliable iframe or a movement change. So we ended up getting a movement change. Mm -hmm. So we got one with Fiery Angel where that's now super armor um, and it has no unit collision. So I thought that was pretty cool. We didn't end up getting a stamina change, but to chase, we got more range, the animation's faster. So I like that as well. That's one of the things I asked for. I asked for uh, some kind of change to our pre-buffs, either incorporate it more into the await kit so that it's faster or um, put into a fewer amount of skills. So at least on Musa, we spend a lot of time, like crucial seconds pass, where we spent pre-buffing outside of battle before we engage our opponent, um, where we're doing like blind thrust into rising storm, and then you C swap, and then you get your spinner buff for your attack speed. So you had to spend time doing that outside of the fight. Right. So now we can get some buffs uh, mid-fight, so like while we're either SA trading or engaging an opponent, by using like shift Q now, which is our shout Musa's resolve. We get 20 AP from that, which is an upkeepable buff. Um, we have attack speed on yeah, cross cut now, which is super on it, right? And, yeah. And you got and a, we have a amazing crit graphical buff. Uh, buff on that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we have the crit buff now through spinner. So they put the spinner attack speed on the cross cut and they gave blind thrust. Um, it's not like they got rid of blind thrust. You now just have another 30% crit buff that you can get yeah. in wake with spinner. Right. Right. So I thought those were really good changes. Just small quality of life stuff like that. Uh, and then another thing I asked for was an, uh, like an AP buff you could keep up. So a lot of newer classes, they have a lot of AP buffs. So I used um, Suckash, for example, a lot in the video I made. So they have 320 AP buffs on their kit. Musa, for a while, only had its e-buff, which was 20 AP. Obviously, like the longer cooldown since it's your e-buff, and there's nothing else you can do to have that kind of like a steroid to your kit. Right. So we got the AP buff on the shift Q, as well as uh, some slight PVE damage increases. So I thought al along with a lot of those things, um, we probably have a pretty good kit when it's all said and done if they made those kind of changes. Uh, I also asked for tier 3 add-ons in this video. So our tier 3 add-ons for Musa were Crust Crusher, which was a second, uh, 17 second cooldown. Yeah. We had our counterattack from our retaliation stance in pre-awake. Mm-hmm. So really weird to have an add-on on that. Uh, 20 yeah. second cooldown, by the way. Yeah. And then we had Nemesis Slash, which was just an awkward skill to use all around because of the inputs mm -hmm. um, from pre-wake and awake. So that was also a 20 second cooldown. So they changed those. Nemesis Slash went from a 20 to an 8 second cooldown and is still a tier 3 on Global Labs. I don't know if that's going to stay because I think for it to qualify as a tier 3 cooldown, it has to be 12 seconds or above. I could be wrong on that. But um, no, you're we at least wrong. got the Crust Crusher as well, <laughs> down like, 17 to 12. Based on Strikers, you're definitely wrong. Yeah, so <laughs> I, if it's all said and done, if we only get uh, the Crust Crusher down to 12 seconds, I think that's a good change. Yeah. Um, you get a 10-second buff from that, so you get more monster AP, uh, more crit, more attack speed, whatever you choose in your add-ons, right? Um, so that's a good little buff. And one of the last things I asked for was um, maybe like rework some of our skills that aren't used as much, like one step back. Uh, the skills I, I mentioned were Backflow, Spinner, One Step Back, Nemesis Slash, and Blooming. And they changed four of those, four out of the five skills they changed there. Um, and then I was also on the other end of a lot of Mooses. A lot of people asked for a grab. I was against that personally. I do not think the class needs a grab. Why is that? Um, so I think, uh, I think it's a good balance to have classes that have weaknesses and things you cannot do. And I just don't think it overall fits the play style of Musa. So... Musa, at least the way I look at it, is a very fast class, very fast skirmisher, um, where a lot of its CCs are either like instant 
or really quick pokes at the opponent. Now, if you go from doing that where you're like gauging your opponent, you're constantly moving around, blocking around in an area around them to gauge what they're doing. If you give that class a grab uh, with a quick chase, like the whole play style is just gone. So you're probably just going from running straight to your opponent's forehead and you're pressing E and then you're doing some same static combo over and over, whatever your highest damage combo is. It's just like an auto win mechanic on the class. Right. Um, so I, like, obviously, I think a grab would be would be great. Like it obviously be strong, but I don't think um, the class needs it by any means. Like it doesn't aid in anything else. Uh, I think a lot of people were too focused on what they wanted in the one v one aspect of the game, as far as like changes go. Mm-hmm. So people are like, oh yeah, yeah, we want a grab, but a grab is a very powerful thing. So what if they just gave you a grab? Um, and I don't know, just whatever else. So let's look at the rest of the game. So in one v ones, right? Let's say. You complained about classes holding blocks in front of you, so like Guardian, Warrior, Valk. So now you can go grab that class. What if? What about everything else in the game? So if you're a team player in Node Wars and Siege, is a grab really going to help you on your kit? Um, PVE, does a grab do anything for you? So I think overall, all the other changes that we received, um, it just o- overall, it's just more spread out among the whole kit and mm-hmm. helps you in every regard. So. Right. I, I yeah. like the changes in, in that regard, in that aspect. Musa Mewa doesn't need a grab, dude. They just need Stub Arrow to go through SA in Frontal Garden. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, Bass, kind of the same question. Like, looking at the prior to the reworks coming out, what, what were some of your hopes for Mewa? What were some of the like main sticking points where you're like, dude, I really hope that we get blank? Okay. So, what every person has tried for the last you know, four years, it was basically. <laughs> They want an iframe. Yep. They want one iframe. Please, one iframe. You have uh, one. Shut up. No, one, one new iframe. <laughs> <laughs> Stamina management's another thing people have asked. That's true. But also, like, uh, I kind of gave up on that, to be honest. Because uh, we, we've been asking for that for a long time, too. And they really, really don't want to give us that. But um, So I wanted that. Um, I wanted Tiger Blade Cancel. Like, in Awakening. I asked for I've wanted that for a long time. Um, yeah. I don't like being out of the fight for the entire time. It makes me play more selfishly. Um, uh, I would want the hitbox of Frost Pillar to not suck. I want the damage to be better. I would want the range to be better. Uh, Petal Bloom to be faster. Uh, main oh, that generally up damage buff would be nice. Okay, uh, that's. Pretty much what I would want. So, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the other thing is, like, so, uh, Fran suggested to me something and I liked it, which is basically, uh, an additional movement skill. Like, kind yeah. of like, uh, what, Fiery Angel for, right, uh, right. Musa, but, mm-hmm. um, an unprotected additional movement skill so we could use it in the off time to position better. But, yeah, unlikely. So like the new grapple arrow change? Yeah, your new grapple arrow kick kick space, right? No, you it, don't bother with the kicks. If for uh, some reason the clicks are glitchy right now, are it they? Doesn't function. Yeah, you want to use backstep slash instead. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What does the keyboard for backstep slash? What is it? What? Keyboard? SW. Oh, SW. Uh, yes, yeah, S space. SW. 
Oh, oh, yeah. W, uh, space, space, yeah. my brain fell. I was about to say, wait, it's W. No, 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 yeah, yeah space. The backstab slash, I don't know, I'm not really sure the mechanics on why it works this way, but like on Suck Musa, you can backstep into Grapple Arrow on Succession, and on Mewa, I think you can do it in Suck and Awakening, right? Yes. But on Musa Awakening, you can't, for some reason. Not really sure why. Sucks. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, but you can like kick do it. But yeah. Um. Okay. So you got some of the stuff. Let's talk about some of the stuff that you did get. So you did not get a new iframe, and arguably no. lost an not arguably, but you kind of lost an on-demand iframe with the evasion arrow change. Yes. Um, yeah. 100%. What? What? Uh. Let's. Hmm, let me think. Uh. The order <laughs> in which to go at this. I guess let, let's start with the iframe first, and then we'll get into stub arrow because I want to hear you and Carstel's thoughts because that affects both of you but what iframe because i think the iframe thing is something that moose is also kind of we're hoping for like a separate on-demand iframe basically what and nayashi and i have talked about this for god a year and a half at, at least every two episodes this gets brought up that <laughs> like <least>. sleet step <laughs> the, the independent chase or oh well the, no, 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 like, that like basically something like sleet step that's an iframe where it's like to independent of chase if you think you're going to get grabbed you can just sleet step to the side or something you know yeah yeah um and it's it's already built into the kit pretty well too because it's like it allows you to cancel red moon so it's yeah. a really good bait tactic so it's like it's already well the here's the even bigger part it used to be an iframe so it was mm -hmm. already an integral part of the kit for that kind of purpose so it's like it's there it's right. nice and shiny and ready to go. They just don't want to. They just don't want to do it for some reason. So for you, Basca, is if they did give Sleet Step an iframe, is that all you like? You'd be pretty chill with that, or you want something? You want it on something separate entirely? I would prefer honestly Stigma instead. Uh, like during the scoot back. Yeah, yeah. That that skill. Um, I feel like it's more on demand. I think I use Red Moon more. Like a lot less often in large scale for anything other than like that's true an FG. So it's it's not really that because Red Moon doesn't do any damage right now. Yeah, like it, if it you're awakening. Yeah, so so and, and the thing is like I I need my sweet step to be uh, safe when I'm still trying to get out of that Red Moon. So it just doesn't feel great to then use my sweet step while I'm just running around trying to fight people. So I'd prefer to have it on some other skill and have my sweets of have an SA still, you know? Or okay. if they could, give me both. I'll take both. If they increase the cooldown on Sigma to be, let's say, eight seconds to give you that iframe, would you be okay with that? Uh, sorry, uh, I read the comment. If you increase the cooldown to what? If the cooldown of Sigma was increased to eight seconds in order to get you that iframe, would you be okay with that? Yeah. I know eight seconds yeah. is kind of high. What what is the stigma cooldown right know. now? Four. Four? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. When I look at like Tamer with leaves dropping, I I don't see any reason why it can't just be on the current stigma either. To be honest, like leaves dropping is three and five, and you have two of them independent, and it's totally separate from your normal WW mobility. Um. I don't so. think they want to give us iframes. Yeah, I wonder yep. what the deal they, is. With they that. really don't. They uh, 
because of our mobility, I think this is the reason. And they just, they want us to be able to take damage and to be able to be slowed and caught if they need, if players need to slow us down. I think that's just honestly what it is. There's, yeah. there's nothing else that makes sense. They don't want it. They don't want us to have too much ability to avoid damage because of our mobility. Right. Independent um, chase iframe, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, we've, we, we've brought it. We've talked about it kind of nebulously for fucking years now. It feels like independent how they, chase iframe. I don't care how they do it, but either an independent chase iframe, <laughs> sleet step, stigma. That it needs to be something. It's, it's just it's, sleet step makes the most sense because it already used to be. Yeah, yeah. I just don't see why. They it also can't helps have... make it also helps make in one v ones and one bx Red Moon more protected in a way for oh. me potential. The Sigma Sigma's great and all, but it's it, I don't know. It just Do it's limited on its usage, whereas Sleet Step actually has multiple different potential usages. So it, it does. I mean, but if you make it sweet and then SA, I'd I'd take that. That'd be fun. Like yeah. I'd cool down. Yeah. So uh Carstel, uh, I know you, you guys also did not get an a new iframe um <laughs> and that was kind of i i think one of the things that a lot of mooses hope for just to have something to deal with grabs um i don't know what 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 sort of thing are i mean should musa get one or should they change chase or what do you have like a solution um, in mind for that i think it'd be cool i'm pretty doubtful that they go out of their way and make like a new skill for moose at least to have that on-demand iframe mm -hmm. so before, like the, the stub arrow evasion was pretty big because it was, for the most part, your only way to uh, escape like vacuums, for example. So like a mystic vacuum or a nova vacuum. Um, you usually had to stand still for a second. You had to get to the while standing state and then input your evasion stub arrow to do the little roll and then hope that it got you out of the vacuum. Now, I think if these changes go through as is, obviously we don't have that. You're going to have to rely solely on your chase, chase when it's off cd so you're probably gonna have to linger a super armor if you're caught in vacuums and then wait till your chase is off cd and then hope that uh you're able to iframe out of the distance to get out of that but other than that we have no option at all when yeah. we're stuck in scenarios like that there's nothing we can do yeah, I mean, I, I this is, I mean, uh, obviously Mooses and Maywas and I don't always see eye to eye, but on the iframe thing, I've always agreed. Like, I, it feels bad not having that option at, at all. Um, yeah. And I know Chase does have the iframe, but because it's part of your mobility, managing it is, is a little bit like RNG because you have to move around with Chase. It, you don't, especially on Maywa, they don't even have Fiery Angel. Um, yeah. We don't so, have other. We don't have that many other mobility skills that can yeah. help maintain positioning. Now, mm. I I will mention this. So before the game got faster, um, it wasn't as hard to manage the chase iframe. Um, right. But since the game has sped up so much, and a lot of these classes have a a lot of like pursuit power. It's not an option anymore. You're running for your life the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just—it's literally pretty much impossible to manage the chase iframe. It's just—it's not something you can realistically expect to do in a, you know, any sort of like real fight. 
If you're fighting yeah, against that. someone that's actually not that good, then yeah, sure, probably not a big deal. But um, in any sort of real pressure from a skilled opponent, it's not going to happen. So and I know you asked too, yeah. like if they were to put it onto a skill. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, so like years ago, one step back used to be an iframe. Right. I think it like the start of the animation, and then at one point too, it was a forward guard, but they ended up changing that. And a lot of mooses would um, they place that skill into their hot bar because it allowed you to go from pre awake to awake, and then also have that iframe access. So that's really the only skill we have um, on awake that displaces your character enough to where you'd have the positioning after the skill's over for it to be like effective as an iframe. And they've already loaded that skill up so much in the rework that I. I don't You'd see be that happening. To ask. Yeah, like the, <laughs> like no other skill really exists to where it fit the purpose of being an iframe. Besides, like fiery angel, but I think that'd be kind of an absurd iframe. Um, <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> having like no collision, it's it's really long and a short CD. It, it'd be pretty crazy for that to be an iframe. Um, yeah, yeah and I really I really don't know. So all right, let's have a uh, Carstels. You you start us off here. If you could explain. This is like one of the, this is the biggest controversy, I think, of all of the changes so far. If you could explain in detail, as if me and Reslar are just the biggest idiots ever, could you explain to us nice and slow how this stub arrow change works? Like what, what exactly changed with it and how does it function now? Okay, so stub arrow, as it is right now on live servers, is basically an instantaneous CC you can use to punish um, any gap that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, this is even more so powerful on certain regions like KR, where a large majority of your player base has sub 10 or sub 20, uh, sub 20 ping, where this skill can be pretty powerful. Uh, for someone like me, I have 130 ping where I live. Um, but it's still a very strong CC. It's instant. Um, cooldown is like 14 seconds. And as of right now, we don't have the uh, evasive stub arrow changes. So there's some other cancels you can do with that to use um, another stiffness arrow, which is also really fast. But basically, it's just a really fast, instantaneous CC you can use to um, capitalize on your opponent. Right. And, and after the changes, yeah. it becomes... Uh, so they added a mechanic where you have to draw an arrow from your quiver. So it went from a, uh, a one-way input, just having to like back chase and then input your keys for stub arrow, to now having to draw an arrow you have to come to a standstill you have an animation and it gives your uh, opponent a visual of you drawing that arrow and then from that point you have 30 seconds to decide how you're going to use that arrow so i think it's a direct change from pa i think their idea was they wanted to make stub arrow readable for your opponent they wanted to give it some kind of visual indicator um beforehand i know in my own experience anytime i'm just fighting random people in ba or something I'll hit like a random uh, stub arrow. It's very hard to even see that skill um, close up when you're skirmishing people. Like you'll just stiff people and then they'll die and they'll be like, how did I just die? It right. gives pretty bad, uh, pretty bad feedback to the opponent. So, And how do you feel about this change? Because <laughs> it's um, also coupled it, it with the feel evasion good arrow, right? It's also like, yeah, yeah so it includes the stub it arrow. Affects your, it affects your other arrow. So you have to decide what you want to use. And even then, the iframe that they moved around, they moved it from the, what was it, the evasive Charged stub evasive to, to evasive yeah, they moved shot. it to evasive shot, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so even if you input it now, it's it's really slow and clunky. Um, you just can't use that iframe at all, really. 
it's not really realistic to input. Um, but as far as using the stub arrow, it's the same skill. You just have a visual input before, like you have to, you have, you have, to, stop have, to, have to stand still. Yeah. To, you have to stop yeah. draw an arrow and then you have 30 seconds to use the arrow, but it's the same exact skill and serves the same purpose, but it's now a two way input instead of one. It's like you're in the middle of a fight and you suddenly get a call and they're asking about your car warranty. <laughs> well, I, I do want to ask. It does feel kind of uh, kind of strange. It's pretty though. forgettable. Like if you're asking me how it feels for me to use it, it doesn't feel great to use. But after messing around with it a bit more, I mean, you can still go out of distance. A lot of mooses like to play really far away from their opponent, anyways. Mm -hmm. I don't <laughs> think they're going to once they use it. I don't think they'll uh, mind it as much, but it is an inconvenience for sure. So, is there any added benefit of being able to just do back-to-back -back stiff attempts, or do you think that that's yes is not actually enough to like justify the change. No. Um, this doesn't give you the back-to-back -back stiff attempts. You get two shots. Yeah, you get two shots. Yeah. We had, we had that already though, with being able to freely shoot your arrows. You could actually get three stiffs potentially. Yeah, so you're talking about like stiff, stiff, and then do uh, yeah. like the evasive shot cancel, and yeah. then shoot like the, yeah, the char charge. That's fair. Right. Um, yeah, like this, this, all this does is limit our arrow play completely. We don't have it's, it's definitely a nerf. It. I don't, there's no benefit to any of the arrow changes they did. Um, but have I know for the awake the kit, so for Suck Musa, the infinite stiff one, mm -hmm. is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I have, yeah, seen you, that. you can infinitely um, just shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think if they keep that, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, if they keep that in the game, I know you run out of stamina, you have like unlimited arrows. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the arrow changes, at least what I think, it's just, uh, just a, a negative change. There's no positive to it. Yeah, I, I think um, they still cost a stamina, too, to use. Oh, it does. It does. It does. So, like, yeah. the infinite, it, it runs out in, after you run out of stamina. Yeah. Um, so, on Musa, at least Awakening Musa, you have, in some way, if you wanted to relate the two things, the new projection, projection right? you could argue, yeah. is like, well... You the stub arrow is not as convenient anymore, but now you have two new range stiffs that you can throw, and they're on a very low cooldown. I mean, you're looking at seven seconds for projection, ten for extra credit. Um, but mm -hmm. Maywa didn't get anything like that, um, and yeah. neither did the succession kits. So overall, are are you guys hoping that they just revert it entirely, or update it, or? Like, in their minds, do they think this is better? Like, do they think you guys like this, or was this intended to be a nerf? I think this is not a complete mechanic. I think it's a nerf. I've heard multiple times that the KR Mewas and Mooses both play so much that it's irritating. They don't like that. Like, I know that was in the past when bows mattered, but, like, they probably still have the same mentality. Well, that's because the there wasn't enough power in their their ability to trade yeah so so i mean you got to use whatever you can to your advantage it's just is what it is but now that they're you know seemingly giving power to some of our more melee oriented kit um, most classes don't even need to get out of sa at this point honestly i the boat doesn't even feel that strong anymore it's okay uh, yeah like i personally feel um I think You'd on awake, surprised. it's not going to be as big of a change because with the projection mm. stuff, um, I've already been playing around with it and it's it's really good. 
having mm-hmm. super long range, uh, really quick. It's like almost bullet speed um, projections, projectiles, which yeah, you can follow up on. You, some new basically, ways. That's basically stub arrow, though. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a reskin stub arrow for you. Mr. Stills, if you would please, uh, could you please explain the bullshittery that can be found in this stream of (laughs) Can you please explain this? Uh, That's a good clip. Yeah, this nauseous clip. Yeah, this is. uh, Yeah, so this is auto attack canceling your chase. Um, I don't know if you've seen the other clip too, but I made one in my video. You can do the same thing with one step back, and it's like you have infinite stamina. So I think they're already. I think they're going to nerf uh, one step back, for sure. I think the next time we see the patch updates, they're going to nerf the skill because it has no stamina costs right. on or off spam. cooldown. And spam and cancel, the movement right? you get from using it and canceling it is is just way too big. Yeah, you can just keep spamming chases, which are now even more efficient per stamina. I agree. They should nerf Musa to the ground. I'm glad well, you agree. Well, it's one of those things that I I was I was curious when I first saw this or or the moose change I was like i bet there's going to be some mobility combo that's pretty cracked and we yeah. saw every, every time the moose mewa community not saying any of anyone here specifically but the moment they saw like warrior do a mobility combo or striker it was this needs to be nerfed this is too busted so i'm wondering if all the mooses are like hey this is also too strong it shouldn't be like that. <laughs> I'm not saying like it needs to be nerfed. Like obviously, I'd, I'd want to do all these things, but yeah. I think from their perspective, I I think they're gonna nerf it. Um, just looking back at how history's treated us before. Do you have um, that backstep video? Can you link that? Uh, yeah, I can link my video. Okay, show you real quick. Let me find it. If you could, if you have the timestamp, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't mind. Like, here's the thing: I've always argued like with this kind of stuff because you you have to do the attack cancel and. Even with the one step back, while it is like unlimited stamina, I it doesn't bother me that much because you can still be caught out of it. You like if this was just him holding chase and he could go this far and use this little stamina, I it would really it would probably bother me. But because it's like, well, if I'm chasing him down, he's probably gonna get cc'd until he gets out of range and then because the stub arrow change he's not gonna be mass stubbing me <laughs> too so it's not that bad i i don't know i i actually don't mind this much it I, should I, be at that time step there for you okay um now actually i know you i don't think your class can do this no you don't have <laughs> no. any sort of like mobility combo per se so does this bother you that musa can or are you okay with it it's unnecessary for them to have that honestly sounds like you're I trying to get agree it's not that it bothers me per se it's it's just unnecessary <clears throat> yeah um yeah i don't know i don't like it when other classes have it i don't like it if my class got it like like you know my stance on how my, my stamina management is i don't want the ability to just necessarily always be able to run away whenever no problem you know i'm i'm more focused on the in combat um mobility not being like i shouldn't have to be it shouldn't have to be a a 10 second do or die and then back off and reset i should be able to do in combat a lot longer than that because fights typically uh 
can take 30 seconds or longer depending on if they get you with a grab or not but mm. yeah i never really cared for the um the whole arrow play strategies and whatnot where you just like back chase stub arrow kind of thing i never was the biggest fan of that right but what i do it sometimes the, uh... yeah but it depends on the fight what would the Maywa equivalent of that bullshittery be? You Red Moon and just catapults you forward a hundred yards, like no, it pro- this probably would be, would be like, the old divider uh, cancel. You know, uh, it would be probably the more divider like, is pre awakening, isn't it? Yeah, that's pre awakening. Yeah, wouldn't be. It wouldn't be that. Like, th- um, there used to be some like cancel, like 2017 or 16 or something like that, where yeah. you could spam. It would minimize the amount of it would minimize the amount of uh, stamina usage. Yeah, Um, could go for a long while. Yeah. All right. So I want to I want to kind of conclude on the stub arrow stuff before we move on. But like, what what um do you Bass? Do you think that they should revert the change or keep it? Are you okay with it how it is or or because it seems like universally both Mooses and Mewas are pretty upset about this. So I imagine. Most of the feedback they're going to get from this week one thing is like, "Hey, we hate this stub arrow change." Yeah, so nobody likes it. Someone will, so it'll probably change. Um, yeah, I, I don't expect it to stay. Uh, if they really love the mechanic, they'll force it down to and maybe give us like four shots or something. But I, I don't expect it to stay, and nobody likes it. Um, the only way it's any good is if you use the bug where you can shoot infinite. Like, that's it. Right. Yeah. Would it be not so bad if the 15 second cooldown started right when you popped your quiver? I think the problem is just that you have to pop the quiver, really. I mean, one second of unprotected engagement. Like, uh, it took away our You freedom. have to go farther away. Yeah, you, you have to. And then you have to also remember in like a high speed situation, which uh, my memory is kind of trash, let's be fair. Thematically speaking, does it bother you that he reaches back into his quiver, but there are no arrows in there? <laughs> <laughs> Never noticed. It's kind That's of reminds you like some kind of weird RP change or something. He's like, <laughs> uh, man. You go ahead and like take a look at all these other range classes. Like, none none of them have any kind of animations like that, right? Like they're just conjuring arrows out of thin air and just shooting them. Right. So, well, I, I want to talk about so Nivial and Chat saying Frost they don't want this change. Leave it be. But here's the thing. There are some people that, like Kyrim as an example, that's actually okay with them reducing the whole stub arrow theme like play he not saying that he loved the changes or anything but he kind of feels like the stub arrow thing is really really strong like the way it currently works so like if you were to buff the classes up a bunch and it still also just has the cheesy stub arrow play that it's not that it's like kind of too much so for him he he doesn't mind the idea of it being reduced in effectiveness a little bit but again not at the expense of like his iframe and stuff like that you know but I mean, the stub Stubro is a one v one base mechanic primarily. It's not. It's not something that's used in large scale, so it has no bearing there at all. So all these buffs are primarily focusing around large scale. So now all we got was a little bit of. We got some damage increases, at least from the Mayo's point of view, that'll help us out with trading and whatnot. How much? It's hard to say because obviously it was only week one. We'll see where the chips lie at the end. But um, I, like I don't, I don't feel like this helps us in one v one department at all. And we are struggling in one v one lately 
against some classes, a lot of classes actually, that have either more power, the same or, you know, stronger mobility in some cases, or just debuffing us down or just grabbing us. We don't, they didn't, in my opinion, they haven't answered, they haven't answered the issues that we have. Um, they buffed up their large scale, which is great. I think large scale is probably going to be pretty solid if this goes through as is. But our 1v1s are definitely diminished because of this. And that ba goes for Usa too, I think. What were you going to say, Bask? I mean, I don't think Bo's even that strong anymore. I was basically agreeing with right. Ashy on that. Like, I think right now it's just there's too many classes that have no gaps at all. So, Or the gap is very tiny. So you have to be in pre-awakening the entire time. It's more convenient if you're a suck player to use a bow, but even then, I just don't think it's as strong as like a a grab. And I think they're moving further and further towards people having perfect essay rotations uh, with damage. And when you're doing that, bow doesn't really have much of an effect. It doesn't have much bearing. I don't think it's that good. Like if they want to downplay bow, sure. But then I think we need more significant buffs to retaliate to, to like the lack of response to grabs basically like right. or um I, yeah stub arrow is pretty that's... much our response to grabs right now honestly like yeah if we dodge the grab and they have any they have an elongated uh, uh miss grab animation we can punish it but i wanted to ask uh carstell's on on musa let's say these reworks came as is obviously there's going to be way more changes um as evidenced by the previous classes that did get their changes. Um, but it's not happening until November. But let's just say it were to come uh, to live server with the current iteration of this Musa, uh, bugs notwithstanding. Let's, let's just assume the bugs get fixed before it comes to live. Do you think that this version of Musa is improved in 1v1 or the exact same or or worse? Um, well, there's a couple different uh, play styles for Musa. So you have people that... Um, play from distance mm -hmm. and use stub arrows like a crutch like they really rely on that that long range cc is one of their only engage options um that and like quick shot and then you have some mooses that play more aggro like i know kyrene plays like this uh quad lovexis if you know him sometimes mm -hmm. they play uh really aggro as well as myself i like to play more in people's faces um i think we the most controversial changes obviously was uh the stub arrow stuff and i think counter assassination a lot of mooses didn't like that as well. I like the 25% attack and cast speed debuff we got on it. But uh, losing the stun affects us a lot too. Having that really quick um, point blank stun. We don't have that anymore. And you don't really have the long range catch if you do play more in pre-awake. I know for Suck Musa, what stub arrows, what, like 33% of their CCs they have on the entire kit. Like they didn't really have many options to begin with as far as um, CCing their opponent. But I think for 1v1s, it'll probably be worse for your average player, for sure. Awake Musa. And that's mostly because of Star you, you don't think the uh, the projection change kind of alleviates that? Or you think it's mostly um, the counter-assassination think it's, um, balances it? I think way? if you like treat those as they cancel each other out, uh, if you treat it like, all right, your stub arrow's gone, here's projection, right. long-range catches, you lose other good CCs. Mm-hmm in exchange for debuffs and self-buffs. Um, and for 1v1, I, I do think for the average player, it'll be worse. 
but I think for one VX kind of stuff, you'll do uh, significantly better. So why why in one uh, VX? Like what what's different on Musa that's going to make it better in large scale with these changes? Okay, so you have more. In my own opinion, I think the game, from what I've seen, has really lost touch of a. Uh, I don't see many players try to go out and CC their opponent in mm -hmm. most aspects of the game. Most people just try to kill you with damage, and it's really effective, um, especially for a lot of new players. Like a lot of my friends personally and people I see coming into the game, they're playing a lot of classes where you just don't need to CC people. They're just going to kill you with damage. So in 1VX for Musa, um, you got a lot more damage, basically damage increases on every skill that was touched. You got some ranged increases as far as your AoE goes. Uh, you have debuff options, like heavy debuffs, 50% movement speed slow on a super armor skill with 5 second cooldown. Um, you got a frontal guard skill with an attack cast speed debuff. You got a um, bigger increase range on your shift Q, Musa's Resolve, to catch people, to get hits up to 10 targets. I think for Node Wars and stuff in 1VX, it's definitely going to be better. Definitely going to be better. How do you feel about the... Uh... The Crust Crusher change, because I saw some people saying that this takes away one of Musa's really good catches and it, it was a nerf overall. Do you feel like the Crust Crusher change nerf, buff, or does it make a difference? First of all, I'm going to um, need you to refer to that skill by its actual name, the Butt Cruster. But, butt Cruster. So, Crust Cat, I don't know many people that like catch people with Crust Crusher. That's like news to me. Most of the time, like, when you're too. using that skill, at least when I use it, I try to make sure that I'm like most definitely in a safe spot. Or I have some kind of structure behind my back where I can commit to it. Um, so now with the change, your gap was fixed. So you can commit to the Crust Crusher fully and go through foul play and you have the full frontal guard. But it's a down smash. So you're not seeing people uh, if they're to stand still. But you have the option now to take that KD still if you want to take the bond. Right. But um, as far as how the change is really going to play out, I, I'm fine with it like that. Just being able to fully commit to... A lot of damage that's i have frontal guard protection on fully finally so i think um i'll like the change um i mean we have two more kds now so i think a lot of people are going to run the bond version of fiery crevice which just got buffed again it's a debuff and it's a super armor it's a kd on six second cooldown and you also have the kd and dash slash which is another large aoe super fast skill on low cooldown yeah um but yeah, I don't know. I think we're going to have to wait to see how most right. people get to perform with it, see what they did, what they feel about it. All right, so Basque, um, Awakening Mewa, mm -hmm. what uh what are some of the changes you actually like that you got in this in this uh rework and uh specifically how are they going to affect your your large scale PVP? Okay. Um I'm a big fan of Pedal drill being combined and increasing the damage. Its AoE is actually surprisingly large. I was testing this out recently and hitting people further I thought was unreasonably far. Could just be horrible decent global apps, but looked pretty good. Um, uh, Frost Pillar is like ridiculous amount of damage. And if you do Sigma Frost Pillar, it actually comes out really quick. And you can kind of just throw it in the face of people who are like grab classes. I at least stigma tip. Uh, yeah, stigma tip. Sorry, stigma tip is actually really fast. Um, I think of frost pillar and stick tip as literally the same skill. So, yeah. Anyway, um, they I like the increase in 
speed of uh, Petal Bloom. Uh, Moonrise, getting rid of that one hit, I actually like because you get the core Moonrise. And I think that makes you have an entire series of combos that are that flow really decently. But now you have as damaged combos, hypothetically, something like uh, Moonlight Dash, Petal Bloom, Petal Drill, Frost Pillar. Like all those, um, oh, and Petal Drill. All those are now like reasonable damage and all protected. So I think we have a solid damage protection kit for uh, large scale engagements that you can hit for mine, flank decently fast and burst people down. Frost Pillar is so much stronger. Like Petal Bloom is my main dive from behind, kill people uh, when I have ebuff skill. Um, and Frost Pillar makes that look bad. I, I, I really say that like if that damage comes out, it's a, a dramatic improvement for our large scale, uh, like free damage. You don't have to think much, just Frost Pillar. Frost Pillar, tip of the ice, sorry. Right. And it's forward guard, yeah. right? So this is like... And forward guard. It, yeah. It's funny because for a long time, like way back in the day, and I actually realize you guys remember these days, probably where people valued super armor way higher because super armor meant you're just not going to get CC'd. But nowadays yeah. it's like there's so many slows and so much damage that the forward guard negating damage and slows is actually way huge, way bigger. So if you are good mm. at positioning, that forward guard makes a massive difference in being able to finish your abilities. Yeah. Oh. Also to note, Frost Pillar, they uh, increase the attack speed, they increase the range somewhat. I think they basically mm -hmm. got rid of the um, the uh, gap in the hitbox that like was very annoying. Um, and it seems like it hits on elevation now, too. Uh, I, I was hitting people on um, that ledge in, uh, our, uh, in DA with it, so okay. I'm a big fan of that buff. So the Moonrise core and the Moonrise change, this is some may was like it, some may was don't. You're saying if you take the core, it gives you like a large scale protected combo. Um, yeah. What is what is it that you lose? So it's a stun on the first hit, right? Like an, basically an you, SA stun. Stun no, on the first hit. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait, wait like, are you talking about the bond or the actual? No, like, Moonrise. The, moon, the actual skill. The actual. Uh, oh, okay. Super yeah, armor on the first the hit, which was used as a linker mechanic for stamina yeah. management. And also baiting out opponents in 1v1. Yeah, and it was useful for that, but like, I would give it up for like the, the core Moonrise. Like, if they say that, like, get the Linger back and not have the uh, full SA for it, I would much rather have the full SA. Right. Yeah, the the change definitely buffed your playstyle for sure for large oh, scale. Oh yeah. yeah, it's it's this is very much helpful to me. It does not help what Maywas want though, which. I think Maywas really want to be, and I know DK players will yell at me, but basically they want to be DK. Like, they can 1VX, they can dance around for an hour in enemy balls, I feel like, and I mean, they got decent iframes, large, decent large uh, 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 distance damage, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But like, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, DKs are busted. We don't talk about DKs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so does do the damage differences because they kind of bought let's see they buff they buff frost pillars um pedal drill with the flow pedal yeah. bloom got a change um by proxy moonlight dash also um and then moonrise i guess if you use the core for the most part all of that all of that got buffed in damage is is it enough of a damage difference that you'd consider 
swapping off of human damage for more survivability if your damage is good enough? Or do you think... Nope, not at all. Still want more human damage. Why this is, is a blow-up-people meta. Like, the faster you kill people, the better. I don't think it's... I mean, it's good. Frostbiller probably is enough for most people to be okay. But the buffs on other damage is actually not even close to being good enough. Uh, uh, Cloud Stab... Really, you don't think Drill is good enough now? Drill is pretty good, but then like the only two that are really well buffed is Drill and Frostbiller. Moonrise is net same uh, because they lost a hit on it. Cloud Stab, I don't notice at all. I can't. I haven't seen anything notable about it because like uh, they're already dying wait, within that. It was only combo. a crit, a crit change, and if okay. you manage your crit buffs, then uh, it's negligible. And then, uh, then Petal Bloom, it's actually the same because they increase the PvP damage uh, reduction, I mean. So it's not actually a buff there. Like, Petal Bloom's but, uh, faster charge rate is nice, but it's just not realistic yeah. in large scale. It's more realistic in a 1v1 damage pressure, charge, uh, damage pressure option. Yeah, which, ironically enough, the fact that they made it faster for that type of charge doesn't really help in that type of situation since you're trying to bait them. A little bit. I mean, maybe it's helpful. I don't know. I'd have to try it out more. But, yeah. I think I see the potential for it to be helpful. It's just... <clears throat> okay. Overall, I'd say the... There's only two damage buffs is what I would say, personally. It's it's Drill and Frostbiller. Yeah. Right. I mean, December yeah. actually does okay-ish chip damage now. It, it'll be yeah. fine yeah, in large scale for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's good damage. Comparatively to what it was, yes, it got buffed a lot, but... And then it you guys does, also have that 20 okay. AP buff, which is yep. slight buff to everything. That's true. The uh, Frostfire buff went from 10 AP to 20. You got uh, DP they... Shred instead of 10, it's 20 on Drill now. So overall, there's a large increase in damage output. And then on top of that, the main skills like Tip of the Iceberg hitting like a fucking truck. Um, Frost Pillars does pretty solid damage. Drill's doing solid damage. But um, like... Our combo damage is, for the most part, the same besides tip and drill. From what yeah. I noticed, but it's hard to tell on global labs. One of the things is not a very good. They 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 way. nerfed uh, sticky snowflake a little bit, so it's not hitting as hard. Oh, well, let's and, hear your, let's hear your opinion on that because uh, yeah. me and Frost. So so I, I yeah well, let's okay. let's talk about this. So if Nayashi mapped it out, basically, if you have all your crit buffs up, you have seventy percent crit, right? So you lose one hit on Sticky Snowflake, but gain 25% critical hit rate. And crit is the only modifier in the game that doesn't have any loss in PvP compared to PvE, so it's still 2x. How much damage loss or gain is that, or is it just kind of like the same? Here's something that you forgot about, though, Frosty. Oh, yeah. It's, the critical, the critical yeah. hit rate buff is nullified during cooldown. So it's a net loss overall because we do tend to use it one to two to sometimes even three times depending on the opponent we're fighting. So it's an, if, it, if it's an evasion type opponent, those extra hits, that's a significant increase in okay. damage. Najil is yep. telling me that the that it didn't lose a hit, that it's a tooltip bug. So it it, just is that actually crit. the case? That's what, because that's what like, he's saying. I don't, it could just be Global Labs being buggy because it didn't feel as strong, but uh, like damage in Global Labs is... Right, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to test. It's yeah. awful to test damage. Yeah, so but like what Nash was saying is, if that's the case, it's like literally. Yeah, uh, it's like if the tool tip is two correct. to three times per 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 
uh, combo. So you're very clearly going to feel that it's, it's it's on cooldown. But if, if it's on actually on top of that, it's not even just the change in the way the damage works. Yeah. Arguably, you could say if you use it once, it's fine. You know, like mm. whatever. Um, but the fact that the BSR, the ten percent, is actually slow now. It's normal speed, so it's slower than yeah. how it currently is on live. That's awful. It feels oh, wait, wait, wait. Awful. That, that was actually intentional? I, I kept on saying it helps. I don't know I if it's intentional. It's just how it is on Global Labs. And it's, oh, okay. It okay. The BSR is slower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's it's probably, really cool they, yeah. It, so if you guys have been testing any of the other reworks, the BSRs almost always get updated way after. Okay. Like way, um, way later. But, so, but yeah. my question is, why was it changed in the first place? So that would that would lead me to believe it was intentional. Because it wasn't, it wasn't this slow before. On an HBO it's like super dragged out animation now. I can actually share my screen on it right now. I'm trying to get, let me find a way to get one HP on here. I don't have any drafts or anything. Uh, I mean, how would you revert it though? I don't understand. You know, to verify. Bring the speed back the to what it was. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine it would just, um, did look, you look test it, Nigel? I mean, I'll just try. I mean, if you tested it already, oh, never mind. that would be nice to know. Jump in this. I tested every skill. Screen okay. So Sticky Snowflake Jump was still chair. five hits in your test. It has oh. five hits for level three and four. Okay. That's all I need to know. All right. So Sticky Snowflake did not get nerfed. Then it's just crit now when it's use on the, off cooldown. Okay. That's not bad then. Fine. Whatever. Look how slow that is. Yeah, I know. It doesn't feel fast. I, I kept on trying it. And like it was so slow that I was... Um, Best of timing is like do like a sticky frost flower, sticky. And it a matter of fact, I think a normal up. sticky snowflake is actually faster. It could just be a bug though. I don't know. I hope so because it makes it not really worth incorporating, yeah, especially when I... you consider other other uh, skills got higher damage. But that means our uh, damage output potential versus evasion. Very heavy evasion players definitely going to be. Um, on the BSR, you mean if you use the BSR? Is 15 instead of five hits <laughs> due to a bug. Yeah. So then uh, the stick. Well, then okay. the sticky snowflake thing. I mean, outside of the BSR, okay. we'll then. see if that ends up getting changed. But the base skills moot because it's just a net. It's just a buff. There's. It's not even a trade off. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of weird anyway to begin with, but yeah, I don't know why they would touch the hits on it. But yeah. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I want to ask uh, Carstel. Sorry, I haven't uh, had a chance to talk. You know, yeah, he's Mayo's right. are very passionate, very passionate bunch of people. <laughs> bunch of loud mouths. Um, what are what are your feelings on the uh, combination of the projection changes and the fact that they kind of so one you lost the vacuum, which I think uh, for some mooses that is annoying. Um, but you gain a range stiff. Or if you use it point blank, a stun, or sorry, a float, and then you can uh, you can kind of use extra credit independent of the skill, so you basically just repeat the skill again. Uh, and then separately, they took that for those who haven't seen like some of the Musa changes, but they took the projection animation and the full damage of it, the fourteen oh three times eleven, and added it as just like an extra thing to crosscut, flow back, flow, and one step back. So when you use the skills, it actually throws out that projection animation. Um, I don't know, like how, 
are you cool with this change overall? Were you happy with this? Or are you sad about the vacuum? What are your feelings on these changes? Um, I like the changes. I think it's really cool. I think it was an interesting way to um, buffer class damage-wise and integrate more into the kit. As far as uh, the vacuum change, the vacuum was useful um, really for zoning and being able to get off a few skills while your opponent's like incapacitated uh, to some degree. So if you caught him in a vacuum, you can maybe um, position yourself so you're getting back attacks and throw like below the belt, cross cut back flow, do like a super armor rotation on them where they're uh, more uh, like vo uh, vulnerable to your damage. And it was really strong back when the uh, bond projection bug was a thing i remember if you caught someone in that skill you could basically one, one shot them almost you just throw it out and then catch them with another I, skill i don't know if so you remember a, but i remember very clearly a 2v2 charity tournament where you caught me in the <laughs> double bond projection thing i wasn't even cc'd and i just died from like 85 percent health it's good times yeah, on trial was, characters uh, <laughs> i was up good during those times yeah it was a fun time but yeah the vacuum thing sucks um but i think you have some more positives so we can chase quicker, so our mobility is a little bit more um, quick or a little bit more fast. We have debuffs now, and we have some, um, like we have the 25% attack speed, cast speed slow you can hit in the same way. Now that your counter assassination doesn't stun, uh, you get the debuff on people. You can do it in the same way. You can do cross-cut Q cancels. Uh, you can back chase into pressing Q to get the debuff that way. You can use one step back as a 50% slow. And then when people have those debuffs on them, um, they're less likely to use certain skills, more likely to try to block, hold their block, or use super armors to trade you. And it's going to be a lot slower. So you're going to be able to trade people more effect effectively just because they're debuffed. Um, and it's not going to be the same as them being like caught in a vacuum. But I think you're going to be able to find ways to uh, trade them in similar fashion Stills. to some degree. Mr. Stells, could you please explain the bullshittery that can be found in this clip that I am putting in the Discord? Oh, clip here. What is this one? Oh, what is this here? Now, that might seem like it's is that a, a speed Nova, spell but that Musa? is, in yeah, fact, yeah. a Musa. I know it may be hard <laughs> to see. I tested this with my friend in G-Lab when I saw the initial speed of it, and I asked him to speed spell me. Um... That's funny. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be some crazy stuff if this goes live and you see like speed spell mooses. The engage is gonna be wild. Like being able to do that and then potentially use fiery angel to like no clip through groups of people, and you could like immediately even go into shift Q if you're not recognized. Get a big play. <laughs> like uh, there's some Musa fast haters. Class. Some Musa really haters class, sending man. these clips to Rezla right now. Dude. That's a bizarre dude. <laughs> Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, and that, that can even get quicker now, right? Because like you can get shy buffed on top of that. Yeah. Oh my god. Um I was gonna ask. So so how about your uh your PvE? So these changes obviously you got you kind of got damage buffs on a bunch of skills, plus convenience of not having to spend time in pre-awakening using skills that don't matter for your buffs. Um how how much improved is your is your grind going to be in theory, like based on the new projection change, um, the way it comes off crosscut backflow and just the additional damage buffs and the pulse go. I think um, just looking at the patch notes and the changes like at its face value, it just has to be better. Um, I try not to test damage and stuff on GLab because I don't know how accurate it is to the real game, like real servers. So I haven't done any testing myself, but 
like if you're just looking at all the changes, it's just damage, damage, AP buff, spammables. So we can't spam our fire crevice anymore, which was something we spammed a lot of uh, when stuff was on cooldown because we didn't have significant DPS through any other skill. So it was better than cross cutting. You would input Q and F at the same time and keep sliming the ground. We can't do that anymore. But in exchange, we have more damage on Fire Crevice again. And Twister, which is our spacebar skill that we can input during pretty much all of our skills. So like backflow, crosscut, you can input Twister. And they removed the um, damage decrease when it's used off CD. So no matter if it's on or off CD, it has the exact same damage in PVE. And they gave it more crit chance. So right. we also got more crit buffs So on below the belt. The 100% crit rate was only found on the extra hits. You now get the 100% crit rate on all of the hits. Um, I mean, one step back is probably going to be a usable skill now in PvE. I think even Nemesis Slash, it comes out quick in a few different strings you can use. Um, that is another skill that almost has... It's pretty close to the damage on Crust Crusher. I'm not on G-Lab right now to see, but the damage on uh, Nemesis Slash and Awake is pretty yeah. close to Crush Crusher's damage, just looking at the face stats. Um... Um, so in this clip, okay, I, I, I least haven't. Better. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I haven't even seen this yet, but I'm gonna bring yet another uh, thing to attention here, Mr. Sells. If you could please look in the chat to what Frosty has linked here, would you care well, to explain let the me, bullshit let me that this... is that range on Musa shout? <laughs> yeah, so... Holy shit! So in this wait, wait, wait. in this clip, Nakani is 301 Kudum, which by the way, oppression is actually the same PVE range. They just didn't give you guys the updated animation yet. But I, I tested back to back oppression actually like for just the pulling. Uh, has the same range. It just didn't get a new animation for whatever reason, or it's like it. It's really, really close to the range of this. But um, in that's this clip, huge. in Holy this fuck. clip, that's only PV though. That's only PV. Correct. the The CC for both classes did not get increased in range. It's only for PV pulling that got increased. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's not. It's PV not broken. Pulling. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So the now the cooldown is lower <laughs> nine seconds. So that you could argue, but. Uh, in this Shut clip, up. he's 301 Kudum, <laughs> and they have he has no uh, add-ons, no add-ons for PV, but he, he does kill, like, pretty quickly. I mean, I know as a Kuno, I definitely don't kill this fast, and I certainly can't pull mobs, but um, this feels faster than Awaken Hash, too. Probably similar it's, it's, to Suck It's hash. probably going to be pretty good, because that's with, like, you're going to have tier 3 add-ons now, too. It's yeah. going to be more damage, more attack speed. You have the AP buff now, 20 more AP, just all the time, because it's a 10 second buff and the shout is on nine second cooldown. Yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty good. I think people are gonna play Moose in PVE finally. Yeah, it also seems pretty chill now. Like a lot more. Yeah, because now you don't have to go in pre-wake almost at all if you don't want to. So your crit your crit buff that you got from pre-wake, you get an awakening now. Mm -hmm. uh, your attack speed buff, you get it just from cross cutting now. One of the I mean, things too that makes grinding you can awake if you want to. Unlike Musa, Mewa, Ninja Kuno, they all kind of had the same issue that makes them feel so sweaty is you're pulling with like the arrow and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So you're just dashing having... the mobs, hitting them with something, and then yeah. shooting arrows to pull them. This this looks a lot more chill. It should be better. I'm I'm like I'm excited, man. I'm yeah, I'm just killing... like I've played this class for years, like through everything. So I'm glad to see some good quality of life and good changes. Killing mobs with your favorite class is something special. Not a lot of people get to do. <laughs> Um, what about, uh, what about you guys, Nayashi and, uh, what, I want to get more in depth with succession in a moment, but just focus, uh, on awakening for one more thing. Um, sure. what about awakening Mewa, uh, PVE? Like, do you see this improving your PVE? Like the AOE changes and the damage or 
not that much. Do you think you're not going to be forced to use New Year's Eve, I guess, is the better question. Honestly, I haven't really tested the PvE much, but with the pulling being basically pack-to-pack -pack now, you can pull with a large AoE with oppression now, pack-to-pack, -pack, and it has DP Shred, and... Um, we got more crit chances on a lot of seals. So. Then yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Well, it's mostly yeah. the damage increases on skills like tip and whatnot. It's really hard to tell. It could potentially be pretty solid. I mean, all the cooldown reductions across the board in the awakening kit are really, really good. Yeah. Um, mm. Like that's if I had like a couple things I had to pick, it would be the cooldown reductions and some of the big damage buffs and. Those are the main highlights of at least the awakening kit. Um, Someone yeah, Pedal so... damage buff is basically a PvE damage buff, and it's pretty big for that, though. So. Right, yeah, it's a huge PvE damage buff because it's got 300% more per hit, plus it's faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think there might be a potential that you don't necessarily need the New Year's Eve spam anymore. Um. I have uh, more, one more faith, more faith uh, in that potential than I ever had with any other other changes that they tried to do back in the day to do that. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I've been saying forever. Potential, dude. Just like if you look at Tamer, like Awaken Tamer. I mean, they got some damage buffs on May twenty six, but the big thing was they were able to pull mobs, and now they're actually like decent at grinding. Mm -hmm. Like being able to pull mobs is it's so fucking massive. It makes such a big difference, but. Um, the thing is, in some areas, it doesn't even matter, like orcs. Right. In orcs, it's more just AoE and damage. Yeah. So, Which, they did buff in terms that, of so. that, it's I could definitely see it increase it even at orcs still because of our more AoE-centric skills hit harder now, like tip. Um, yeah. So, I could see it. And with the cooldown being seven seconds on Frost Pillar tip um, across the board. I think there, I think it has a lot more potential to be definitely possible, consistent at least. Yeah. So people will have more fun playing that way, even if it's maybe not as efficient still. Because let's face it, New Year's Eve is still really fucking strong because the AOE is really good. It hits everywhere. It's one hundred percent crit spammable. It's just pretty fast. And it's fast, yeah. so it's. It's just not it's hard fun. to it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's just not as fun to some people. Some people don't care. It's just like I'm 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 going in circles killing mobs anyways. So <laughs> what, what the fuck do I care if it's fun or not? It's not going to be fun in about ten minutes. So I, you know, some people have that kind of feel. I after using New Year's Eve for quite a while and making a lot of money i would kind of stop caring necessarily so much about the fun aspect and more about like i'm actually making a lot of fucking progress so you know yeah. it kind of changed my whole thought on it, but i still think it's not fun i would like if they add, if they're going to be new year Eve banners put an essay on it for pve or pvp it doesn't matter that skill literally has no function in pvp well it does it does it's the greatest way to kill people. Yeah, again, when you base, you know, it's like you're when digging, you're shoveling on someone's face, right? You know? You're like digging their grave on top of their body. It's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. You're digging the grave through their is body. Is pretty fun. Yeah. Someone okay. was saying 
when the Kuno reworks come out next week, that Frosty better say it's cracked like he's saying with these classes. Dude, if you were to tell me that Awaken Kuno is going to get four cooldown decreases, uh, five damage buffs, two crit rate buffs, and I, I would be like, oh <laughs> my god, dude. Especially on Suck. You give me four cooldown increases on Succession, that shit's going to be lit. I think I think PA could trip their way into making Frosty happy with Kuno. They're going to accidentally make us way too strong. I'm so excited. <laughs> See, because we already have a grab, you know? So that, that whole yeah, part of... Yeah, that whole argument's done. No, uh, I mean, for I don't know. For me personally, I... All I care about really is is PVE and large scale. Less less so. I I don't. I just lately I don't. I, maybe when they add arenas, but lately one v one has meant less and less to me. Even though I really enjoy one v oneing, but I just want well, it to feel be better in large for, scale. For most matchups, it's just not fun. Uh, I thought there's like steering away from one v one in general. It's not feeling like I've seen anyone BA anymore. They were just me. No, I think I think there definitely are less people in BA. Although right now, especially just because of like all the new games and the lack of content in BDO, this whole rework has kind of pushed everything way back. Um, yeah. But um, Rez, before we move to Succession, I got to use the restroom. But do you have any anything you want to talk about with Awakening before we try to focus a little bit on Succession? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I am curious because uh, Carstels, you said that you. Uh, you used to play Musa, and but now you're Hash. With how these changes are looking, are you thinking about going back to Awakening Musa? Or are you still kind of like, yeah, I'm probably gonna stick with Hash? Oh yeah, I planned on um going back to Musa regardless of the changes, just to um, just for like information reasons, just like making uh videos about it, giving my thoughts. I like to do that and just try right. it out for myself. I think it's really good to be able to try things out for yourself. Um. Especially with G Lab, so like on another note, but yeah, I'm definitely going back to Musa. I plan on playing my Musa again and trying out these changes. However, many of them end up going to the live server. Do you but, like have your hash tagged, or did you like full reroll coupon? I like... completely rerolled off the class. I play a uh, hash, oh, okay. and then I have a uh, wizard tagged for siege and stuff. Ugh. Depending if we like own a castle, so I can gross. sit on a wall. Yeah, gross. gross. <laughs> I agree. Uh. And then I also wanted to ask, uh, well, I mean, obviously we haven't talked about succession yet, but I'm just, I'm dying to know, Nayashi, are these changes going to bring you back to the game or are you officially a new worlder? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm just playing whatever's entertaining me right now. And I just haven't been entertained by BDO in a little while. So. Starcraft. Play StarCraft. StarCraft's fun. That's true. Dude, start playing Magic with freaking Frosty. Dude. Hey. That's all he does lately. I see him doing nothing but Magic. Every time I look in Spectrum Discord, he's in there oh, with really? like Lorenz or someone playing you know, Magic. MTG Arena or something? Dude, it's fun, yeah. except my account is bugged and I can't fucking ladder. It's so fucking Why? dumb. I don't know. It just doesn't give me any rank going up or down. I, I was on like <laughs> an 11 win streak in ranked and it still just has me at the, the lowest you can be. So is this like a positivity stream? Because like you, you angled what do you like about the class? Like, All right. I, I have a lot of complaints about the reworks on right. Awakening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why don't you? Well, I, I, I assumed you were gonna get to those as like as we talked, but yeah, yeah. No, no. Let's go. Let's go full negative. What do you hate about these reworks on Awakening? Yo, Ultimate Chase does not work on Awakening Mewa. Yeah. That will make the class unplayable, in my opinion. Yeah, that 
I, I was telling Nayashi this and, and Nihilus. I, I'm pretty sure that it's a bug since it works on Musa. Wait, it what? better be. Like that, wait, oh, you, okay, you didn't uh, full reset all your skills on, uh, on uh, your Mewa on Global Labs, right? Uh, uh, I reset them when I... Yeah, you have, to re you have to... No, 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 respecting doesn't work. If you reset all the skills and then like uh, uh, add all the skills back, Figma will uh, hard lock you in place. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I know that. will That's hard lock you in place. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, I really hope so. Well, I mean, it uh, wouldn't really. It is. It is the ultimate chase not being. Yeah. It's combined and everything. So. It, yeah, ultimate chase got combined into chase, and for whatever reason, it works on Musa and it's not working on Mewa. It's not on the patch notes saying that they try to like do the same thing as Musa, whereas they said they combined the effect for Musa. So that makes me a little worried. Uh, Definitely feed feedback because that would be a horrible, horrible nerf for no for literally no reason. <laughs> Yeah, it would be really bad. Uh, like, Cloud Stab is not really usable if you can't cancel on the last second. Same thing as Stigma. Totally useless skills, man. Um, yeah, the, um, the, the, the funny thing about Cloud Stab is they reduced the cooldown by essentially half, almost. And uh, now we have less options to use it in. I don't... Yeah. The, the stigma into Moonlight Dash, I don't like it at all. I think they need to allow us to do the stigma into Cloud Stab still. Because it's yeah, one of our main one. active ways to heal in combat. And yeah, also I don't know it's a damage option trade potential. Um, what, else, uh, what else do you hate? Sweet Step, they, they turned it into a DP buff, but it doesn't make any sense because if you go into Red Moon, you already get that DP buff. So it's basically... You cancel out of Red Moon in half a second because you don't really hold Red Moon. And then you get a 20 second DP buff from Red Moon and then a 20 second DP buff from, uh, from Sweet Set. What's the value of that? Like, literally useless. Like, it was a crit chance before. I, I think they're trying to give it us that because they wanted to give us, like, we kept on asking for an iframe for it, but that does not change it. Like, if it's stackable, that's at least something, but it's not. So, literally useless. Um, and and the thing is, we got we have rebombs that give us DP buffs outside of combat, so we can just do that too. So also, like I don't see the point of it. Um, yeah, I I really don't like the sweet step change. What uh, about the you you don't mind the move distance though? I assume. Wait, what about yeah. the sweet steps change? Sorry, I got distracted. He's saying they, he doesn't like the, the DP. Chance. Like that, they got Why? rid of the crit chance and gave it DP. Why? Why? Because. You're using it basically only for Red Moon, anyway, right? <laughs> using uh, it basically it only stack. for what? You only use Sweet Step for Red Moon, correct? That's eh, at least how I use it. For the most part, but okay. not well, in large scale. Uh, like, well, I, I don't I mean, know. What, do you, I what like... are you using Red Moon for in large scale, honestly? Like, it does no damage. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing a, is, it's a semi-okay forward guard. Nashi, it's the same DP buff, though. Yeah. That Red Moon gives you. So well, it doesn't actually they did, that. they did that so that you don't ever have to use pre awaken again. Oh, that's, that's exactly stupid. that's exactly. Well, so don't use Red Moon ever it. then? Apparently not. Okay, well that's even stupider. And also, I'm not a big fan of the Red Moon like like the, the new version. Like it's, it's you I just, think you just it... don't learn Ascension to Heaven. It's yeah. it's garbage. Uh, it's, it's, it doesn't seem like it makes any sense. It, it, it it's shorter. 
And I maybe so they're trying to think you could use it as a damage skill, but it doesn't do enough damage quick enough either way, even with the buff. So it's still yeah. pretty. Eh, who cares? Yeah, it's always been I, meh. Like I've yeah, always, so like, I've I've always said they needed to buff the absolute red moon. I thought it was garbage for a long time. Yeah, but this, like this buff is not not significant or meaningful in any real way. So yeah, I mean you're cares? gonna be you're gonna be unkillable because of it. What else do you hate? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be like, <laughs> what, what else do I hate? Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the yeah, yeah. ascension to heaven change? Yeah. All right. Let, can sure. you? This is a. This one's a little bit more intricate, kind of like the uh, the stub arrow change. So, if if you could elaborate on what Mewa's ascension to heaven skill is and how it affects Red Moon, if it's good or bad. So, ascension to heaven as used to be, new? or no, the new one, the yeah. new the new one. The new one. It's it basically just turns Red Moon into this quicker uh uh skill. It has like one or two ticks now, right? And then it's over. Like it's just really, really, really quick. But also um like it, it, if you shift Q, you're now hard locked into the skill. So you have to absolutely not bar in order to uh get out of it quickly. At, because like the end of Red Moon is an unprotected is unprotected. So uh this change basically makes it if you fuck up, you are more likely to uh, just full cast an unprotected skill. So, like, mm, I don't know. Nash, you have any other inputs to it? I'm just not a fan of it. Just not a fan of it. It's, yeah. It's garbage. I, I don't know why they even bothered doing that. I mean, I understand that they were trying to, like, maybe get rid of a skill, kind of, so that they could, uh, I guess, fill in with something else. I, I mean, yeah, essentially, maybe. Heaven is a skill that nobody uses because it doesn't do damage and it's unprotected and it takes forever to do. So maybe they're just thinking, you know, uh, we can make something useful out of something that's not used, but it's yeah, not enough. Yeah, but you can't cancel very well with it and it doesn't even really do that much more damage. It's just pointless. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. It leaves much to be desired. So, like, that's that's the, the bulk of everything I don't like. Uh, if you have anything else to whine about, Nashi, go for it. Um, well, we're going to get into succession here yeah. in a second. Because yeah, the, the thing is with, um, <laughs> while I know, like, stamina management's a, a, a big thing with Mewa, on Awakening, at least I, I would argue, because of the chase distance increase and the lower cooldowns, there's a little bit of relief there, right? Where you can, like, trade or, mm -hmm. or go into SA. But it sucked didn't get the chase change um and I don't it has to it. be a mistake <laughs> so pre-awakening no, mayo doesn't have the, the, the like, chase change either so you know, yeah. I, I think no? PA, i think pa fucks up a lot of things but this has oh. gotta be a mistake oh, oh, oh i forgot uh, the hitbox for pedal bloom uh now misses if you're right next to someone uh, they got a that's a bug probably right hopefully Probably. Is it just like when they're directly in front of you or to the left directly or right? Directly in front or? of me. So so if you just CC someone and like doing your full combo <laughs> afterwards, you do like, I don't know, tip of the iceberg. If there's somehow still alive and you do pedal bloom, it will miss. Okay. I've tried it a couple times. Like if you're someone's standing and you like you get the right angle for it, just flat out misses. If you charge it, it does hit. If you eep up, it does hit. Sounds so. busted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Now, actually, what were some of the uh or 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 Basque or 
Uh, actually, let's, you know what? You know what? We've, you know what? We've had. Hold on, hold on. Let me go back to Carstels because we've had a bunch of Maywa. Let, let me go back to Carstels. Talk true. a little bit there's about Musa. There's too much Maywa on this podcast. Yeah, there's podcast. too much Maywa. I don't know why we have two Maywas in here. We should have brought another Musa on. Uh, gotta, gotta kick me out. So Carstels, I, I know you don't main suck Musa, but was there? I assumed you read through the notes just as you know, because why not? Is there? Yeah. Is there anything in the suck Musa? changes that you like and is there anything that you hate or dislike um i saw that they got like some changes to uh divider i think that got praised by most people um the blooming thing i think i don't know if it's just like an animation change but i didn't mess around around with it myself they did lose the arrow i think the biggest thing they lost was the arrows mm-hmm. and they didn't directly receive something else like awake did with projection and extra credit right so th- the main reason that i don't like playing suck musa and i've never been interested in it before is because i think it's one of the most linear classes in the game as mm-hmm. far as like you know almost exactly what it's going to try to do to you in all situations and it has a very limited kit as far as catching the opponent um and losing the arrow those arrow catches i think is just really big um, but that's always what's drawn me away from the class is it's just such a basic class. It chases, it holds pre-awake block in your face. It tries to stub you. If it goes close to you, it's doing a very few amount of things. They're going to go for like quick dragon bites, line thrust camera turns. Maybe if they're trying to be like really stylish, they go for like some carver kind of catch or something. But um, I think taking away those from the suck kit and not giving it anything else at all, like I, I don't think they even want like a crust crusher change. Like it's not going to help it. It's a really slow skill frontal guard. I think it needs something else for um trying to catch your opponent. Yeah. So here here's a uh, I don't know if Kyrim is going to be mad at me or not, but he sent me a list of stuff. Um, and Kyrim is very passionate about succession. He likes succession a lot. Um, so I'm just going to kind of read through through this and and. Uh, so bear with me for a second. So he says um, uh, that the changes came with a couple of nerfs. The multi-hit on Blooming is gone. The distance on Fiery Angel got changed. The loss of the iframe at the start of Blooming. Um, the fact that you can't hotbar Cyclone Slash due to it being tied to a new mechanic, which grants Cyclone uh, for free after Gale. The AoE buffs on Rising and Blaze are amazing for both PvP and PvE. The stub arrow change, it's pretty controversial, but uh, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I'll give my take. He says he thinks it's good for multiple reasons. It gives more choices and mix-ups on which arrow you want to use. It offers an opening to the opponent and nerfs the perma-stub arrow playstyle and lets player come up with decision-making. But for the bad part, it's part of the reason you lose an on-demand iframe to deal against grabs and tedious trade damage. Since the class didn't get any passive changes, the tankiness is the same, and if I'm speaking for succession... We lost two iframes, including one that allowed you to regen stamina. The new evasive shot can be used, but is nowhere near as useful and also forces you into the attack, which could be canceled before into a double iframe, combining chase. I think losing iframes is the last thing Musa needs. For one, Suck needs one extra way of gaining stamina back. It doesn't have to be protected and needs at least one iframe back. For two, uh, the Serene Mind buff change I, I think at the time he didn't know exactly what the change was because the translation wasn't out but it basically serene mind kind of got simplified into it just resets the it lets you use skill on cooldown like for everything um 
they I think they also moved it off of one skill and moved it onto Cross Crusher. Um and then he says he dislikes how LMB dash canceling into blocks forces retaliation now, but that might be dealt with with some um adaptation. So he was some of the stuff that he liked that he was pointing out to me is kind of the let me see let me hop back on my Musa, but he the movement distance that you gain when using uh Gale, also the the change to the what's it called? Grapple arrow. Or you like go flying it's, it's yeah, kind of nice yeah. yeah it's really good um like there's there's a couple things from the arrow change that are good like the charge stub arrow is seemingly good the grapple arrow is good but for me everything else about it sucks yeah the the quiver that false quiver yeah yeah i pretty much agree with like most Kyrim's thoughts and that kind of stuff um i, I wasn't aware that they lost the uh like the cyclone tornado skill, so they can no longer, they can no longer hotbar that. Yeah, it actually only comes out of Gale now. So like that was a decent um, like range CC or even zoning tool. So that actually sucks too. And like the passive stuff, um, I think like the melee evasion rate, it's pretty useless. Like it's a pretty bad passive. I think that's something they could like definitely change for sure. Just make it just all evasion at this point. Yeah, even though it's only like. I don't know, like nine percent. If it's six or nine percent, I think. I wonder what their deal is with the passives, because they they haven't made changes to passives on any of the classes except for Ranger. That was like a minor nerf. Yeah. I wonder why. The thing about like Musa May players, at least from what I've seen, is um they've always been kind of confused as far as their gear pathing goes. They're like, are we an evasion class? Should I take DR? At one point, do I have enough evasion to actually play evasion if I choose to do so? And it's always been like an iffy subject as far as people like recommending builds and stuff. I know in the official discord as well, like before they used to recommend, okay, go, you play like some kind of hybrid evasion thing. This was back in like 2018, 2019. They used to tell people to take like bags, heave, muskins or something like that. And now people are saying, well, if you're C9 plus um, in some situations, depending on what you're doing and who you're fighting, now you can go like Liebers, heave, you know, it's just always been weird because it's been indecisive because it's only melee evasion. So it only helps you versus melee classes. Yeah. You have no other kind of evasion buff. Um, and then some people argue, well, Musa has like high base evasion if you look at the stats and stuff, but is it enough to justify playing evasion all the time? When no. like it's just I don't you're, think so. you're, it's you're just really hard to for your average player to know. Like a lot of other class, uh, like most other classes are like, all right, I'm playing hash, I have two evasion scalings, like I have 15 some evasion, I'm playing striker mystic. It's just evident that you should be playing it as an evasion class, just the way it scales. And like what you can actually see as a player. Yeah, but the problem is you're a damage dealing class. You're not you're not meant to just Yeah, yeah, because at the same time so you're it's it's a philosophy issue, like with how the design is. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you're basically kind of wasting your time building defensively to do what exactly? Survive and take hits. Okay, what about the whole killing aspect that you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. That you're a flanker. You're not meant to be super tanky as a flanker, go in and just be like, hi guys, I'm here and do nothing. You know, just absorb hits for whatever reason. That's just a weird kind of approach, in my opinion. Like, I, I never agreed with the whole hybrid thing. I never agreed with the whole purely tank thing. I, I thought that was just a meme build. Yeah, another vibe for sure. Like, when I go back to Musa, I plan on selling all my evasion stuff and just going back to DR. 
Yeah, it's Let's go it, like what, how me and Bass have been running human damage for a long time. It's just if I'm not killing someone, I'm not doing my job. I want to be able to, you know, die after maybe getting two kills. I think that's a success. In a, I agree with that. In a, uh, an engagement in large scale. If you die after getting two kills, then you did a good job. If you get more than that, fucking Maybe. fantastic. You, you're just, that's just icing on top of the cake right there. So, so. What, what, what passive would you want instead, though, Karstel? Uh, I really don't know, honestly. I know a lot of people want um, like more accuracy on the class. Um, some classes have like accuracy passives, like a couple percent. Wait, How for much like will succession? Because I know Musa uh, got This is the... like a... For like for like awake, so like if I'm talking from awake, um. But you guys got that nine percent. Yeah, you have like eradicate buff, but some have like actual like static passive, like a static accuracy <laughs> passive, like five percent. Yeah. So Jesus, greedy um, motherfucker. On top of it, yeah, <laughs> I know, I'm not mean? saying I, I'm asking for that. I'm saying that's what other people are asking for. But if they're gonna change I that, I think anything's better than like elevation, honestly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so what, yeah. is, what is it help helping me do? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it is a very that's, very that's not doing anything. Don't for say me. that, or they'll give you a weight limit like tamers. Oh damn, you're right. <laughs> honestly, like wait, wait, no, best gathering class then. Come on, it's like there's a lot of things you can back ask title. for, but like it's not realistic. Like yeah, give me nine yeah. percent attack speed or something. Like, there's no shot. I'm not getting yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm maybe like a out. you know five percent crit damage yeah. bonus or you know. Something like that, uh, maybe, uh... Dude, honestly, like, for all these classes that are in a weird, like, evasion spot, like, I, I think Kuno's kind of in the same boat. Well, I mean, our passive is even worse, although it didn't used to look like it was worse, but it actually was worse when they fixed the tooltip. But, like... I, yeah, when I, we found out later. <laughs> yeah, that Surprise! it actually gives, gives 2.5% evasion or something. But the, um... The whole time. I... I almost feel like I personally, and this could still would benefit people that do run evasion. Um, if we just got like DP and HP, to be honest, like DR and HP, cause like that way it's a, at least you're reducing some damage and you know it's working and it's not like, and, and it's sort of a little bit more build agnostic. So if you do want to run evasion, you're still going to get some damage reduction. And if you want to run DR, like it's not like, well, this evasion literally does nothing for me. I don't know. Yeah. At least for me personally, HP and and DR <laughs> at, at least kind of works for both setups. Um, <laughs> What'd you post here, Basque? What is, yeah, what is well, this? Something I've done. It's something I've done before. Showed before, but like Kuno Evasion's bad. That's a four hundred one hard cap Kuno that he already did his pre buff. That's three hundred nine no accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so one of the other things for Suck Musa and, and again with Suck Mewa too. It's you don't have um you don't have the cool new chase nope and because fiery angel is now slowed down which is beyond me why they would change that i don't fully understand why that got changed um like its mobility is just feels really bad and and similar to maywa which I'll, I'll have you get into in a second like the stamina management is much much worse on succession than it is on awakening that's true yeah so much worse <laughs> How's just... it for Musa for uh, suck stamina? I I don't know anything about Musa. I he always hear people complain it's... about stamina management for suck Musa. Mm. There's like very limited things they can do to like passively recover it while not just being at a standstill. Yeah. And I believe like Fire Angel is something that a lot of them ask for. I know Kyrie asked for this is um being Take able to regen re stamina when you yeah. when you use it. Yeah, like it stops your stamina regen. <clears throat> um, the the 
the only thing that you that I could realistically say is different between the suck Musa and Mewa in that regard is at least you, they have the disengage potential. But yeah, you guys are still fucked stamina wise as Mewa is. Uh, um, yeah, they can position better. Um, all right, suck Mewa, Nayashi. Let's hear it. What or uh or or Basque? What what's what are let I know this part's the harder part I, I guess, but what what are the good changes that they did to suck Mewa? Like the infinite uh, red blade um, is great for PVE and possibly large scale for those that are like <laughs> only focusing on that. So how did how did that change exactly? How did how is it? What was it before and how does it work now? And how do you keep it up one hundred percent? You have three pedals that you have to achieve. You get a pedal up to level two, so level one, level two. If you um, chase off cooldown, it'll give you a pedal. You can also use uh, decap to gain a pedal um, no matter what stage it is. So the third pedal mm -hmm. would usually just be decap, and you would activate red blade state. Um, Red Blade State is a 10 second buff where you get basically a different kit, a Tiger Blade-esque kit. And um, some abilities are different. Um, and basically you get some enhanced uh, damage on certain abilities like D-Bite uh, because it becomes a spammable skill. Um, this has changed to where basically... Oh, uh, the key point. Um, it would only last for 10 seconds. You could not rebuff it um, until after it ended. And then you would have to get three petals again. And um, the, when you used a red blade skill, it also consumed it, right? Like it would reset? Is no, that that's if you did not have red blade and you had one, two petals, you could use some certain skills to absorb those to petals for additional effects. Okay. Yes. So Got like, it. for example, you could absorb two petals with D-Bite in order to gain 10, 10 AP for... 10 seconds. You can absorb one pedal with divider and gave 5% accuracy for 10 seconds, I think. Um, those are still there. Uh, but uh, the, the thing is, like, uh, when you go into red blade state, you hit your three pedals, you're in red blade state. You can actually rebuff it and continue using red blade if you just use decapitation. Um, so this would get you back to the 10 second buff marker as well as um gain 10 ap for 10 seconds and five accuracy for 10 seconds they, they did something weird with the buffs you get right. it now for free so um <clears throat> on that if they're gonna make it so you could just keep it up 100 percent, would it not just make sense to just make it last 20 seconds instead of making you have to spam <laughs> decapitation over and over Yes, um i agree it should just last 20 <laughs> seconds um and they added another feature as well. Mewa's Will has a secondary feature with Succession to where you can use it currently however much you want. There's no stopping you from using it. But the main feature of it, other than giving a, a seizure to your opponents, um, it will uh, allow you to absorb Red, red Blade State which is an interesting feature. Um, so for those that are grinding using Red Blade and then someone uh, approaches them and attacks them and whatnot, 
maybe they don't prefer red blade state to pvp in so they can actually use mayo's will to absorb the red blade state and exit out of it and then they can use their skills normally again so it's actually a pretty interesting uh how much feature hp do you get back for doing that it says life is restored but 300 that much okay 300 it's not very large amount but it's just yeah it's nice. i guess a nice it's a nice little touch um, and then if you combine that with the um, Rebam, the Rebam gives 450 HP, so it's 750, you know, injection is be fairly nice. All right. Um, what about some of the changes with the, the rest of the kit? Any, anything else that was good in here that you're like, this feels different and better? Or... Um, so like Carver yeah. got attack range increased, skill damage uh, yeah, adjusted. Yeah, that, that was actually nice. Um, I haven't Amidus. really played around with it too much to really notice how well it is, but... Um, they made it so honest, you can't accidentally fuck up Blooming. Huh? Well, yeah, that's, that's actually a really good one. They uh, took away the... Um, the slow cast completely. Um, so the slow cast of Blooming was this long wind-up animation that was iframe, quote unquote. It was iframe, but it, the animation was so long it basically per it basically CC'd you for your opponent. All they had to do was wait till after, and then they CC you. So you do this long wind-up animation where you throw your sword up, and then you swing down, and you do the Blooming damage aspect of the animation. So they removed the long wind-up, and that was good because there's certain times when you use certain skills first prior to blooming, you would end up accidentally activating that. However, normally you would never activate it. So it was good that they got rid of that. There were, I saw some complaints in the disc, in Musa Mewa Discord where people were complaining that they took away an iframe. It's like they never used as an iframe. And it was horrible right, right. to use, so it's it's not a loss. It's a it's a buff. It's a fix to the evasion arrow. Major bigger, issue, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that bigger. Was, that's that actually a much real. bigger issue. Yeah, but um, so that was good. Um, so you can use blooming whenever you want after any skill now, and it does the faster version of it. And I believe they sped it up too. Did they? If I oh. recall in the notes, but um, so yeah, that's not bad. The weird thing is. The damage doesn't feel like impressive. Like it feels normal. Like I didn't really notice any damage increases in succession or anything like that. Um, like with awakening, there's some clear outliers. Like I could tell 100% that these things hit harder. Right. Um, there's nothing with succession that stands out to me. And that's kind of like, that's a feels bad kind of thing. I was kind of thinking that they might buff up some of the damage in succession too. Um, yeah, it shows like, I don't know, it says the skill, like, again, I don't know why they did this with the notes this time where they don't say what yeah, the damage difference was before and after. Like which doesn't help, because then I can't directly test those, you know? Yeah. But um, succession overall, it was mostly quality of life changes, It's it felt like. But Very then forward. in some cases, they ruined some things. Um, like, I like what they did with the D bite spam in red blade state, they moved that to E because E was divider and no one likes divider and it's useless. And they decided to just give up on it. Thank God. Um, so they moved that over to E and then they gave D bite 
stiff option to be the normal keys, S, uh, right, or S left click. So that's good because Red Blade State now has a CC option that's more reliable. But then the D-byte spam is just a constant stamina consumption, and it's no longer an SA linger option. So that was good and bad. Um, another thing is uh, the Red Blade Carver. They removed the float from it. Why? Like That was a very valuable float. It did pretty good damage, too. Still has air attack, as far as I recall. Why does it still have air attack, then? Yeah, it what? still has air attack, but it doesn't float now. So I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Like, I, I, I'm confused by that. And they need to add that back. So that's a really horrible change. Um, <clears throat> Red Blade Red Moon still feels like it doesn't hit hard. I, I don't think it's know because the hitbox is really bad. Yeah, well, even then, it is, I think its numbers still need to go up. It just... Mm. It's always felt lackluster, and that's kind of like one of the main skills you would want to use in a large scale scenario because it's it's it turns Red Moon into a ranged float damage dealer without the fact that it doesn't float from any sort of real range and it doesn't really do that much damage. So it's kind of like doesn't do what it's intended to do. So you end up stuck with getting up in someone's face. And using the D-Byte spam and draining all your stamina, which now this kit has, like, with that linger option being gone, you now just have a stamina draining machine. That's all this thing does now. Um, so that's kind of unfortunate. Um, so yeah, they did a bunch of quality of life fixes, but they didn't really, like, solve any of the problems that are plaguing the kit. Um, and Everyone else, every other kit and whatnot, even Awakening is getting like damage increases and whatnot, but I'm not really seeing that with Succession. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't know like how much you tested, but I'm looking at like, <laughs> like Whirlwind Cut got a pretty big damage increase. Um, I don't really see anything that like makes it warrant using though. Like I, I yeah. tested a little bit and it just, just feels as mediocre as it did before. Uh, I don't really notice a huge damaging dam or a range increase that they suggest. I don't really notice that like i'm just confused i'm right. left confused yeah i mean all all these skills got a decent damage buff at least on on paper the differences yes. are, are pretty decent but i don't know like how impactful it actually feels but then again I, i'm on global labs and this shit's notoriously bad for testing damage so i don't know it's i'm just right. like i i notice the awakening damage increases like tip hits like a fucking truck and one shots people I don't notice. I, I can feel the drill increase. I don't notice anything else with succession though. Like it's just weird. Yeah, I mean maybe comparatively, like which one did you test first? Maybe it's like uh, just not even close to what awakening damage is, so it's like now it just feels blooming shitty. just it feels normal. I don't really notice blooming being like better or anything like that. Uh Red Moon feels as lackluster as it always has. Um the D byte spam is okay, uh, but with the drain, the stamina drain, it doesn't make it worthwhile to constantly spam it. Matter of fact, in a real life fight scenario, you probably won't have the stamina to to use it. <laughs> so it's kind of like that's a feels bad. Um, I will make a ca caveat. I've always <laughs> said, you know, for myself, Mewa Awakening, I can do well with it. It's fine. Yeah, suck. 
Not so much. Yeah. But I need to do more testing, honestly. Um, I'll openly admit that. I haven't done a large, extensive amount of testing, but initial, you know, feedback from just playing around with it a little bit doesn't feel impressive. <laughs> like the quality of life fixture, uh, like the quality of life changes here and there, but overall, I think they hurt the kit more than they helped it. Nightskin said, Frosty trying to be positive about Mayo. It's just depressing. I'm not trying to be positive about Succession. I, I, I think Succession changes weren't very good. I, I still am very positive about Awakening, mostly because of how closely I've been following the reworks and seeing how much got changed in the first week and how much I know is going to get changed in week two and three because the changes, like I said, yeah. for almost every other class, except they stopped doing the changes, they were pushing it back to November, are huge. Like, they're not minimal changes. Like, they changed protections. They even, like, still edited skills to have slightly different animations later and change how they work, change keybinds. Like, all sorts of major changes still happen in week two and three. So, like, getting depressed, I, I think what Mewa got as a skeleton, I think is actually very, very, like, oh, awakening again. Uh, very, very good. And if it gets more, is going to be awesome. And it does also seem like week two... And week three is usually a little bit more based on like the feedback than week one. Week one, I, this is how I've been saying like the reworks seem to be like they have a bunch of ideas and they throw them out there. And then it's like, all right, what do you guys think of these changes we made? And then from there, they start actually kind of listening. Um, I don't know. So who knows? But again, succession Which is fine doesn't if seem... That's, if that's what they're going to do, that's fine. I'm not like depressed by these changes or anything. I'm just... The suck one not usually, getting chased usually is... the, I kind of feel like the week one was supposed to be the shock and awe, you know? Like, for Awakening, I kind of feel that. Well, for... I also feel like it doesn't help that you guys didn't get any of the updated animations, which that also too. makes it... When yeah. you see new animations, like, that alone makes you feel like, oh, shit, like, this is new. Yeah. You know, like, when we, when we all saw Musa Shout the first time, we're like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, it just looks like a fucking... Like right. coming out of hell right there with that thing. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it look it looks crazy. Um But yeah, succession I, I'm not I'm not as uh positive about because I, I think that whereas Awaken Maywa, it's like okay, I still think that they need an iframe, which I think is potential that's possible. I think the stub arrow changes will probably get either reverted or changed because most people are pretty upset. And I think the damage and the AOEs being bigger was huge and is going to be helpful. And that's like a really cool baseline plus the mobility yeah. being improved. But like pre-awakening didn't get all that stuff. Like the AOEs no. don't seem much bigger on pre-awakening at all. And no. there's no better chase. So I don't know. It's, you know, I don't know. It's, it's definitely worse. It's also made me think like, at, at least for the classes that I play, like when I, I'm looking at next week and I'm like, I'm not expecting much for Sakuno. I, I am, though, expecting a lot for Awakening based on what I saw with Musamewa, but but not for Succession. They seem to definitely be... I don't know if you guys notice this or Carstels, if you Have you been following kind of like all the reworks or just waiting for Musa? Um, Not really, honestly. I just press Control-F, Musa. Yeah. If it's not there, I just <laughs> close it. Yeah, so like I've noticed that... Succession really hasn't been getting the same amount of changes as Awakening for basically every class. It's definitely been a lot lower. 
are a lot smaller, less significant, especially when it comes to the fact that like Maywa is supposed to get a new skill um, in Awakening, but they're not going to get any new skill in Succession. Which is weird. Like, why? There's less options. Like, I understand they took away some some things and like one skill in Awakening, basically, with December's um, technically gone now. But it's like, yeah, Succession needs the help. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, Carcells at once this rework comes out. Um, what is uh? Does Moose's role change at all? Do you think if like the rework comes out and it ends up being really good for like large scale stuff, do you see it still kind of playing on the side? Do you see it being more viable, or is it still like eh? I'd rather um, just play Sakash. I think fundamentally, it's like the same class, even with all the changes and adjustments in your a lot of your CC options moving around between your skills and the new projection stuff. I think it's uh, pretty much the same class. I think you're still going to feel pretty bad when you are hard debuffed. Uh, you're slowed really hard. You're still going to feel that, and it's not going to feel good. But you do have um, you do have better options. So you do have some improvements. How much are those going to improve? Like getting out of real life situations, I really don't know. But you have no collision, super armor, fiery angel, something we didn't have before. Uh, your chase is quicker. You go further with each uh, click of chase, each hold, each time you hold R and B down. Um, but as far as like the style of the class, like it's going to be exactly the same. Yeah, I'm pretty sure style it's going to feel the, the same. same. Yeah. So, can we talk about slows? What what should they have done with slows? I know a lot of mooses wanted either uh, some sort of cleanse or maybe make chase unaffected by slows or some. Uh, a lot of players, that, including ones that don't play moose, are yeah. just like, well, slows in general need to be nerfed. What what are you? I think that's. Feeling? I think you said it right there. I think like, if you look at the game, like I look back at a lot of old uh, videos and stuff on YouTube, and especially like my own, just to see why I liked Musa back then. And the game was completely different. So you had less classes in the game for one, right? Um, succession basically doubled the amount of classes you have in the game. When you were trading on Musa back in the days, you'd go in, you're basically at a standstill when you're super armor trading. So your your core skills, like your cross cut, below the belt, backflow, whatever else, you're pretty much standing still. A lot of these classes didn't have these really aggressive um, debuffs as well as you couldn't get them on add-ons. So a lot of times you're going in trading, you're coming out and I'm looking at my debuff bar and there's, there's no debuffs on me. Nowadays you go in, I trade some class, I come out, I have like accuracy debuff on me, evasion debuff, movement speed slowed, multiple dots on me. So as far as counteracting that, I really don't know. I think it's just, um, just the game has changed. It's just a way different game. It, I think like getting something like a permanent like you hold R&B, your slows are gone. I think that's pretty strong. I don't, I don't see that being really realistic. The cleanse thing would be cool, but that's like a core. That's like a new skill. They'd be like a whole new game mechanic to put on a class, right? Tie it to May as well, like or like, loose as well. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I think they should integrate it if they were going to do it. Like press like your shifty or like like your rebomb and stuff too. It's the same thing. Like a really quick key press. It's unsafe. That gets rid of everything on you, all your debuffs, and then maybe makes you slightly resistant to catching another one for like maybe one or two seconds or something so that you can uh, change your positioning. But I really don't know what else they could do, how you'd integrate something like that. 
Yeah. Um, Cause like all your skills, like if you look at the Moose's kit, almost everything you're doing is a super armor, uh, at least in wake. So like, you're going to get debuffed. Bask, you're feeling on slows. Yeah. What oh, be um, <laughs> so for Musa, my opinion on slows is they absolutely hundred percent need it need a cleanse i think more than any other class uh they don't they all have static movement as he said before and i was gonna actually ask carcel do you actually is any new skill of yours quick damage um you know? no they're all pretty much the same i mean the projections yeah. are really fast now but you're not going to kill anyone with those then i think you're um, still screwed honestly then like what can you do if you you run up the ball they slow you a thousand times and your static yeah, I think your, your game your gameplay your like your style is going to come down to more to kind of like how you play where you got to take like favorable like um initiations like engages and mm. it's going to be a lot quicker like you're going to be able to come in from out of render range or like out of people's distance a lot faster oh okay um, you have more options to cc them like longer ccs like kds we have more of those you have more mm. damage so more chance to like blow them up as you cc them and get out of there Mm, um, okay okay but like the old I mean, style of musa where you can like than... run in and just like run to 10 people throw a couple skills and get out like that's been gone for a while i don't see that ever coming back oh, okay unless you got some kind of cleanse or something but because that's basically my situation how i play yeah. is mostly a i i don't actually get slowed that often because if i get slowed it's so far much it's so far away that's not a problem i just like you know wait it out uh or mm -hmm. um I'm already in the ball, already doing my death dive where I'm trying to get one kill or two kills and then just die. And, you know, whatever. Already the end of me. So I, I never really felt it was that big of a deal because I play like such a rat. But if you wanted to play in any type of 1vx fashion or uh, flex type of role, the slows hurt a lot and a cleanse would be nice. Yeah. yeah. I think you will see some mooses, like maybe a few. Um move into the kind of role for guilds that you play but mm. i mean fundamentally it's still the exact same thing it's really going to come down to how skilled you are at, like analyzing what's going on around you and how you can capitalize off that the, the, like what for the really players helps. that want to just like run in and blow people up and try to get out like that's this isn't the class for you if that's what you're trying to do yeah well, that's what what that's helps no is the, the chase <laughs> the chase at least for the awakening gets being buffed up really helps out at least with the surprise element getting behind people yeah, yeah. The, the the chase is so much faster now that we don't even need to do the ww cancel anymore probably no yeah like i, I think they all. mentioned it that's why they didn't change it for pre-wake i think they like directly mentioned that in the patch notes yeah right? which like is, they wanted to make it more similar to it's dumb it's the such a horrible reasoning taken a pre-wake yeah, it, it, yeah well, to have dumb. two completely different chases yeah because, because one one of them uses like double the fucking stamina so it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah it's really fast but you run out of stamina so quick out. it's yeah, like you burn out quick i don't know yeah I, I was testing that, that, that new chase out, and like it, it is kind of nice, but also I my, my distance is so bad now. I kept on overshooting. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it take definitely some takes, yeah, it takes take some time. I think, though, like if you if most of these changes come through, and especially like in Node War format, like if I'm catching a speed spell and I'm moving that quick, like oh, yeah, that it's crazy. like you best believe something's gonna happen. So, yeah, like it, it's render distance like, bombing should be, stuff. should be good, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going all the way in. You best believe that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm coming out alive, but it's going to um, be fun to definitely make plays and stuff like that. I want to ask you guys a little bit about your core skills. 
Um, crosscut now, when you grab the crosscut core, gives you a float instead of what was a stiff before. And then fiery crevice, they change from a bound to a knockdown. And they also increase the AOE size. So what's kind of like, what's the go-to um, core skill on Musa now for different situations? Does that change? So I used to run the Bon uh, projection okay. back from when it first was released up through a little bit after the nerfed Bon projection, mainly because of the vacuum and what a, what a, the ability to have a super armor vacuum skill that CC'd was very strong. That's why I ran that. Um, Bond Crevice has always been there as an option, a good option for people that like to gear check and just throw super armors and kill people. Um, I think that's even a better option now with all things considered after these buffs, Bond Crevice. I think you'll see most people using that. With the vacuum being removed from projection and how fast the skill is now, I don't really see the reason of running it as a super armor because you'll probably use it more to like poke people and try to get long range catches or like really close initial CCs to catch people off guard. And th that being super armor for like the split second that it gives you, I don't think it's really useful. Like you're probably going to get away with using that skill almost all the time. Um, the crosscut bond, I don't see that being useful for anything. Um, Spinner got reworks and now it's a stun. And there's a lot of like little stun catches you can do from some skills to follow up with like Fiery Angel because Fiery Angel lost the float. So you can do the spinner, hit an animation poke, and maybe you'd want to make that forward guard. I don't know why, but maybe some people mess around with that. The bond for Crest Crusher gives you the KD that you lost that was switched around with the down smash and the forward guard. You get the full forward guard now in Crest Crusher. So if you want to take the KD in Crest Crusher and have that forward guard KD skill with a lot of damage, you can take that. But I think the majority of players are just going to take bond fire crevice. I think it's just the best option for most situations. Yeah. Gives you the debuff super armor skill, which KDs and does a lot of damage on low cooldown. I think it's just probably the best go-to option. Bask, what about uh what about Mewa? What's what are your go-to core options now? Oh. Uh with the rework, uh Moonrise probably is what I would go for sure. Um and then the other one is drill. I always I already use drill. Um there's there's maybe an argument to say that now the frost pillar where is reasonable like so different applications drill is a good um chasing people down type of cc it's good mouse movement cc like it's very good for 1v1 and i think large scale for like a surprise um moonrise just gives you more burst damage uh that's just protected so you can probably entirely go through unprotected uh, sorry fully protected uh behind the backline uh, damage. So you don't really have to risk doing any uh, unsafe stuff to kill people anymore because you could just do something like uh, Petal Drill, Moonrise, Fro uh, Frost Pillar, Tip of the Iceberg, and that would just be a, full, a fully safe combo. Whereas now you'd normally do something like where I would do uh, Drill, Moonrise, Cloud Stab, which is just one protected, two unprotected in order to get a kill. So like that has opened up a really safe route to kill people. And then hypothetically, Frost Pillar as an option. I mean, it does so much damage now. Maybe you want to use it as a knockdown. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much. 
Can you not say tip of the iceberg? They called it tip of an iceberg. Okay. Tip of an iceberg? Is that what it actually is? <laughs> that is the actual name. of an iceberg. I'll just call it tip for sure because I fucking hate the... It has to be a mistranslation, right? Tip of an iceberg. Okay, I will try to get that. I mean, I already say frost pillar instead of tip either way, so I'm, a yeah. lot of problems here, man. Uh, but it's debatable that I would not even use the, the Moonrise essay because I really do like drill, and I'm kind of incompetent at getting CCs. Uh, it hasn't been established that I'm not a 1v1 player, so uh, drill has helped me get like really easy CCs because it's safe and it's uh, mouse movable, so you can just turn it behind you, kind of trick people into thinking you're doing something else. Uh, so I, I do like that, but uh, but the, the option of a po fully protected um, dive combo is really really tempting. So Moonrise does feel kind of nice. Maybe you can switch yeah. it out in between whether or not you're going to dive with a ball or not. That's true. I could. I wish there's the uh, quick swap. Maybe you know, <laughs> dude. <laughs> the only thing with Moonrise, at least compared to Petal Drill and Frost Pillars, is the cooldown is longer. Nine seconds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you don't really do a moonrise dive that often. It's, like, the one time in the ball. It's not right. a big deal. Yeah, the protected combo element is really attractive. Um, however, with drill being five-second cooldown, you just get more value, I yeah. feel, out of that bomb. That's, That's what true. I think, too, man. It's just... Yeah. It's just, it's just too good of an option. <sighs> and now that they reduced the cooldown to five seconds, it just, like... Makes it exponentially better. Um, That's true. You could probably just do drill, frost, and then tip instead. I mean, you're let's through the moonrise. You, you're really, gonna pop, you're gonna pop your rebuff. You're gonna yeah. dive with drill, and you're gonna pedal bloom or frost pillar um, into yeah. the iceberg. Someone's back. That's what you're gonna do. Yes. Yeah, you're so not gonna even bother moonrise. with moonrise probably because cloud stab is just not worth it. It's not it anymore. Yeah. If you have those other skills being what they are. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I guess you just stay with you. So stay with drill. Yeah. yeah, it's just it just makes the most sense. Um, yeah. Now in practice, that could change, but and that depends I mean, where everything ends up at the end of the rework. But it might be like AOE on Moonrise is also kind of short, so it's yeah, not exactly. I mean, you have to be literally on people. someone's ass for the most part to, in order to make it effective. Whereas tip frost pillar and tip of the iceberg, tip of an iceberg. Thanks. I'm saying it too now, but yeah, see? but um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, it's the AOE range is wider. You know, forward guard protects you against um, potential uh, debuffs. It just it has yeah. some it has some pretty good potential. You need icy angel too. Yeah, we need icy angel. That's what we need. What is, what is icy angel? It's like Fiery Angel, but with blue animation oh. instead. <laughs> yeah, Except we get, uh, we get like a, a sleet of ice under our feet through the path. Yeah. Frost Pillar should freeze people. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, you guys it still is don't. Weird. It is weird that Mewa does not have a freeze, but Nova got this ridiculously long freeze CC. They have two. Yeah. I mean, she is better Mewa. I, I can't deny that even a little bit. Like, she does everything that Mewa's supposed to do, but better. Yeah. 
You know, be uh, you know, be interesting. You know, when we're chasing and whatnot and awakening, it leaves a trail of ice that'll slow down an opponent if they follow us. I take it. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that that actually would be well, like something that's like not a debuff that goes on their bar. It's just when you're on it, it's you're slower. Yeah, exactly. That, that would so be actually kind of creative. I take it. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it just means don't directly pursue us. You'd have to like do a little bit of roundabout maneuvers, but yeah. Or, or, or maybe you could like make a circle around every ball. Yeah, you could do something Hello. like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carstel, if uh, you're making a list of changes for week one, like, hey, these are these things are bad, these things are not bad. What What are some of the highlights? Give me some of the major bullet points of like, Hey, good first effort, but we need this, please. <laughs> good what, first effort. Yeah, what's, um, what's in my own top? opinion? Yeah, what's so, the top of your list? I think we we basically just got a better chase. You got more damage throughout your entire kit. Mm-hmm. You got additional range on most things that also got a damage buff. Um, you got like a big attack speed, cast speed debuff slow that you can actually use as we talked about with like engaging your opponent actively without having to go out of your way to self-buff yourself. You can apply these debuffs while you're like actually fighting people. Um, you got new CC options. You also got a few CC options reworked between a few of your skills, like they moved around. So you're going to have to get used to those changes. Um, you lost your instant stub arrow. It's now two key inputs instead of one. You lost your iframe from evasion stub, which I'm... Um, I would personally like to have. I wish we would get that back because uh, we have nothing else now besides timing your chase, which is pretty unrealistic in some situations. Um, I mean, what else happened? I think uh, I'm kind of indifferent on the counter assassination change, the Q. I really liked having that instant stun to go to. But at the same time, I also like having the 25% debuff for attack and cast speed slow. So. I really don't know. I guess it's just going to be something to get used to if that comes out. As far as more things I'd like to see, I really don't know. From my from my pre-thought video I made of what I would like to see on the class, I really got everything I asked for besides like a iframe. Like a cleanse or something in an yeah. iframe, yeah. Almost everything else happened in some sort of way. Right. Um I know some people are I was just looking at the Musa Discord now to look at the poll results for p- people giving feedback, like yeah. thumbs up, thumbs down to different things. Mm-hmm. It's all pretty positive, like overwhelmingly positive on Awake besides for three things, either dash slash, stub arrow, and counter assassination. Now, some people are um, indifferent on dash slash because it went from being a down smash to a KD. And it was also using a lot of combos by hot barring it. So you'd catch people in pre-awake and then you'd transition to Awake more quickly by using dash slash. But now with that being a KD, almost all those combos are gone now. So I don't think it's necessarily like a nerf. It's just a change. So you're going to have to do things differently now right? Um, with that. But I'm overall extremely happy. I'm excited. So I think if they're going to tune anything down, like just playing that as myself, I do think they are going to make a change to um, one step back. I think they're probably going to add stamina onto it. And even more stamina onto it if you use it off CD. I think that's probably something they're going to do. Because being able to do the kind of cancel where you can chase cancel it and keep moving back. I mean, you can do that like forever as long as you have WP pots. So, And you're shifty giving you stamina back whenever that's off CD. 
I think they'll change that. Um, if they're going to give us any other buffs, I mean, you could address our passives. You could address giving us uh, another iframe. Not sure how they would do it. I don't think putting another iframe onto one step back is reasonable or realistic with as much as the other things that it received. I, I've um, seen some people say if they lowered the cooldown of Chase to two seconds or something. Do you think that that would solve it or not really still? Oh, to like give you a give you more iframe uptime yeah. every two seconds instead of four? I think that'd be cool. It'd still be, um, like you'd be able to manage that more. Yeah, for sure. Helps with damage but, too. Yeah. Yeah, like you'd evade more damage running away too. Um, be cool, but I don't know. There's there's a lot they could do. I mean, we got a lot of buffs. I don't I don't know. It'd be cool to get more. <laughs> I'm all for it. I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm not asking for like anything else. Like I'm excited with this stuff. But yeah, so you're overwhelmed. You're you're feeling pretty positive for on the foundation. I'm feeling pretty good. Changes. Yeah, like how okay. how I know that I play as a Musa player. I'm definitely going to do very well with these changes. Okay. Um, I feel. Uh, Basque, same question, man. What What's the, the absolute top of your list bullet points that you think, uh, all right, round one PA, you tried, but we need this, this, and this. <laughs> I mean, I already established it. Ultimate, well, it's got to, like, I, I know you're saying it's a bug. They're probably going to fix it. But they had chase bug, uh, like back step, back chase bug, where it was, it was a gap right. for like four years. I don't trust that it will actually survive. Right. Uh, uh, so it won't survive the global web. So I want that change number one. Um, I would like to have Cloud Stab Sigma back. Sounds good. What else do I care about? Man. Stub, stub arrow change. I'm just. Stub barrel change. Thank you. Brain filled there. Uh, like, I'm not super greedy, and also I'm. Uh, I expect almost nothing, so I kind of like the damage increases we've gotten so far. Uh, basically fixed the bugs, and I'm, you know, I find it okay. I would love to have two iframes, but I kind of don't think they're going to give us that. Um, I don't think they're going to give us any uh, movement speed increase. I would or uh, stamina management change. So you know, I just accept my my fate. You know, I I, I have the damage. I like the damage. Uh, oh, Tiger Blade cancel. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm not greedy enough. Someone else should be talking. Nash, <laughs> wine. Nash, what, what do you want, Nash? You get I'm, it, I'm you get, greedier. Give it to all of us. Let's go. What do you want? Um, I. Uh, oh, the the changes for the most part were positive, but there were a lot of negatives with the whole arrow system and um. No, them not addressing any of the major concerns that I personally feel that they needed to address, which is stamina management on both kits, even though it's more so on succession. Also, um, the uh, um, lack of iframe, no way to deal with shield classes or grabs. Their approach seems to be Oh, just go ahead and deal more damage. Okay, that's not going to do very much if someone just grabs Ask me. Method. So, yeah, that's. I mean, tell, I, that, I, tell that to Awaken Novas, you know? You, well, yeah, yeah. Right. There's, there's that. Actually, see, they have a grab, that's... though. They have pressure. Yeah, so. but, no, no, no. but their grab's not preventing them from getting grabbed in large scale. 
I, I changed my Fair. mind. If I've got to go off of exactly I'm what I'm not I've talking done, about large scale though. I think the large scale is in a really good spot. No, no. Um, I, I, I think, my mind. If I, I go exactly how I, I, I believe needed. for the class is you just make our burst speed so much faster that we can just immediately get into our job and get out and then <laughs> blow them up. Yeah, that's that would be the perfect buff for me. I don't care about anything else. I because I'm not a one v oneer, so you know, screw them. So, yeah, so I mean, increase the speed of Petal Bloom, increase the damage of Petal Bloom, increase the speed of Thrust Pillar, and uh, increase the speed of Chase by you know, one point five times <laughs> speed. And I'm golden. <laughs> I think overall, Awakening got pretty positive changes. Um, the main skill tree kind of got fucked. Succession got fucked. They still didn't really answer the the concerns that I personally have, and that's just the end all be all that I feel is more important. Like yeah, and that's just it. That's I'm not necessarily quote unquote being greedy. I just I think it's not unreasonable to ask for stamina management one iframe and something to either help us deal with grabs or cleanse or shield classes or a combination of the above i think everything you're saying is reasonable but they also clearly don't want to give it to us so i think they're thinking we're greedy so yeah take what i'm here to get like, you know? if they're not going to give us a cleanse <laughs> fine that's fine just allow us to deal with something for our issues which is grabs or shield classes Parastellus, what what are your feelings on the shield class thing we talk about this every once in a while i don't want to get too too crazy with it apparently people are tired of us talking about it but from your perspective as a musa and now sakash because you kind of have to deal with it in both classes um what are your feelings on uh sa frontal guard like the block classes? um my viewpoint is pretty pretty basic i don't think any class in the game should be able to stand still and basically be completely go get coffee without and any kind of downside and beat you i don't <laughs> think that should exist at all i think there should be something like there's like some kind of period like time period you can do that for some kind of duration something but it it basically means that like for a lot of classes that don't have a grab right like breaking blocks, I think is pretty unrealistic. That's a pretty unrealistic thing to expect classes to do to someone holding a 360 super armor forward guard block, right? It yep. makes it so like you have to, you're on, as soon as they press that Q block and they're holding that, there's nothing you can do offensive wise besides like try to bait them to move or move to you. They control the situation from pressing one button and then you have to play off what they decide to do next. Yeah. So I, I just don't think it, it should exist in the game, but it does and it always has. So mm. here we are, I guess. But Yeah. Uh, you feel I the think, same, Basque? I, I do, but like, thankfully people get bored. And if you just stay out of distance, they eventually don't slow walk at you. <laughs> <laughs> that's really all you can do. You'd though. be surprised with some of the stubborn PvPers out there. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, Rez, is there anything else you wanted to ask him uh, regarding the, uh, the reworks? No, oh. no, I don't think so. Um, I, I did want to ask, and I completely forgot to do this with uh, with Horsey and uh, Belly, but um, the, the question we've been asking everybody along this uh, this journey what do you guys, what class do you guys believe, and you have an advantage over our earlier guests, but 
Uh, what class do you guys believe when all is said and done, when all the changes have been made, all the ballots, things on G Labs, and it's out on live, everyone has their rework? What class do you guys think or is afraid of that you guys are afraid of being the most busted? Like, and after reworks are all said and done. Right now, Striker. Um, I I really don't know. I think maybe Striker or Warrior, kind of, but... Those are definitely two popular picks. Personally, because my friend Bob plays Warrior, and I don't want him to be good and beat me all the time, but... <laughs> God damn it, Bob. <laughs> Bob the Warrior, dude. Yeah, down with Bob. Yeah, I my pick yeah. uh, was Ninja... Nayashi's is Warrior, Frosty's. I think it's. He said a couple different things. I think right now you're on Zerker, right? I mean, Zerker scares me the most. Of the ones that we have seen, though, Sork scares me a lot. I will say what I am scared of is uh, Lon, whatever they're going to do with Lon. Yeah. I'm I, pretty scared of whatever that class is going to become. The thing is, I don't want some new class that can stay in iframe for forever. Like, I, the worst period in BDO uh, PvP for me was Suck Sage. I don't want to return to that. Whatever is Suck Sage, I hate. Fair. Yeah, Sork is pretty... Sork's pretty scary. Awaken and Sork is looking pretty scary on G-Labs, apparently. Also, apparently, Rangers kind of sleep real P. Striker actually got uh, quite a, a few nerfs, but they're still very strong. Apparently, Suck Striker now, I've heard, is busted as shit, actually. Dude, um... Yeah, the Suck Ranger changes are definitely slept on. They're, Yo, they're Suck. Uh, have you seen Awakening Ranger in like 1v1? That's yeah, actually kind of cracked. Know, I know, it's going to be nuts. Dude, even, uh, in, was... even in Node Wars and stuff now, their they're potential to kill people safely is way, way, way better now. I was fighting Flannels. He was just trading me down all today. It was so bad. Um... Uh. Carcells, you want to bring up the Global Labs thing about Musa's and the dying breed that is Musa? <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to talk about, uh, I planned on talking about it earlier, but G-Lab, because um, I just received a DM from someone while this is going on, basically talking about how uh, they don't have access to G-Lab, and so some players that are, I believe on EU, they can't even access it, right? I think you have yeah. to go through a VPN to even get on it. Yep. And it's something from long ago. The only reason I have access is because like three years ago, I like opted into it and then I was eventually just accepted. But I don't think G-Lab is properly set up to receive feedback properly from the class discords in the general player base. And the way they still bring people into it is like really, really slow. And so I think it leads to a lot of the player base having to give their feedback based on just reading the patch notes, like words and not being able to feel like feel that out for themselves and get an actual taste of what it feels like to experience the changes right and so another thing that happens because of that is because you have like a limited amount of content creators or people also sharing that information right right in whatever kind of way they choose to do that so like let's say all of the moose content creators are gone and there's also no one like sharing streamable videos that we like saw today in your stream right yeah imagine there's no content like that and then i'm like the villain to the class or something and i'm streaming that whatever opinion i give and showcase is what those people have to see that's all they have to work from. Because if they can't get on there, what else do they have to look at? Mm -hmm. So you can have bandwagoning onto opinions or testings from a small amount of individuals 
that leads to a lot of other people only having to work off that same thing unless they are able to like somehow visualize what it's going to be like in the real world just from reading words off the patch notes, right? So I, I think more people, to get more accurate feedback, I think more people need to uh, be able to have access to that. Only a small, very small portion of people can actually test these things out for themselves and they have to wait a long time before they get to try it out. Yeah, Global Labs is, uh, it's pretty messy. It's also like, because of the way gear works on there and kind of how much of a chore it is to to change and manipulate your gear stats like i i don't know that that whole change where you're supposed to be able to copy your gear over would have been really nice for all these reworks so i could just have my exact gear and go test with nayashi with his gear where we have some frame of reference because we know how it feels on live server kind of thing and and just not mm. having that sucks yeah mm. I'm just like, I just completely gave up. I don't even put crystals and capris in the gear now. I'm just like, well, I just want to see how the things look and feel. I'm not even going to test damage yep. on people because it feels like a total waste of time. Yep. That's what I, I mean, do. I just, I just have a, a mechanic tester and that's it. That That's pretty. I remember one you tested uh, Ascension to Heaven on uh, apps and it was just one-shotting people and then yeah. it was on a release without a patch note change. Yeah. And it, it, it did nothing. It had no. Yep. So yeah, like that's a ghost ghost claw. Like one of the most viewed clips from my stream is like the ghost claw where I was testing it on block jump. Um, mm -hmm. There a third or bomb, and it literally took like seventy five percent of his health when he was like three eighty DP, and now you use it on live server, it does borderline no damage, like nothing, and there was no patch note, nothing changed. So I was like, okay, well, that's weird. See, that's what's the the biggest concern with the changes. Like the good things for awakening, uh, Maywa, or like the damage. Well, for the most part. Right. And if it turns out the damage isn't actually there, then not so good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's like, I think that's a fair concern for, for everyone, right? Because everyone got damage buffs that like, you go test and it's like, oh, this feels nice. But then if it comes to live and it doesn't feel good, I don't know. You're yeah. fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's going to feel pretty sad, actually. Yeah. So I think probably why more people are interested in a fundamental rework, but the reworks itself have turned more into AOE increases than something where it changes the, the way it plays, you know? And yeah. that, I think that's concerning. See, I don't know. I'm not as bothered by that. Like, I, I see a lot of people saying this now. This has been happening now that we're kind of closing mm -hmm. towards the end of the reworks where people are like, I don't know why they call it a rework. It's just buffs. And it's like, well, yeah, but if you look at the history of BDO, we don't have any changes ever as massive as the ones we've been getting. Like, the closest thing are the CC changes, which were, for most people, just felt really, really negative. And then the May 26 patch. Between those two patches, like everything was like one skill got changed. Or it's, there was like a PVE buff that was minor. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's... Was the May 26 the core patch? May 26 was the... No, 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 not the core skill patch. The May 26 was the one where Wiz, which got nerfed, and oh, every class got like a couple little buffs here and there and some PvE buffs. That was like the big one. But like cooldown increases across the board. So like, well, yes, you could argue it's like these are only um these are only buffs. They're not it's not a rework. It's like, well, sure, but they did change the AoE size on a few skills, which massively changes gameplay. They lowered the cooldown on some skills, they buffed the damage, they also told you you're getting a new skill. They definitely did rework 
stub error, although for the worse, and hopefully it gets changed. But like, it's still enough yeah, of a change sure. that it definitely needs a different word than like, a, hey, we're gonna do a balance patch because it's in at, at least related to other BDO stuff. It's way more than just like a normal balance patch. Um, no, no, and a lot of classes did get. I mean, a lot of classes got more changes than others, but um, and some of their skills are just completely different. And you know, I I don't know. It's just like, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it's like the title is like kind of irrelevant. It's like, well, is is your class going to be fun and usable for PvE and PvP? That that's really like the end result. That's all that really matters. Whatever you end up calling it. I at least in my it eyes, it probably has to do with people feeling like. They played the same class for a long time and maybe it feels stale. They wanted something more dramatic, I guess. I mean, what what it first came out, I, what Ranger looked more different for a bit, you know? Awakening, I think. Yeah. What, on on the reworks, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they, I think they were thinking closer to that, you know? Right. But in that same patch, and I I know no one remembers it, but what what was Warrior's new skill in Awakening? Uh, yeah, you're right. See, that's the thing. It's like they they didn't get one, but you know, like now when a class doesn't get new skills, it's for like, well, then we got nothing. And Musa, did, I guess technically, if you want to argue that Nemesis Slash is a new skill because it's kind of like different and has a new keybind and stuff, and also projection got redesigned enough that it's kind of a newish skill. But Maywa is getting a new skill, and like Tamer's getting a new skill. Sork got a new skill. Not every class is getting it, but some are getting it. And new skills do make a pretty big difference. I mean, look at Zerker with Seismic Blast, right? Like, that was only one skill difference, and suddenly people hate suddenly Zerkers Suddenly they're now. a monster. I yeah. mean, Zerkers, like, I fundamentally changed Zerkers. Yeah, yeah, so you never you never know. <coughs> it could be huge. Um, I've tell that maybe uh, Q-Buff might get nerfed. That'd be funny. That would be funny. I'd know. Oh yeah, for me it would be funny. I mean, I, Wait, I, what Q buff? He's talking about Zerker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um. All right. I do want to talk. So it's up to you guys. If you guys want to stick around, I know we kept you kind of for a long time. We'd love to have you stick around to talk about some of these other changes. But outside of the reworks, I do want to talk a little bit about the other Global Lab changes because there have been a couple interesting ones. And also we got the new Node War changes. So if you guys are willing to share your opinions on that stuff and stick around, that'd sure. be awesome. But if sure. you do want to bounce, that's also totally up to you. Um, so I, I guess since it's already on live server, if you guys want to talk... Uh, about the the new node war system came this week and um now we have there's no low cap wars everything's hundred man um you now have the new node system where you kind of you build a fort somewhere and then on the next node war you can expand and you can only node war in that region and it's like sunday um what is it sunday is all nodes and then tuesday thursday or monday wednesday or I don't know what is it Friday something's like Monday Friday or Tuesday Friday I don't know it's like different for everything Friday um they also removed T1 hards again which I don't know Rez are you still doing T1s no okay why does everyone think we're still doing T1s we've been on T1s for over a year well you did it for over a year that's why you know you know what the problem is we never I mean I'm in a T2 guild we never see you anywhere I've never literally just fought Notorious last week you just didn't show 
I well I I was like, why are we placed on a T one? I'm not going to that. No, incorrect. <laughs> it was a T two thirty man. Notorious punching down on little thirty man guilds. Oh Yikes. God, here we go. Oh right. come on. There's been no wars. I think it's reasonable for Notorious punching down on some thirty mans. Dude, we It's fine. It was actually a pretty good war. We we could have won if the other guild that was there did something. Yeah, normally like literally anything. Look, I don't want to be overly defensive, but we our guild does try pretty hard to fight with only other strong guilds or guilds that actually want to fight. No, I'm just messing with you. Like I said, it was actually it was a pretty good fight. It was uh, pretty fun, in all honesty. I mean, once it turned into a 1v1, it wasn't, but the 2v1 was actually fairly fun. Yeah, I think I was playing Elyon. <laughs> <laughs> playing New World, dude. <laughs> it was... so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Have you tried to Node War in the last month and a half? There's, there's, there's no fights. Yeah, you talking punching down? I, correct me if I'm wrong, Bass, but didn't you guys just kill Dandelion in seven minutes just yesterday or on Thursday? Yeah, I, I, did, I just went AFK in that war. I'm yeah. Thinking. All right. I mean, it was, it was Dandelion, some no-name guild, and, and yeah, Dandelion brought members though. They, they had like 30, 40 people or something. We had like sixty though, so you know. Yeah, I, th I think we're going to be in a bit of a lull until um, the reworks actually come out. Um, Alright, so uh, anyone have any opinions? Carcells, do you have any opinions on this new Node War format? Um, I had a pretty pessimistic viewpoint mm -hmm. on it before we even got it, uh, even when it was teased a while ago. I was more so confused recently about the timing of the release of the Node War update, releasing it around now as opposed to... Uh, like a year ago <laughs> yeah uh -huh. especially in the current state of node wars where i'm sure you guys are aware it's mostly just been um scripted between a lot of the guilds that are actively looking for fights because you can't naturally just place in node wars and get fights like that hasn't been a thing yeah. for a very long time yeah um so a lot of the community has just been working together to come up with these fights and that's just been the pvp so like two one or two days out of the week you get what, like six or eight kills to come together. You have a good two hour war if it goes that long. And then um, you just go from there. You don't have any other fights. Yeah. I don't think enough guilds exist in the game for this node war change to work at all. Um, I think you can even just see that on day one, the amount of guilds that placed uh, around, around the world. Yeah. You see <laughs> almost half of them are snipes. You even have nodes was, that were so not taken, right? If so, I remember correctly, there was only two on the very first day. There two was actual only fights. two nodes yeah. in Valencia that weren't instant one because only one person placed, and uh -huh. there was only I think three nodes in Calfion that weren't instant one. Out of the like, yeah. I, I forget how many combined it was, but it was like I think it was around like twenty or some shit. I've heard a similar story for uh, EU scene. They had like two fights the first day. Yeah, and like from what I've from what I've read and heard from other people, um, even like posts and videos of players that are actively playing it in KR, it's been primarily negative feedback with no changes over the past year. And so for them to go and just give us the whole system with like no changes and just bring it over here in the current state of what's going on in like at least North America, no doors, right? And the guilds, the total guild count dwindling, steadily dwindling over the past two years. That's just public knowledge. You can see that on like the Node War, the North American Node War spreadsheet that's maintained. It has the history of pretty accurate history, probably like 95% accurate of every single Node War 
since NodeWorks have came out. And that's just public knowledge on the spreadsheets maintained by a lot of people. Um, and then on top of that, every node is 100 man, right? Yeah. I don't think 100 mans have, have ever been competitive in any history of this game as far as like, like whenever we were on 100 mans, it's either because like we're sniping and we don't want to fight for that night. Like you go to 100 man, you get a node. Right. Or like you need a siege node. That's why people would go to tier three 100s and uh, tier four 100 man nodes. But this... now you have a lot of the guilds, especially ones that exist now from guilds dying and just coming together to play with their friends and smaller guilds are like, oh, we'll just go make a 30 man guild because that's easier to manage, right? So yeah. you go 30 man, you have 30 people. I don't know what they expect. Like, do they expect all these guilds to like merge together and make alliances to compete against man 100 man? Caps, so, dude, yeah. I think 50 you. man caps could be good. Yeah. Yeah. If I can elaborate. Like, even the past two weeks, you had 50 some man, like, sublime, 50 man sublime war caps with 100 man guilds, crawling. dude. It would solve so many problems. Oh the, my and God. Half the notes as well with all those with yes that so a couple things one the, first of all even 50 man can be hard for for some guilds but at least with a 50 man if oh, you absolutely. have an alliance it's possible right 100 we, man we, we we have an alliance and we brought 37 people to last night's node war <laughs> yeah we have an alliance we're not bringing 100 there it's literally it's near impossible we're never going to bring 100 the other thing is even if every one of these guilds in a perfect world could bring 100 100 man wars are so much less fun than 50 where it's like if you think Maywa feels bad in a 45 or a 50 like go in a 100 man war where there's just so many people throwing damage there's just nothing it feels like you're yeah. nothing you're completely useless and unimpactful half the time you don't know what the fuck killed you I, 100 man the lag plus the lag the amount of extra loading like 50 should be the absolute cap I honestly think I honestly think it would be cool at this point to even have like 40. Like if 40 or 45 was the cap. Um, I just said a 45 if we're going to go. I don't like 40 as much. Yeah, so if we had like a 45 cap and then Siege was 50. Because I also think Siege should be capped at 50. Yeah, I think Siege is at 100 man Siege is also. It's just this cluster I, I agree. I agree. No, I, I honestly think like they 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 were so close to getting it right when they talked about this 100-200 bullshit. It needs to be 50-100. Yeah. We said this months ago. We said this on the podcast months ago. We talked about the, how to solve this problem. 50-100, man, I'm telling you. 50-100 would solve so many problems. There'd be so many more competitive guilds. There'd be so many more better fights. There'd be so much less lag on these goddamn servers. Like, it would solve so many fucking issues. So, one of the things that they added to the KR server... Um, shortly after they got the, their node war rework is a reduction in nodes. So if you look at the map, I don't know if it, how many of you are on live server, but if you look at the map, not only are there a bunch of snipes on the existing nodes, but Kama is not even open yet. And that's another, what, 12, 13 nodes? Like they One, need two, to three, reduce... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. When they add Kama, I legit think that they need to cut the amount of nodes in half. Like literally yeah. in half. Probably. There's just yeah, I, th way I think they could have fixed many. the node war scene very easily, similar to how they did to uh, Siege and they revitalized that. I think there was like very basic things they could have done to have like a really significant impact. Like I think just like incentivizing it with like some money and some more rewards, similar to what we got in Siege, and just have it so participating guilds actually get something out of it. It's worth their time to go there and do that activity. And then the people that win, they get some rewards too. And then you cut down the node size like the total amount of available nodes. So like I'm looking at the node war spreadsheet now. You have between 11, well, you used to have between 11 and 15 different nodes per night 
for T2 plus that you could drop on, which is like absurd. That's like the total amount of guilds that are actually active in the game for <laughs> T2 Node Wars. Yeah. So I think they could have solved it like very, very easily just by making a couple of those small changes. So you can, like you saw the siege, like they just you know, like here's some money. You guys get a bunch of money. Come to siege now, and, and like within the next siege, you had what twenty fourth every region, and it's been pretty active ever. Yeah, ever since the changes, like you have, you have good siege fights every single weekend. Yes. Crazy thing is the money per hour isn't even competitive grinding. Like you just need some incentive. Yeah, just some incentive that where it feels like when I'm PvPing, it didn't cost me money. That uh, yeah. dude, the so. What about the uh, the actual mechanics of it? So when you place a, a fort, say for example, Noto is or Apocalypse is here on Camasil Temple. Um, we placed, I think that was Thursday because it was after the patch. So our next war we could play Sunday. And from there, because they removed the starter nodes, we can go to any of the connecting nodes. And then you kind of expand from there. So you can have what I, I think the cap is like 10. I think you can have up to 10 nodes. Yes, 10. Um, how do you guys like that system of where you actually have multiple forts? So other guilds placing, you'd have to defend multiple sides. So for example, if our home base is Helm's Post and Corrupt decides to build on Medaya and we had Medaya and then a total separate guild, like let's say Bloodthirst and maybe some other guild builds on Camasilf Temple, we have to literally just go back and forth and try to defend all of the mm -hmm. forts from all the guilds. What, what are your guys' feelings on that part of the system? Like, I, I think... It's a day one release kind of fun system uh, if you have a lot of people. Uh, but like, it's still, the problem with it is the incentive for actually holding a node, I don't think is even that high. You, you would probably just pick whatever node is actually important, the T4 node that's like maybe your, your home node, and you get, what, two bill uh, for holding the node, and you can uh, get the shop regardless of situation. Um, if you get more nodes, you're going to get another, what, one bill, two bill? per night right that doesn't still turn into a big guild payout so i don't think any guild is going to realistically risk uh losing their uh shop purchase or yeah, basically yeah, losing their shop purpose or a uh, purchase ability or their ability to siege that week so it's going to be people dodging further and further and further in my opinion like yeah they'll get attacked but like if they don't think they can hold it they'll just go back to their own main node they want to have a fight right well, I mean, in like, that case, then almost like the system, the way it's set up kind of works because then smaller guilds basically get to win the other nodes if you're not going to defend it. They get to win it, but do they get a fight? Well, and I don't think they get a fight. Yeah, but neither do you, right? Yeah, but that's guild. the problem. All right, yeah. Strong guilds are greedy. They don't want to actually fight anyone. They take almost no risks. Yeah. Like, but this is why I think you need... I mean, A, it's just smaller caps, so more people want to participate, and B, way fewer nodes. So that way it's like, I have to fight someone if I want to expand at all. And I I don't know, like, maybe uh, I'd have to see end up see how, like, the pay works. But, um, I mean, it seems like there'd be some benefit if you're holding three or four nodes what? for a couple Six weeks. Six bill a week? Well, per war, per war day. Three times per a war week. Day. Right, maybe like yeah, uh, it pays. It pays. It pays out after the war ends, and you've right. officially obtained the node. Mm. Actually, it pays out before the next war for whatever reason. It, I mean, which is odd. It but. really depends on if that actually is enough. I I don't think it's gonna like payouts are have been a joke, and I don't think this makes them not a joke. Like Carstel, uh, difference of opinion. I don't know. 
I agree with you, man. Like, I, I really don't even know how defending more than like two nodes, maybe three, depending on your guild size. It's pretty unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just how it's all set up. Like, you got to defend three bases. You le- if you lose one in the chain, then like all the others are lost. Like, it's, it's probably going to be, even from stuff I've seen, I, I know behind the scenes there's already guilds planning of just like being Avoiding next each to other. each other, avoiding fights, holding the nodes so they have the shop. And then maybe like a month or two from now, they actually try to go out of their way and like, um, like set up fights and look for PvP and stuff. But I know that's already like going on because people already know, like knew what was going to happen beforehand. It's going to be really hard to get fights. So we might as well just like get the shop for a month or two and get everyone their crystals and then go from there. But I, I really don't know. I think it's still going to be really hard to get a consistent PvP. It's definitely going to be more difficult than it was even before with scripting. Because people are, are stuck there in that region. So. Yep. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. The idea of it is really cool. But it's not... I don't, I don't know. There's just not enough guilds like node warring and stuff right now. Um, so... Yeah, I was thinking of a, a, a I, I don't know how realistic this is, but what if you had one day where you could work in a maximum amount of people? We could then sort of still set up scripting, you know? What do you mean, Merkin? Like Merkin a whole guild? Yeah, just Merkin an entire guild. God. So, so like you, you just set up two proxy guilds on a region and then just fully work out. Uh. Well, here, here's the other thing I want to get your guys' opinion on, and I, I have a feeling it's not going to be positive, but what do you guys think about them not allowing mercs at all in the system? I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I think they need to uh, <laughs> allow mercs. I, I think, like, yeah, I, I just think they need to allow mercs. Yeah, we're, we're not going to have any fights, no matter what. So, like, there's there's no hope. I bet you the, the places they're going to have fights are... Especially still guilds. with the old... Uh, like we still have the old apprenticeship system, which I believe was added just to counteract like sea monster hunting payouts back in the day and like guild fund abuse, mm-hmm. which yeah. isn't a thing anymore. Like you still have that in the game. So like you have people that have to join your guild now, wait two weeks, they get absolutely nothing incentive wise for being in your guild. So if you're winning and you have the shop, they can't interact with the shop. They don't get any of the rewards. Um, and like there was a lot of players that like didn't want to sit down and be in a guild, right? Because especially with the state of PvP, so maybe they were in a guild that, like, they want to be in their community, but they also wanted to, like, go out and have a good fight every day. So you just can't yeah. do that anymore. Like, I, mean, I know a lot of players like that. You literally can't actually have a good fight every day because you only have, like, two node wars per week. Yeah. So. Right. And, three, and also, three, this change, three. like, completely three? messed up everyone's, yeah. um. Yeah, three. Uh, okay, three. It completely changed their main days and stuff, like, because the region yeah, they're on depicts the. Like you got to change your days to that, depending on the region. I don't know how I feel about the whole region unlocking one day. I guess I understand the necessity for it, but it's like our our main days are basically we can only do Valencia essentially, and it's like nobody in our guild really enjoys Valencia Wars. Like we'll do it, it's fine, but it's not like our preferred region or anything. But now we're forced to fucking go here and do these fights. It's like I'll be seeing you soon, Res. Yeah, yeah, dude. We're kind of see. I guess I in in terms of the mechanics of the Nodor system, I actually don't mind it. I mean, I, I kind of need to see more of it before I really make a final judgment call. But I think it's fine for the most part. Like we were uh, after we won our node, 
uh, Alliance Snowman. We won uh, Road uh, Sulfur Works uh, last night. And you have a fight? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We one v two'd No Mercy and oh shit, who was the other guild? Uh, Kindred. We one v two'd them, and then after we beat them, they said we had eighty people, which was very funny. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it was a really good fight, uh, and then we won it, and then we opened our node, and then we see fucking Ego and Black Rose to the west, and we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> we start sweating, dude. Like, oh, no, this sucks. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty fun. Even more sweating than us has to be No Mercy, who's north of us, because like, like, that's prime fucking real estate for us if we can get that top node right there. Because the only node that connects to that node is Road, which we own right now. So, I don't know. I, I think there's some pretty fun, like, things that can come out of it. But I think this is a system that benefits from, like, being established. So I think trying to judge the mechanics of it off of, like, the first half week of it existing yeah. is a bit, like, early to be calling these things, right? I don't All right. know. It's well, here I want to throw I want to throw this idea out there because uh, you bring up a good point about the defending your main node so you just get the shop, right? And then it also this whole the region locking thing. Would it be that bad if or overpowered or whatever? I don't know how they look at it. If they made it so it let's say we did place so we placed cam on Thursday, but why like i feel like we should also separately be able to start expanding just in a totally different region on another day i i don't see why you yeah. can't do that and then that would also create more fights because more people would be greedy also there'd be no risk you wouldn't be afraid to lose your thursday one if you're warring on the friday one so well, and i think that's what they're afraid of though they, they don't want there to be no risk but here's the thing if they should make it also coupled with if they made this change, make it so the only way to get the vendor NPC is to win a new node, not to maintain your existing node. That way your like guild the, actually wants to expand and put themselves a little bit at risk. So that way you like actually are trying to like grow on every single one of the node war days that you're spreading out. Cause it's like, I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's a good idea. I think like, it does force a confrontation at some point. You're gonna run out of T four nodes. Yeah, Divios is pointing out he hates that if you win two to three node days, but you lose the base the last day, you can't siege. I, I'm like half and half on that one. On one hand, I totally understand that's that would suck. On the other hand, I kind of like the urgency of like it might create some really interesting fights on a Friday. Yeah, you better defend that fucking node with your goddamn life if people are placing on it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I totally understand like the idea of that not being that kind of sucking, especially for weaker guilds where it's like I'm not I might not be able to get a note on Friday. Um yeah, but I but yeah, I mean I just for this one week example, I know it's early, but uh Cho is all the way in Calfion and Black Rose is all the way in Valencia. And APOC is you know Middle, right in the Ugaia. middle. We're kinda all away from each other and I can't help but think that was you know well ours in fairness our ours we're forced because those are our node war days so we can't like kind of like reza oh. our node war those are the days our most of our members can show up so if we were going to actually pull mm -hmm. numbers which now you have to because the hunter man caps, to. Yeah. we like have to go on our main days otherwise it's like i think we're kind of screwed maybe they'll change the days in the future but 
as of right now, we're kind of stuck. How do you guys? Yeah. How do you guys feel about? Well, one, adding Camasylvian nodes, and then two, all, the removal of all the 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 southern Valencian nodes. There's two or three of them, if I remember correctly, and they're all gone. Do yeah, people even like fighting them. on those nodes? Exactly. I'm pretty sure they were just snipes. Because but... like when people put when people put themselves on top of crescents, like that was just an unfun experience. If you weren't placed on top of yeah, Valencia, Valencia Part One node wars need to go next. Sorry, brutal. Sorry, family. That shit got to go, <laughs> dude. They really do. I fucking hate those places. Yeah, they're they're garbage places. Yeah, like the brutal spots. Like you know exactly where those base spots are at, right? Like the first one, the northern <laughs> one, that's Bassy Den. They're definitely on top of Bassy Den. And then the south one is like Pick a Hill, the one on uh, the canyon, or the one south of that by the villa. Yeah, yeah. Valencia Part just One want to get fun, like zones. When they, like, uh, here's what I hope. Zones. I hope. I hope when they unlock Kama, they just delete Valencia Part One. We could <laughs> well, just trade. Kama has some crazy ones too. Like they have some cool ones, like the Navarin Step Node, or potentially the Mansion Forest one, depending on if the fight is on the ground. But like, dude, where Miramok is is going to be a nightmare to try to stop bases up there. Mm. Like also the uh, uh, the trees. Those uh, invisible yeah. trees that you just slam into. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not going to be fun. You have a whole guild stuck in a tree together with their horses. <laughs> I think Cam will be fun for a little bit just because it's like it's new, right? Yeah. yeah. Something people haven't done before, for sure. I think it'll be fun. Dude, I, I think fighting on Polyphorus would be super fun. <laughs> I think Camo will, just in general, be a good place. I, I'm sad that we lost Balanos and Serendia, but it kind of makes up for it. Okay, here's, a, here's another idea. So we're not all spread out and crazy like this. What because yeah. right now the region lock doesn't matter where you place on siege anymore. Like that's not a thing anymore. I, I think originally when they released the system on KR it was. Like if you had a node in Medaya, you had to place on Medaya territory and that that's not a thing. So what if they just like every few weeks they wiped the nodes and then all of the wars were in one region for like tier two, three, and four? Yo, like, that actually sounds cool. Like what if starting sunday this week it's like okay saturday after siege everything wipes sunday through friday every node war is in kama and i'm then, a big fan of this that would be fun and then like t1 could be kind of this, it, their this own sounds thing. like an excuse for you fucking mega geared guilds to play dynasty warriors no on this no no no. Wait, no no you can ask you can ask blue this from dismantled sounds like an excuse nope. to play dynasty warriors Listen, to you me. can you can ask blue from dismantled a lot of times what happens at, at least a lot of the fights that we've been in where we we partner up with the smaller guilds and usually it's hard to get all the guilds to agree to this but one of the things that i like is like so for example if we have like a 4v4 going having like a rule where like the strong guilds can't go one shot the baby guild you got to let the baby guild last for the whole war and try to kill one of the stronger guilds which i actually love those types of organized like 3v3 or 4v4 where like dismantled or bloodthirst gets to stay up the whole time trying to fight instead of just having some weird CTG on Bloodthirst where they just die from APOC instantly, you know? I don't know. I think those kinds of wars would be kind of fun. I mean, maybe you can separate it like a tier 2 would be in one region, all tier 3, tier 4 would be in another. But, I know, something to get people to actually fight. Because, yeah, I'm looking at this map, dude, and like, there's not going to be fights for like three weeks. Well, it's weeks, almost dude. like we just need to increase the amount of guilds and decrease the amount of nodes. I don't think it's that hard. I mean, yeah, yeah but you, you could, you could re instead of maybe the one region like Frosty said, you could do two regions. That would give you some clearance. 
Or or incentives like we God, I I brought this up a long time ago. But if they just had like an event for a week where it's like, okay, this week, the week of what is the date coming up here? The week of October thirty first or a week of October twenty fourth. That whole week, Camasilvan nodes pay two point five times. The whole week, you know, like so back taxed mm -hmm. ones. Like if it's back taxed, then it's even more. So that way, it's like people are trying to go get that extra money and fight or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe. For one week, the Kama nodes, the vendor lets you buy double of each item instead of just one. Something like some sort of event nodes where it's like every week you have incentive to go kind of like get all the guilds together to fight. I mean, it's really as simple as like the same reason why people want to fight on Valencia Medaya for Siege. Because like, oh, there's something to fight for. And now all these guilds are going to be here. So the fights are actually kind of fun. Man, just 50 man war caps. And then I don't know why they tried to make the smallest nodes in the history of anything <laughs> but like you have node these nodes in Serendia where previously this was like what four or five nodes and now it's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen that makes no fucking sense why are these nodes so goddamn small why are there so many of them like you could easily combine like two 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 and two and you could have like 13 uh go down to fucking like six or seven for bigger nodes and that uh, results in more fights you cut the node uh participation down to 50 members instead of 100 so that means a lot of your pvpers are going to be going to like weaker guilds or starting their own new guilds and you're going to have more participation like it's it's really not that complicated i feel like i mean, look what they look what they did to my boy alejandro farm dude it's so small now it's it, that used to be one node. Now it's three. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, well, hopefully they reduce the number of nodes. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I do want those Alucas crystals though, so I'm gonna fight tooth and nail to get them. <laughs> yeah, I want those too. For bad. Yeah. I also can't stand that the special attack evasion ones are RNG. Packs and gutter positive. Yeah, but like I said, I don't know. I I think it's I think it has the potential to be really fun. The lack of fights is the only thing that I'm concerned right. about. Right. That's but the I think thing. the the as far as the mechanics of the system itself, I think it's I think it's pretty fun. It might go horribly wrong. I don't know. I'll have to see. I think if it goes horribly wrong, it'll probably be either a due to a lack of fights or b due to a hundred man caps. Mm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think if everyone's on a relatively even playing field, then I, I see a lot of promise in the system, honestly. But, I mean, the fights become different. Even if they become hard-ish, let's say that uh, we're on a node that like, we have too many nodes and we're trying to protect them for some reason. So we have, like, 20 guys on one node, 40 on another node, etc. Uh, the type of guilds that we're going to be fighting aren't going to necessarily be evenly matched. It's just going to be we're getting outnumbered. And so we're losing the, the value of, of scripted fights where we could say, I'm going to fight Vertex, I'm going to fight Digital, I'm going to fight Cho. Like, to me, those are the most fun fights. Get, I actually don't like Club and Seals. I think it's right. pretty same. boring. I feel the same way. If we have a 25-minute so, node war because it's just one-sided, it's not fun. I, those 3v3s that stalemate are what's fun, in my opinion. I agree. Like that that four v four right before yeah, this change that was so good. I thought it was really good fight. We stalemated after two hours. 
Only poor dismantled died. <laughs> I felt yeah. so bad, dude. Poor Blue. We were on him hard. Uh, I felt so bad, dude. Poor Blue. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Digital died, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Because Digital didn't have a team. They were out of place. I don't know what happened. I don't deal with politics. I'm sorry, Carstow. Yeah, Digital's done uh, down a bit bad as a recent. I heard. Are you actually playing? Like, is, is Digital dead? No. So basically, our whole core is playing uh, other games right now. Tragic. Like, we, we came back for, like, the last Node War before the change. We came back for that one down on, mm. like, Longleaf or Final Cabin. I forget which one it was, but was that we came good? back for that. But they're kind of just pulling, like, 40 people top They'll... for stuff nowadays, so. After a few weeks when New World Excitement dies down and Elyon dies down, I'm sure if the reworks came to live, a bunch of people would return to the game. Lost Ark is coming out soon. I think so. No, I think a lot of the... Yeah, go ahead. It's the beta. Uh, yeah, Lost Ark is going to be out in March, though. That's the oh, announced release date, so it's Getting a, a break. Okay. Or are you going to say a lot of them, like, at least for me, why I'm playing other games and like my, like my friend group is because... It's just something new to do and something to do with your friends. Like I think one of the main things BDO lacks for like end game players, maybe even early game players, is just things to do with your friends that are just like fun and worth your time. Like yeah. if I look at the whole BDO map at the point of the game I'm in with my friends, like what can we go do together? And like talking comms while we're doing it. Like we can do like three man castle ruins, but that only in- includes three people. Like I can go do like a weekly dungeon like i still haven't done either of the dungeons just because it's just not like content i think would be fun for us like it's just but that's just like our opinions but like there's that you can do but then you can only include five people but what else can we go do there's like rbf but do you have a good time in rbf some people do some people don't what else can we do the, like what a lot of people look forward to um, me personally was two hours out of my day well potentially two hours to go no war right now that's restricted even more because you can only place a certain amount of days per week depending on your region. Um, and even like before these changes, it's just, uh, I just don't think there's enough to do with your friends in this game. I agree. And I think if they added those things, like it, it, it'd be an even greater game. Right now, like I, there's I, just things that we need to include more people to do stuff with them for fun. I think like the group grind spots and the dungeons and stuff have improved a lot, but there's not stuff to do with your guild outside of Nodwar. Which sucks. A lot. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, in, like in New World, for example, like we're playing that, like there can be 20, 30 of us all doing the exact same thing at once, you know? So it's really well, inclusive. Wasn't, wasn't that kind but, of what they were at least theoretically attempting to solve with that whole mechanic with the Valencian mine things yeah. that you have to like defend the and guild all that channel shit. thing to let you have some gvgs like outside of node war yeah i don't yeah. about the server where is that uh, there's servers? a lot yeah. of stuff they could do man oh yeah i don't know how effective like, it like imagine sauces imagine they like they do like the elvery rework and like mandaya right imagine you have like sauces and schultz what if they make like a 10-man spot and it doesn't have any like crazy unfun mechanics it's just really tanky sauces and you can go there with 10 people and just kill them and like make good money and it's worth your time like that'd be fun like a lot of people would do that there's Dude, so I'm much they could for... do to just include more people and make it viable i'm waiting for lvo balanos dude i want to go grind grass beetles like in the olden days <laughs> grass beetles no one grinded grass super beetles. grass beetles 340 ap zone or something. you got the 2000 grass beetles uh what's it called title i have no, no. idea we're not maywas we're able to grind other places 
Oh damn! Oh no! <laughs> damn, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about some of this. Like, uh, well, actually, one last negative thing. Uh, T three hards are, or T one hards are gone. Um, so the cap is lowered. I think it's, I think it's sixteen AP less now for the hardest. They cap. also, or wait, no, that was on Global Labs. Sorry. Wait, no, isn't. They're removing special evasion from T1s. I don't remember if that's on live yet or not. But. No, no, no. That's on yeah, that's on Global Labs. Um let me see what those caps look like. Yeah, their special attack evasion won't work on T1s, obviously no limit on T two through four. And then Madai and Valencia are capping at twenty and thirty percent respectively, and Calfion will have no limit. So special attack vision's busted. I mean on T ones it never really made sense, right? To have yeah. it. No, that's a good change, I think. Yeah, it just makes the damage more consistent, so you know what you're getting into. It's it's also very newbie slash gearlet friendly that maybe don't know or don't have the ability to get uh, special attack evasion. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, you're using blue crystals, so a newbie isn't going to understand that this is best in slot crystal, so they never use it because it's blue. And then they, if you're a newbie or you don't play a lot, you're super casual. Maybe you don't have the money to buy a Garmoth and you've just never gotten lucky. So you won't have that offhand, uh, whatever you call it, reform. Right. All right. So here is a positive change. The I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'll screenshot it for any of you that are not here. I put it in the Discord. But they are changing the color palette and the die, which is just going to give you a straight up RGB wheel with the proper RGB numbers so you can be like very specific with your colors. I cannot fucking wait for this change, dude. One of the things, Rez, I, I've complained about on this show and just in life for the last three years is why there's no proper like darker blue die. And now mm -hmm. like I actually am going to be able to make it. And I can't fucking yeah. wait. Good change. I mean, yeah. you know, more customization is always good. Um, I don't know how it's going to look like with the different material types, but I assume you still get to just use the RGB wheel with all the material types. Yeah, hopefully you can like pick your material on like a uh, like on a drop down like, list or something. Like metallic and everything else like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you yeah. can pick like Valencian, Medallion. So you can choose like, do I want this metal to be dull or shiny? You know, okay. That's said it one works of the biggest issues. All materials. It works with all materials. He tested it. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't wait. Blue. Finally. Actual blue. Um. The How item, long ago did they release this? This is on Global uh, Labs lapsed. this week. This week. So we'll probably okay, get it in so two, like weeks. two weeks. Yeah. Uh, item drop scroll on off improvements. Um, so the function of the item drop scroll UI has been improved as follows. When entering a town, the activation level is automatically deactivated. Uh, you can change the activation level within town, but time is not deducted. Uh, the activation level change within town will start deducting time when moving to a combat zone. So you can turn it on in town and then move out of the town to start the timer. Um, the activation level and waiting time for level change have been improved. So uh, to be saved in units of hours, minutes, and seconds. However, changing time is saved in units of minutes as before. Um, when moving the item drop increase UI, this is my favorite part. The changed location is maintained even when the player disconnects from the game or enters a loading screen, such as changing servers. So when you pop out the UI and you move it somewhere, it's now going to maintain the location you moved it to instead of it 
freaking resetting to that really horrible position on the far left side that doesn't make any sense. That's just floating in the air. So, nice changes yeah. there. Excited about that. Um, they're changing the attendance UI. Nothing too crazy. I want to talk about this Node War respawn thing. Let's see. Where is this? Uh, Node War respawn. Um, all right. Node War. So they added the special attack vision stuff. Um, so this one is interesting. So improvements have been made so that when resurrected after death within a certain distance around the fortress command post and field headquarters during node war conquest war the player can revive immediately without a loading screen when reviving immediately without a loading screen the character invincibility effect for about five seconds is applied so essentially you That's... won't have to reload when you die if you're somewhere near your fort wait does that mean you just stand up in the position you died at no it, it's yeah. still no it still ports you to your flag or it still uh, yeah, ports I... you to the, your base yeah it doesn't mention uh, yeah it, but i'm it's assuming it'll literally just screen. teleport you to your fort without a load screen essentially so you'll just stand yeah. up at your fort exactly you're just going to immediately okay. appear at your fort without having to look That's at a the pretty stupid good load screen. yeah yeah yeah, especially for people with like lower end computers right that don't have like ssds and you know can't load very quickly Dude, so I mean, the spawn timer doing or? something with CTG like that sometimes. Uh, like, I mean, like for CTGs, like sometimes you you could have like fifty players take a CTG, right? Yeah. Maybe like ten to fifteen of them can like immediately start moving, and like maybe thirty of them are just standing there. Yeah. Like well, well, I think they, before they can even move, you know, before they load. I think the gimmick slash so the different. limitation is that they have you have to be like on your fort yeah, essentially you so what they're saying is that they're not gonna make your game re-render everything since it's already rendered in essentially mm. command that post that why you like? to do the loading screen i don't like, know if it'll, i i don't know i i was asking this to to a couple friends that kind of do some software development and they were saying it, it shouldn't really make a difference in that it's only really for you personally oh, okay but, but um it, yeah. it, is the spawn immunity longer or shorter now with that, I, I mean, it says know. about five seconds, so I don't know. I I guess the same, or right? It's already about five seconds. The thing is, that's crazy. Is like if you really think about it, if you got killed on your fort, the fact that you had to have a load screen to pop your body up is a, is kind of hilarious. To end up in the exact same place, I get it if you're teleporting super far, but to reappear exactly where you already are is kind of fucking weird. So this is a nice change. It also saved time. I, I mean, I think that, uh, I, I think some pushes are defending your base. You know, it, it could be the difference between you surviving a little longer or not, you know, or saving an annex, to be honest. No, I just hope they expand this to other things. Like if you're having a GVG on a node or an RBF. Yeah. Oh my God, it'd be so nice. At Star's End beach fights to just reappear immediately. Dude, I'm thinking RBF. God, it'd be so nice to be an RBF. Yeah. Just instantly stand back up and go right back down, not have to do a load screen every time. Yeah, you probably spend like three minutes in RBF just uh, loading. <laughs> so Yeah, well, f probably more like five to seven if you're me. But yeah, for most people, probably like three. So listen to this additional note. They say, in addition, although it was not applied in today's patch, we are currently developing a remote installation of forts yep. slash attachments so that builders will yep. suffer less. This part is designed in a form that can be used conveniently as possible. We'll do our best to deliver news through the Black Desert Research Center as possible, so, or as soon as possible. There it so, is. Being able to build uh, while not at your base. 
Can't greet builders hmm. anymore during uh, development, yeah. Thank hey, people, God. You don't need level 49s or to have uh, gillies anymore? That sounds pretty good. Dude. That's it's going to make scouting more difficult, right? Yeah, you can't scout anymore then. Dude, okay. I remember back in the day, Rez, when you guys first merged into Hex. I literally, because I was like, I'm not going to build. I refuse to fucking build. I hate it so much. So I, I literally bought Mina a ghillie suit so he could build. <laughs> uh, hey, that actually prevents dodging uh, a lot easier, too. Because you can't scout, so you can't know where, who's on a Yeah, reason. you're not going to have any. Now you're just going to have to dodge because there's a fort. But but yeah. with the new Node Wars system, you're at least going to have some inkling, like some inkling as to who is yeah. going to be on your node anyway, right? Yeah, unless they don't own a yeah, node. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, if they don't have a node, you can surprise. place anywhere. Yeah. Sure. yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, like, so if, like, so at our node out way out in Valencia, we're surrounded by Ego, No Mercy, and uh, Noco. So if we have two forts on our node, like next node war day, which is tomorrow, then it's like, okay, there's a pretty good shot. It's one of those three guilds. Probably not going to be Ego. Because why would they go to a tier two? They're probably going to go after the tier four for Noko. Could be Noko, but unlikely. And it's probably almost certainly no mercy because they're going to try and take the node back. So you can kind of like you can kind of logic things out that way, you know. It'll be Black yeah. Rose surprise. Surprise! <laughs> Black Rose they broke the game. Surprise! They leapfrogged Pointing you. Again. Straight Let's to go. you, dude. Straight to you. Yeah, it's it's the new digging. Black Rose is playing hopscotch in Valencia. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of it for like the main fixes. Now, uh, next week we have next week's gonna be wild, Res, and we got to start messaging people ASAP. But next week we have yeah. Zerker rework, Lawn rework, Ninja rework, Mystic rework, Kuno rework, and it's a lot of shit. This is a lot of class. That's a lot of classes, and like yep. Wizard Witch didn't get that many changes. I have a feeling all of the classes, except maybe Lawn and Ninja, are gonna get a bunch of changes. So, I, it's gonna be kind of crazy. And we're gonna have uh, so today we we had two guests each. Next week is gonna be we're planning at least to have three guests each. So, ish something along those lines. I don't know. It's gonna be a nightmare. Um, <laughs> dude, Carcel and Bass, thank you guys so much uh, for coming on and hanging out with us and sharing your opinions on the classes. I know it's like one of the problems with the rework and doing the podcast right after is there's not a whole lot of time to see, you know, to test like that much stuff out. And also who knows what's going to change. But still, I, I think people like to get the initial impression from people that actually play the class instead of just me and Reslar. So uh, thank you guys very much for coming on and, and sharing your thoughts. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks uh, for having me too. Re or Carcel, if you could uh, remind everybody where uh, how to find your YouTube channel and your Twitch, it'd be fantastic. Uh, yeah, I could just link it in your chat. I please, guess, please do. So yeah, make sure you check out Carcel. Are you gonna start doing uh post rework guides for Musa? I will. Yeah, once I get a good understanding of it, I just want to make sure I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing before I tell other people what they should maybe be doing. So. But yeah, within time, I'll put that kind I mean, of stuff out. Holding SF obviously in R and B, so you're just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just make a whole guide on that. Yeah. A ten second guide. Yeah, that's all you need. 
Uh, and then, uh, Basque, where could people find you? Or if they want to ask you Maywa questions, because I know you don't stream or, or make videos. But if someone wants to like pick your brain on like, dude, I suck in Node War. What can I do? You can you can find them in Valencia on uh, <laughs> Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, or what is it? I forget. What are the days? Uh, I've, Wednesday and Friday, I know for sure. Yeah, and then I guess it's Sunday's Sunday. all regions, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah, I guess that's it then. Wednesday, Sunday, and Friday. But um, I mean, you, you could bug me in like Basks uh, hashtag two zero five zero. That's my Discord. Or, um, I don't know, maybe I could post a video in here, which is mostly me just abusing spawn immunity for 37 minutes. But uh, <laughs> I got like 80-something kills. I mean, that works. it's an okay war. Yeah. Sure, screw it, I'll, I'll post it. Are you, in like a, are you in like the Maywall Discord? or like? Yeah, I'm in there every so often. But uh, I get tilted every so often. They're, they're so negative, it, 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 it kind of... They are. Mm. It's the thing is like I, I understand that Moose's and Maywa's need a lot of cool changes. It's just like, dude, the negativity is is so outrageous sometimes that it's like it just doesn't even feel worth like dealing with sometimes. You know, I don't know. Yeah, like the response to the the uh, the change is pretty much they hate it. Everything's bad. The world's I'm falling. Always- I'm always so confused, and sorry, I'm going to pick on Moose's Carstel, sorry about this, but I'm always so confused when I see Moose's complain about how they can't do anything, they're so useless, worst class in the game, yada yada, and then I go in RBF, and there are multiple Moose's running around with 100 plus points, just like one-shotting <laughs> people, and I'm just like, like, I, I'm sorry, I think you're just bad, well, like, I'm sorry. A lot of it, like, my mentality for RBF, I think, like, only the last minute matters. Because, like, you could have one point the whole RBF, right? And then I just go one shot or kill, kill steal someone, right? And then, like, oh, yeah, for point, sure. That's all, that's I, all I do points, is but... I Q buff, I kill one high point person, and then I cower in fear. Yeah, and, and then it I looks play. like I carried for 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I do, at least. Kurstels, I saw that but, you're playing Battlefield 2042. How is that game? Uh, I know we got some pretty bad reception from people, but... I, I was liking it. I was doing really well. I'm, like I'm a big Battlefield fan. I'm definitely yeah. buying it. I'm gonna play it for sure. I saw someone but saying I'm not that... a fan of the vehicles, so I always play like infantry only servers. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but, my down. friend Bear was telling me that it's it's basically Call of Duty now, but it still looked pretty. Yeah, it, it's fast. Yeah, me. it's a fast game. I know. I like the tanks because my aim is shit. So I need AOEs. <laughs> yeah, Frosty can't shoot. <laughs> I can't. I can't shoot, dude. I, yeah, I've noticed that with video players, for the most part, you know, kind of bad at game shooters. Well, this is why I, I keep seeing people are like, I hope they remove the float from tendon cutter and you can't lock on to people. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to hit anybody then. I'm going to be screwed. I need that auto aim, you know? <laughs> um. Anyway, thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate you guys both very much. So, uh uh we're oh we're gonna should we do comments res or is this super no, long episode God, no i'm i okay. dude i can't uh all right we'll, we'll do save comments later. maybe we'll do a special midweek we'll just go through the comments you and i yeah and maybe we'll up. see yeah uh anyway thank you guys so much for uh all of your support and everyone hanging out appreciate all of you guys very much res you want to close us out yeah sure thanks everybody for uh watching listening uh stream or uh afterwards uh special thanks to our guests uh horsey and belly and then carstels and basque uh, all of their links can be found in the description obviously go check them out give them some love um i guess basque you can just add them on discord and harass them for being a maywall just like you do nyashi that's fine um 
yeah, I don't know. Uh, next week, a lot of things. Uh, we're planning on having a lot of guests. Uh, hopefully, it works out as smoothly as this one did. Uh, and uh, yeah, get excited for that. And we'll see you all next week. Peace. Mind.